Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And you're about to embark on a journey of the mind and of the nonsensical. This is the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, episode number 210. 210. Hello and welcome to the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, one of the few things DC related that is not delayed nowadays, Eric. After listening to the podcast, you can find us on Twitter at Weird Science DC, at our website, which is weirdsciencedccomics.com, and everywhere else you want to download the episodes and things like that. And if you do download it and listen to it, which of course you should be listening now, if you want to leave a review, a rating on those things, that's great. Well, we're not going to tell you to do it. We don't have content. Test or giveaways. They're not going to listen to you. Oh. We also have a Patreon account where you can go support us at patreon.com slash weird science. If you do, you get a bunch of exclusive shows each month, as well as just supporting the ones that come out for free. Yeah. You get a lot of shows, comic book based. You also have a pop culture podcast, a horror movie podcast, a music thing, toy podcast, much more. But one of the biggest draws of the Patreon is our Patreon only spotlight, which is usually about an hour long, a little maybe over. And that's pretty good for two books. Yeah. Because it comes out every Thursday night, features two books that the badass level pick for us to talk about. You and mean this the week badasses? they pick. Yeah, the badasses. They picked Young Justice number one. I don't need your nonsense here. You I'm reading badasses? this. I'm reading this you off of the script poop, poop, poop. here. And you, you, with your nonsense, your peanut gallery nonsense all the time. I actually was, I'm writing this uh, right before we got on. And I'm thinking to myself, he's going to talk his freaking nonsense while i'm doing this and and the worst part is is a lot of times this first section there is a little delay yeah so i'll go like yeah we have the badasses on thursday night we're going like the badasses you sound like wrong turn you you sound like him at work we're talking about something what's that the candies oh my god Goodness gracious. Read your this, script. Week, we, this week they picked you. Couldn't you tell I had a new script? I spent time on oh, this well, thing. Like and it. then you're like, the badasses. Yeah, you no, they have to. I'm like, you're you're messing me up, you son of a bitch. Sounds like every blurb I've ever done. <sighs> yeah, really. That's my job, buddy. Don't don't <laughs> you step on my toes. Ding. You're the sidekick, you son of a bitch. Get know your role, as they say down at the rec center. This week they picked Young Justice number one uh-huh. and Adventures of Super Sons number six. Ooh, Ooh the Super Sons! <laughs> Where are you? Ooh, that's the justice for the young. Are you going to say that? <laughs> no. Oh, goodness. Gracious. We're, we're here Gracias. on Saturday night doing this. And uh, I know that what's going to come up later, I know I can I can look into the future. I think there's going to be songs this oh, week, Eric. We're like going to have some impromptu songs. We're, we're going to get a little goofy. This is the point of the podcast, though, that we're saying this is where we clock in and, and get it going. It's supposed to be all business. You're, you're throwing me off. So I am in a better mood today. We're good. I will admit that, that it's a Saturday night. I'm in a little better mood. I don't know why, really, but I am. Well, we're we're doing, we're going to record this week. We did it in a different way. I actually really like this way that we did it. So I hope that it works out. But again, if you want to be part of the Patreon, go over to patreon.com slash weird science. You can go on Thursday night. We have our, you know, our our Patreon. (laughs) There he is. The Spotlight, which, again, is Young Justice number one, which is one of the bigger books. And this means we will not be talking about that. Yes. If you want to listen to that, go over there and hear what we had to say about it. There may be a song about it later on this podcast, though. There just may be. (laughs) But all of this leads to 
the badass roll call. Here, here we go. I got to get the business now. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't delay. Don't mess around. Here we go. The badass roll call. This is the badass. The badass. The roll badass. Call. Oh my goodness! Lady Abby, Matches Balone, John, Jack, Nick, Adams, Mark Yeager, T Funk, Josh Vermillion, Aldrin Stoya or Aldrin Ostoya. Stoya. D uh, Man, <laughs> Batman Beyond. Mark, I go through. I'm so used to saying things the one way, and then I get told a different way. It throws me off. G Man, adjacent and culture. David Fink, Manship, Brandy, Murray, Fabi, Bain, Reggie, Carlos, Ian, Leonard, Chester McJerk, Brian King, Jolly Drew, my man Pete from NYC, also my man Polly P, Who? T, 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 uh, Eric's man T, Fred Reed's Comics, Eric G, Cellar Dweller, Danny the Street, Luis, we'll hear from him later, Ulysses Jones, Hakeem, Double Aaron, Monty, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, or Mrs. T's, <laughs> our man Rob Lewis, Lone Wolf Marv, and Ruben. There Ruben. you go, Eric, I did it. I'm down. I got this down. Pat, baby! That's what I got. I'm ready to scream and yell. Oh, I got yelled at last night. We were recording, and we, we got a little rambunctious. A little bit. Got a little, a little rammy. Afterwards, I was told that, oh, that was so ridiculous, you're yelling all the time. And I'm like, listen, you better <laughs> shut up, review. You better shut <laughs> up, kid. Go over to iTunes and review us. You, you nonsense. <laughs> That's what they said. But we're going to end the all-business intro section, Eric, with something we haven't done in a while. And I know that everybody does love wrong turn right you love the wrong turn is that what you love yes you are you were gonna kill him but we do have a wrong turn game it's a very quick one so i figured we put it at the beginning but it is wrong turn explains it all hello weird science ole ole the wolf man Way cool. Freddy Cougar. Ole, ole. Wrong turn. Way cool. Wrong turn. That ain't right. Just do it. All right, thank you. Wrong turn. That, that's that song seems longer and longer every time. I I'm, I'm telling, I'm sitting here, like, was it this long originally? Yeah, it always was. It always ends go. with "just do it," so it has to. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. There it is, Eric. But in this game, we ask Wrong Turn to explain something that he usually a movie that yeah. he's watched recently. And it sure ain't a you book you just read. No, well, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I know. But uh, yeah, yeah, really. Uh, but you get to guess what movie that is. And next episode, we will reveal what movie it was. And if you want to guess on Twitter, if you want to talk to us, if you're in the slag and stuff like that, that's fine. That's how we do it. Here is the movie explained by Wrong Turn. It's all about racing and killing and being like. La- in first place so much fun you gotta watch it it's awesome there you go it's, it, it's an explanation and killing it's an explanation and about first place and a review eric i'm gonna put it one more it's time awesome. just just listen <laughs> it's awesome it's all about racing and killing and being like 
in first place. So much fun. You got to watch it. It's awesome. Yep. So much so fun. You, you go. got to watch it right there it's on so the much cover fun. of the movie. It's Wrong turn. awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so just think in your mind what that movie is. And then next episode, we will give the guess or actually we'll give the right movie of the what review, that yeah. was. Hopefully you'll be able to get inside the mind of Wrong Turn. But right now we're going to get inside the mind of Eric Shea by going off to the books. No. It's time for some reviews. How many? And uh, a couple. A couple. A couple reviews. We're going to have a couple sections of two with me and you. And I do want to mention, in case I haven't mentioned it already, Jeremy will not be doing the Orlando tonight. He is sick all week, so he is not going to be doing that. So uh, I believe we will have a uh, slightly uh, shorter podcast than normal, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, because be like three we're here to talk probably. about somebody. Not probably. Well, here's the thing. There's a couple books that we have on the docket here. I, I, I really don't know how we're going to talk Look about Look at these it. fancy Eric, words he's using, folks. Docket. Docket, fancy. I said. <laughs> Isn't that an explicit word? Uh, am I allowed to say that, Eric? I, I don't know. We're an explicit podcast. Prove this message. Uh, wrong turn proves this message. It's his, just it's his the birthday this weekend. It's his yeah. birthday this weekend. He's heading to the casino. He's ready to Another gamble year older? it up. Another year wiser, huh? <laughs> Another year dumber. Oh, my wrong turn. But yeah, if we're going to do these reviews coming up. And if you want to read the written reviews for all these, go over to Weird Science DC Comics. Com, and you can read all those written reviews. And again, we, we have a bunch of books. We're going to start with Batman and Justice League. Those in our As mind are the bigger books here uh, going on. And starting with Batman is going to be very, very tough because I really don't know how to, how to even explain how or express it. How much? How can one How much of podcast, your heart can you give over a microphone? Can, yeah, and, and really, if I'm going to give up all of that heart, will I still be able to love Eric as I go on? <laughs> I mean, a one man like me. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Send me an angel. I'm just, uh, I'll just end up. We're not going to talk about right Batman. Now. I'll just talk about all the songs that I yelled at Eric today that he's an idiot for liking. I'm like, I bet you like this song. Sure do. You know, forever young. I'm like, that guy. Oh, my. Yeah, then here we go. Now you know you got me <laughs> off track. But speaking of songs, there is a song that both of us thought of when we read this Batman sure before I go into my blurb. And this is a little sneak peek at what we got from Batman number 62, Eric. Little big, little big, 
Ah, yes, Eric. When I was reading the Batman number 62, I certainly thought of whether you want to call them green jello. I go green or, jelly. Or post getting sued. Yes. Green jelly. You Eric. always go I, post I, I, being sued. I, uh, for the longest time, had that tape and had the green jello tape. When that video came out, I was very intrigued. Like you, I like claymation oh, and yeah. even stop motion stuff. So I really liked that, but that is green jelly slash green jello. And you and got more again, out of that song than you will of this issue. I did. Yes, I did, Eric. But I want to say this is Batman, so... I'm wrong turn. This is Batman, bitch. This is Batman number 62, written by Tom King, art by Mitch Garrods and Clayton Cowles. We continue with the uh, nightmare arc, and with Mitch Garrods along for the ride, it seems that Tom King has to get crazy and wacky. And what we are left with is an issue whose enjoyment will depend on whether you care of an overall story progression in this series and if or not you like the stylized art. And that's really going to be the deal. The art in this is going to be the make or break deal. Now, going with the reviews that are out already, I think that possibly Tom King was a little he has to be taken aback. Because him and Mitch Gerards with the Mr. Miracle book that they did recently, they could do no wrong. Oh, yeah, they could. Unless it, huh? you're talking to Jimmy. <laughs> if Jimmy's up there, then Jimmy, he, he saw I, I through like that. I like you're referring Eric. yourself as Jimmy now. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the guy at work. Oh, uh, Jimmy guy. saw through the smokescreen. Jimmy, Jimmy ended up saying at the beginning that it was all not going to matter. And again, I even talked to Polly P in the Slack chat, and I think that I ended up cracking the code of the mr miracle if you were in that to crack the mystery the overall mystery of what was going on in mr miracle's life and death and all that you are gonna leave that mr miracle uh, disappointed if you were in for the little bits the you know the war the the back and forth with him and barda you're gonna be happy because it ended in that ambiguous deal but an ambiguous way of that life continuing so see you have i i have a a little fan theory here if you if you would i mean still real quick is the whole idea to me is that we toss around a personal fan theory (laughs) of ours here at weird science studios about the whole idea is that when the Batman number 50 came out, the whole idea is the wedding came out. It didn't happen. People were furious. And as soon as that yeah, happened, oh, yes. the final issue of Mr. Miracle was delayed. Oh, Tom yeah. King realized that he has to make some changes. Yeah, to it people. was going to be something else. We, exactly. we said that on the deal because, because when people seemed, talked to Mitch Gerards too, yeah, and he said that they were going to break their hearts. Exactly. Uh, there it was seemed no like at hearts. the end of Mr. Miracle, the whole idea was it was all going to be a dream. The wedding of, you know, the, of Barda, the child, Joshua, and the whole thing, or Jacob. I mean, it wasn't yeah, going to be real. And Tom King, it seemed like he was afraid. And this is our own personal theories and stuff Running like that. So I don't know anything that anybody – so in my mind, they changed that. It worked out fine. But Tom King himself got a hold of Mitch Gerard and said, you know what? Let's let's try out that thing we were going to do or we do a whole issue that was a dream and see how people like that to see well, if we could have gotten even away that, with it. I'll go with that. What I think is they, they just like, hey – when because this was supposed to be 61 it ended up 62 that that's not a big deal but no. what i think what happened is hey we're done mr miracle hey mitch uh whenever you get time let me know 
we're just going to throw an issue out there and me and you are solid gold. It's not going to matter if there's even a script that's readable or it makes sense in what's going on or if it even ties into the overall series. People will love it. And I swear to God, I don't know Tom King. I don't know Mitch Gerards. Mitch Gerards at least seems on Twitter as a really nice guy. He really engages with fans and things like that. But it almost this issue almost gives me the inkling that they're laughing at people like, let's do this. Really? You, You think we can get a Away with it? Hope we can get away with it, all right. And I, they I, just throw it out there. I don't and I know. think that it hit him, and I think that he's shocked that it's not as loved as, overall with the reviewers as a lot of his others. I don't know what the solicits say for how long this nightmares arc is going to be, I, I, but just it's the, a bunch. It's but, more than exactly. what he usually has. Yeah. But just the idea that we have this whole big cliffhanger where Flashpoint Batman Thomas Wayne is in the Batcave, knocked out Alfred, and was standing behind Batman. And then cut to a couple months where we don't deal with that again. Like that, that is laughing in the yeah. fans' faces in my mind. Yeah, and because even now with that, I Master Bruce, a fucking professor, pig. You, you want to get it like, worse? I believe this nightmares goes up possibly to when then he takes a month off, and there's the tie-in. You know, the the crossover with Flash Joshua as Wimson, well. Yeah. So it's going to end up even more than what it normally would have been. You know, more months than than we would have had. Like to wait. he just didn't so, have yeah, the story. Had, Did he paint himself into a corner? Like, uh oh, this is uh, now. Well, this is where. Again, we'll tie it into that Mr. Miracle where I do think that there was also where you said, we we both said, I told you, and this is, I'll stand by this, and you usually will, you know, make jokes or whatever. Don't make any jokes because I'm telling you that. Batman 50 came out. Mm-hmm. People started losing their minds. It was Wednesday at work, and I said to you, I guarantee you within seven <laughs> days, Mr. Miracle, the last two issues will be delayed. He was going to re- – and it happened. It what? happened. I'm not no smart guy. I'm a I dummy. Know. Yeah, I know. People who listen to this know. But I just – it seems so. When also wrapping it around to him saying, oh, the 50 issues – that was all just the beginning. You don't understand. Shut up. I have set this up. I've been I've been seeding little hints throughout this. I've been telling Banana. all this. It's a hundred issues. So I think that we're making it up as we go. That's mm-hmm. my opinion. And where I told you, where I, I mean, thought quite that it was obvious. kind of a light bulb, it was a light bulb above my head moment, a eureka moment, Most uh, was the head, idea that Tom King went and said, hey, everybody, there will be a wedding. He went on Seth Meyers' show. They said, are they going to get married? Yes. Oh, you're saying yes. 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 When the wedding didn't happen, everybody's like, oh, Dan DiDio wouldn't let it happen. Well, you have Tom King. Oh, he said that it would. Uh, everybody still makes a pass. Oh, but, but you know, he didn't really – he had to. He had to toe the line. He had to do the company deal. But him going back and saying – that this was all 50 issues planned, including that number 50, and that hints were all throughout those first 50, to me, t- tells me that either he's lying about the, the wedding. Because if you're seeding hints through 50 issues that lead to a wedding that doesn't happen, you can't play it both ways. You can't go like, well, I really want it to happen. But I was seeding hints that it wasn't. If you were seeding hints like he claims, which I don't you see, banana? No, no, no. The, the, the big hint that he seeded along the way is that Punch was left-handed right yeah, there. And I, I said, I'm done with his <laughs> mysteries. But yeah, so throughout this, the, the big idea to me was, okay, we're scrambling. We have to come up with this idea that it's not over now. People are losing their mind. I have to convince them that. And anybody who's out there and says, well, we'll see at the end, I'm sure. Of course that they'll get together somehow. Batman and Catwoman will get together somehow because now he's seen what happens when they didn't. That's what's going on now. So you look and back. And recreate that hush story where he stole her heart. 
Well, who else is he going to do with any of this unless it's Bane? Because that's the only major villain that continued throughout that first part of the run. So everything has to come from Bane. It's all made up. And I, what I wish, and I really do wish, that somehow they would have just allowed the wedding in, in a way that would have been what we thought would be like, hey, Kat, you know, we're not really married, but you, you're, you have my heart and we'll be married to each other or whatever, but it won't really. And then go off and, and see what these next 50 issues would have been. Because now this I whole agree. run is just stuck in a rut. It, it, that's what it feels to me. And then you have last issue with Master Bruce. Now, what are we going to do? Greatest hits? When, when's Brave in the Mold Part 2? Because that's certainly coming that at me. some point with Mitch uh, again. So this is, you know, Mitch's second deal with this from that. And it's going to be all art. This is all art, depending on you like it, love it, whatever. Uh, Brandon can't even read I don't it. Like he said it hurt his head. Uh, I think that the art and my whole thing in my review was the art I don't like it, yet I think it is very good for the story that's being told. But the story, story. that's being told drives me nuts because it, if this was just a one-shot, kind of like a Saw, the Professor Pig in Saw with Batman, you know, yeah, I'll go with all it. Right, I still maintain Batman. the deal that throughout all this, if you go back and read this and don't read it, just look at the page progression, look at the art. It comes off to me as more of a nightmare, as a silent issue. And I do think that well, some of this dialogue that, should have been pulled out. Well, it, the thing it, is, it doesn't you serve say dialogue. It's all an inner narration where half of it's talking about, I can't hear. I don't know why. So you might yeah. as well have it just be all silent as well, because but, Batman but, can't yeah, hear. Well, well, even the either. deal where, you have we'll pig when when pig ends up stabbing batman and then batman's like he stabbed me no i don't need you to reiterate that batman i see what's going on and that's why down, that's why yeah copper, I, I think wet. that it would have oh, been very so much better as a silent issue but basically to explain what's happening it looks as if and if it is a dream if it isn't whatever you can even go with the idea that he, batman got knocked out in the cave and yeah. then they gave him the pig you can go with that until the end uh, but then again, maybe it's loss of blood by the end that makes well, him start hallucinating the, more by the end. That's one of the things I actually found interesting about this whole thing. Because usually, you know, we get the books in early so we can do our reviews and whatnot. And as soon as you get it in, you're off to the bathroom at work yeah, to go I'm read off it. To the bathroom. And I'm usually, you know, the week before the book even comes out, you've already spoiled all of Batman for me, whether I want you to or not. For yeah. whatever reason, this issue, I don't know if I didn't look in the Slack chat that we have or not, or if you, we didn't talk about it, we just talked about the art or something like that. Or even if you said to me it was a nightmare – I maybe just thought you meant the arc. It's the nightmare arc. Yeah. I had no idea going into this when I read it earlier today for this podcast that this was an entire issue where it was a dream. So going yeah, well, in, it looks I had like no it. idea. I'm telling you, you had I'm the look, you, the Mr. Ron's Mr. Miracle be, look, But it really <laughs> feels like it by the end. But the whole oh, yeah, thing it should is. Be. It should be a nightmare that he's had. And if you want to go to tie it into the deal and they wanted to, you can say that he's laying in the back cave. He got knocked over the well, head by Thomas like. Wayne and he's having a concussion. Or he could have been given a concussion, sent to Professor Pig. But again, you have to remember the whole you know, scope of this. Bane doesn't want Batman to die. Bane wants to screw with Batman. So is this fear toxin? Is this, it would be something more than because pig, if pig slices up Batman and kills him, Bane's whole game ends. Yeah. There's no game then, and and the setup of all pig these stars, issues. Pig don't stop. 
Yeah. So I, I don't know if, in fact, this is really happening. If it isn't, if he ends up getting wonkier as we go. But it seems like he becomes more and more coherent, though the dialogue starts to get wonky where he starts talking about Pygmalion. Out I don't of know. Nowhere. Is that, that because he lost blood or I, I lost my mind? Because, again, can we go through one issue without quoting some sort of classic literature, fairy tale, mythology? Please. Right. Well, even this whole book. thing where I, I was going before the idea where I knew nothing about this going in for once in my goddamn life. When I started and we started to have this weird thing like the idea. Because yeah, like, what can I, I tell you about it? I ex- couldn't even Exactly. It. I think we were still worrying about other books at the time where I just yeah. wasn't paying attention no, no, to I you. I couldn't but spoil it, I think. The whole thing is where it started out and the whole idea like he's hanging there. He doesn't know why he can't hear. He doesn't know what happened. I was actually intrigued. I'm not a huge fan of Mitch Gerard's yeah. art and the whole thing that's, you know, you know, like aping, you know, the Mr. Miracle style with the wavy lines. Like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know if he's drugged. But I actually found the beginning of this book very interesting until we got back to the same old, same old Tom King tropes where now we're going to repeat what we just dealt with over and over and over again. Yeah. And by the like the middle of it, I'm like, God damn. This. And by the end where it really does appear just to be a dream, like you done fucked me. I was really yeah, like yeah. thinking that you maybe turned a corner here and you were writing something that I get in. But then it just goes back to the normal Tom King thing and see what he can get away with. Yeah, and, and it makes it so that some people are like, oh, you know what? I like this. You get the inner workings of Batman. And like at one point he's like, you know, he has the knife. I let him get the knife. I kept the blood. You have the blood. He has the knife. Really? Please, please just stop. Please stop. But then he gets into the thing where he's trying to kind of get his bearings and then does start saying this doesn't mean that it ties into the rest of this. I see people like it really does progress the series. Why? Because he says Bane. Bane started it. Penguin told you about Bane. No, that's what we call recap. Uh, That is not making the story go forward because by the end of this, all it is is a dream-like story that we're not sure what it is. And at the very end, after he does escape by grabbing a batarang that he tapes to his chest, uh, which doesn't really make sense fully with the art that we're going with and all this. But again, it all works because it's probably not really happening. So everything will work as a dream does. But – The only thing that makes it like, just say you have the art and yeah, the art's a big part of this. Just say it's Michael Yannon on art. Then you're really wondering if it's a dream or not, because the script doesn't really give you much of a dream. It's more of the weird art. But even that, that's a Mitch Gerard style. We saw this in Mr. Miracle. So I can't really pin saying everything is this, that and the other thing. You kind of have to go with it. And where I also see people like, oh, I trust Tom King. He always pays it off at the end, but he doesn't. He, he really doesn't. And we just talked about two very specific things, Batman number 50 and the end of Mr. Miracle. They didn't really pay off with answers. No. They didn't pay off with what was promised in those. So at the end of this, I believe this is just going to be a one shot that maybe this is going to be like, oh, I had a dream about you, Damien. I need to talk to you because you, I think in my head, I think you're crazy. I, I because really just- at the end. I, I want to say the end, it's just Damien. That's the thing is I do want to say it's a dream just because it, this is a bullshit issue, but I don't know. Like we don't know what Thomas Wayne did to him. He's in the back cave. He's trying to remember this entire yeah. issue where like oh, it was Bane. He did this. He did this. And then I had Selena. We just re- recapping the entire yeah. series up to this point. It seems like yeah. Batman yeah, said while he's fending off pig. And again, but, that's almost like a victory lap for people. Again, oh man, he's talking about Catwoman. But like the whole thing is, I don't know if this is, you know, like say it's a fear toxin, say it's just a hallucin- yeah. like an hallucinogen, but like maybe this whole thing is Pig was Damien this entire time and he thought like Damien well, was trying to deal. subdue him from being crazy at him for some reason. Maybe. The, the problem is, is that you have to even really take uh, note at the last couple pages because there's Pig, 
at Batman. They're looking at each other. When the mask goes off, Damien definitely gets shorter. It's yeah. not the same height. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those. And then, which is what really got me and really got me upset. I, <laughs> I admit that when Damien goes wonky as if he's almost like one of those television wonkiness yeah. of Mr. Miracle, I'm like, really, you know, this this isn't the, uh, you know, the the. Uh, peanut butter cup with the chocolate and the peanut butter that go great together. I need my Batman book to be separate. I don't need two great tastes that go great together here. Is this going to be that anytime these two get together, they're going to, you know, in any book, they're going to have to make it look like Mr. Miracle? Because this is a different book. Yeah. Yeah, really. (laughs) It changes the tracking. Yeah, it's just, it ends up. Do people know what that means anymore? No. And if you're there (laughs) and you love. Mr. Miracle, you love Tom King, Mixerage, you might get more out of this. Uh, but I'm here for Batman. I'm here for the whole series. I don't even know what I'm here for now. I, I don't even but know either. Just, I, I know just I'm not here me. for the world's greatest detective, like who apparently likes to call himself that, which he actually loves bothers me. Call, he's, but he's branding himself. But for some yeah, reason, he, he can't keep a train of thought because he can't go. He keeps going back to the thing. Why can't I hear him? Why can't and then, I hear? But him? He and again, is that a thing that's on. a dream? I don't know. It's, at the end, he realizes he he has earplugs in. Oh, oh, that's why I couldn't hear. Uh, It's just nonsense. It's just nonsense. So it would be funny by the end, because this is something we were going to do the wrong turn at one point. It would be funny that the whole time Pig was not talking. Pig was just moving his lips, making it seem like he was talking, like we were going to do the wrong turn. Remember, we were going to talk nonsense. We were going to make up like a language. Hi. Yeah, that's what we're going to do the wrong turn. Like, wrong turn would come in a whole day. Me and Eric would just be like, and then he'd be like, oh, by about like two hours into this, I think that he would think so. <laughs> he would think he's going crazy. Ah, uh, yes. But, and that's about it. I gave it a fuck you five. It's what I gave it because I'm here for this, you know, story. I want to get a continuation. We did end up in two issues ago, something very cool at the end and something we wanted to see the answers. We had seen Thomas Wayne flexing behind Bane this whole time. And we wanted to see what that meant, how yeah. that was explained. And now to get this, it just feels as if Tom King's a little busy. Hey, let's just throw out some things here until we get to the the stuff that we need. Let's pad this. You don't need to pad it. You have a lot of issues until your supposed, you know, 100 plus issue run is over. You know, make them all count. I just figure he needs way more time to make the story make sense because there's no way that it can make sense. He's trying to figure it out. He's trying to figure it out. Now, I know that I asked Wrong Turn what he gave it to. Wrong Turn gives this a fuck you five. There he goes. He went with it. Eric, he was giving that fuck you five. Would, what would you give it? I'm getting a fuck you five as well. I'm not a huge fan of this whole Mitch Gerard style. Like, I like Mitch Gerard's, not this whole I like m- weird, dreamy style that he does with this whole thing. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, when well, it's, we it's had Mr. Mr. Miracle, Mr. Miracle, Mr. Miracle was just sitting around. I like that whole thing, him on the couch for some reason, or just yeah. him as scot free. I like that, but. Usually I was not a huge fan of it. I don't like it here. And the whole idea that this issue really just comes across as a filler issue that is a dream, I find that to be complete bullshit. And then we spent half that dream just reiterating the same things over and over again. It really upset me. So fuck you, five. And, is and, yeah, and again, it. this is the other thing is there might, there's probably going to be people, well, you have to wait to see how this ties in later by the end of this Nightmare's arc. But the no, thing I'm is, good. no, we don't. <laughs> we don't because do here's, here's where we are. We're reviewing it right now. 
We're reviewing this issue that came out. If they, if DC puts it out and expects people to buy it, then they better expect that we're going to come with the with the heat. Come on with the here heat. Here I am. I'm gonna you know, you, you like got the hurricane. heat, the cold. Oh my God! What are we doing next? <laughs> what, what is this? Is this is it Friday or is this, this supposed to be fun time? Fun time fun? Friday. No, I'm not having fun talking about this. I mean, getting together with you is awful enough. Oh. I got to talk about this stuff. Hey, no fun. Where's Ron? Don't you start saying, what what else? What other nonsense songs do you like? You like every song that as a kid, I was like, boy, nobody likes that song. Oh, my. As a kid, it was every song that you said, I can't let anybody know I like listening to this. Oh, yeah, no, no. Here's the deal. is as I was growing up, and this is where it'll really point out these songs that you like, like Alphaville's Forever Young. I needed to have songs that I would go to my hockey games and get fired up listening to. I'm not going and and getting to a hockey game. Like an Egyptian. Forever young, I'm singing to myself. <laughs> Send me an angel. Uh, That's one of your favorites. Uh, right now, <laughs> right now. Oh, I don't need that. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's not good. It's not good. That's I what I like about being an adult. Because even as a kid, like can't let anybody know I listen to this. Now as a daughter, I don't care. I can listen to all the silly that music is, I that like. That is very true. It's true of a lot of things. Like you have the one guy at our work. Like as a kid, I'm sure he would not want to admit that he shits his pants three no. times a week. But hey, as an adult, you're allowed to do that, Oosh. right? No. No. You're not. No. One thing that really – the one thing that shocked me uh, as a boy, Eric, I'm a boy. As I'm a, a boy. real boy. <laughs> as you get older, you realize that one of the one of the biggest things that you're very – you know, you don't want to tell anybody is masturbation, obviously, you know, as you're growing up. And then all of shamed. a sudden it becomes like the only thing you talk about. <laughs> There's like this weird spot that all of a sudden That's it becomes everything. That's the college. Yeah, 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 really. Actually, it was like (laughs) sophomore year for me. Everybody started bragging about it. I still was kind of like, eh, you know. And and then it became a weird thing where – and then there were people who were having contests and stuff. I'm like, now you stepped over a line again. I, I don't need to do that. I'm going home. I'm going to the dorm. <laughs> Sayonara, John sucker. Just out in a dark yeah, room I know. That's together. what I'm saying. That's why people found out that John uh, Paul McCartney said that him, John, and all the rest of the Beatles would sit around in the dark and masturbate together, just not each other, but yeah. together. And people are sitting there and like, what is that? Well, that's like, when you know you're spending that? too much time that's, with people. That's my sophomore year at WVU. <laughs> at one point, we were all getting ready to go to a football game game and uh my buddy well, jamie and, and our, starts masturbating. Our, no i'm telling you my buddy jamie and my buddy chip uh, i'm looking for i'm like where are they they're taking a shower together only because we we, we were pressed for time, pressed for time i'm like Jen, what's going what on here i mean we're pressed for time uh, pressed, yes. uh, in other ways it seemed I it was know. a tight they, squeeze they just, and, and they were also it was weird I, i'm like well, hey what's going on they, they just pull the curtain they're taking a shower and hey, uh, they in, also Jim. had Plenty they also had like I'm telling you two six packs in the the shower it was very odd time I'm a very odd time forever young I wish that I was forever <laughs> no, not forever young next is Justice League number fifteen Ah, uh, here we go Eric read by go. James Tynan with story by Scott Snyder and this continues the whole deal James Tynan seems to be writing the scripts a lot on these Justice yeah. League and I, I don't know about you. I can tell. Art by Jim Chung, who's back on this, and I thought the art was really good here. Yeah, Steven actually, it's Segovia way better than I remember. As well. 
Uh, there's also Steven Segovia on it. Mark Morales, Tamei Moray, Will Quintana, and Tom Napolitano. Uh, Just the League has jumped around a lot between Drowned Earth and Legion of Doom issues, and then last issue was off the Thenagar Prime. That's where we stay this issue, and while we get some things Hot that may world, intrigue bitches. me, it is just secrets on to mysteries, and James Tynan needs to stop the be- stop being so chatty, or at least make sure his yakety yak Eric holds water a page after saying it. Let's discuss. <laughs> uh, yeah, Th- this this issue has the deal. Now, I will tell you, when we get to this part, there is a very Ocean's Eleven vibe at yeah. one point. I understand that, though I've never seen any of the movies, Eric. Uh, the Ocean's out. movies, the Ocean movies, I, I think, like are enough 12. that you end up ending up uh, seeing enough of the scenes that pretty much I've seen the movies. I just haven't seen the movies. But it, it just is another long bucket list of my movies I haven't seen. Uh, but... The Ocean's Eleven stuff is there in in name only, really, and then it all falls apart. You start off on Earth, though, and you see the Trinity there with Starman, and it's just kind of to remind you of the last issue. He's about to explode, Uh, and he's like, you know, I'm going going nuclear, and you have Superman like, hey – I, I could almost destroy the Earth, but the energy coming off them, and then Batman, don't. All right, here we go. We go off to Thanagar Prime, and where we left last issue, you did have Kendra, Martian Manhunter. They were all about to be killed, especially Kendra there with the mace, right? I believe they yeah. were all there. The problem is they duped it's them, but only duped them with one time. person here. It's only, There's only one, though. What, I, ha- I, what I did just, they think happened to the other two? I'm telling you, I just I, want I to know understand. when all of this took place, where the duping began, where, you know, we started doing the Martian mind freak and, you know, screw over thing where it made yes. all the other Hulk people look like, you know, Kendra, Martian Manhunter, and John here because – I just want to know when it's the switch con. happened. Exactly. I'm telling you. Yeah, they, it's they a just long come. con. And the whole idea, too, where we had this, we had to spell it out last issue. Yeah, I can't go into her mind. She's probably got shieldings up yeah, in there. We're they doing said all this we stuff. can't go into Shire's yeah, mind because she has shielding. Plus, she would know yeah. and then know something's up, but ends up doing it anyway. Apparently, and ends up she doing it nothing. in a way. Yeah. They can't and afford like shielding on Thetacard Prime. Where do they think that, uh, you know, John and John are? Where do you think the Johns are in this scenario? Because you only have Kendra there. Martian Manhunter implanted a thought that they were never there. They, yeah. I mean, where does it where does it begin and end? You have Savage Hawkman. He's about to kill Kendra. And that's when he breaks out of his thing because it's not Kendra there. It's actually a just a Hawkman. It's, a it's one of the Thanagarians. Yeah. It's a guard. And he's like, please, please, it's me. Chris I thought he's, also. He's pissed his Thanagarian pants. Oh, my God. Freaking with the yeah. Savage Hawkman also, looming down on him. doesn't say anything up until then. Like, he waits till that point. Also, just the we're idea. Game. You know, oh, we're just so, goofing around like guys do. Yeah, you know, we're just fooling <laughs> around like guys. All of a sudden, at the end. And I thought also that. I thought that the progression of the story here, I think some people might have been thrown off because you have, you know, you have Kendra. Then all of a sudden it's like, Empress, Empress, it's me. Please, I'm not the Earth hero. And I think some people might have been very confused. I had to double check because I'm like, I didn't realize at first that it wasn't Kendra because, you know, she's done up like a Thanagarian. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. That's my biggest problem is you have a Thanagarian, Thanagarian like, oh, no, they ended up fooling us. She says, I know they're going to the vault. Let's go to the vault and and catch them. This is where everything starts falling apart because it starts with the John, John and Kendra going off to his old apartment 
for no reason. I thought they this go was into a this closet. Apartment. Yeah, they go in. I thought this was a closet. No, no, this is where I was. It does tie into a little of when he had his little room at the, uh, you know, the Hall of Justice when they went through right. the rooms and they showed he didn't need anything. And also that he could make. Remember when Aquaman and Wonder Woman were talking to like, I, I was there and he made it look like this. He made it look like that. I, I'm telling That's you. fine and dandy. Why are they there except to change back into their regular things? Why? Oh, Why are that, they getting the out of this ruse? We go into this room that is, you know, Martian Manhunter's secret apartment kind of thing, which just seems to be, you know, a box kind of thing, you know, a one yeah. room little thing where there shouldn't be anything. I want to see like, you know, the fourth wall, what's against that? Because they start talking about, you know, I can alter its appearance if it suits him. Like, what is in here that's bothering John Stewart so Yeah, and also much? just that, the the best to me is, number one, like I said, this is one of those things that happen in TV movies, all that. They have a disguise that's pretty good. They they are the wingmen. They're, they're in the Guardian Guards yeah. right here. Why change to your normal look? They go into this deal. Now, he doesn't have the plan yet. He, doesn't he can't want to tell me each other. Yeah, he can't. He can't tell me that it's because he has this plan because he gets the plan later. Where he says, "I have a kernel of a plan." So at this point, they have a perfect disguise. Take a side route to undo that disguise. Then John, out of nowhere, is like, "I know that we're you know really pressed for time, but if you want me to, I can change up the room a little. I, I can make it look like something." And even Kendra finally like. Stop it, guys. We're under, you know, we're in a hurry. Also, the these things I'm learning, it's secrets on top of secrets. I'm getting sick of this. Tell I hate me about it. I'm it, with Kendra. her. I'm with her because then James Tynan seems like he is painting himself into a massive corner. And he says, Marcia, no Marsha Manhunter then says, which is going to explain what's going on with Qatar later, yes. where he's like, it the was Savage strange. Hawkman. He had no mental shields, but I couldn't access his mind because at this point, he really doesn't have a mind. So he says that. So then John calls him on it. It's like, huh, well, wouldn't that mean that you can't really change him to think he has an illusion? Why would he fall for this switch up? And also, wouldn't he have known the minute that he grabbed on to this Hawk guard? Well, we got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's never answered. He's like, yep, it's time to cut to the chase. And, and <laughs> like, what, what happened? The, you you actually expected a Star Wars a swipe right there. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm telling you, I wanted them to just stand there and, and look over at the camera, like, you know, look at their uh-huh. watch, and then we go on because it's never explained. You have a big problem with what you wrote. You have set up one of your characters in the story to have a problem with this logic of what you did. And oh, you never answer it. Time to go you to the never dark answer. He's like, hey, we got to find out what we're up against. And then you, you have where John, and this is where I'm telling you, I have a lot of problems because then John Stewart, who last issue said, man, I heard some rumors about this planet. I didn't think they were real. Now he's heard decades worth horror of stories, stories horror about, about this vault. in a vault. The vault, all of a sudden, he knows all about horror stories, people getting trapped. Oh my God. He even, the vaults cover the entire interior core of the planet. Hundreds of square miles. Where'd you get now, this? I'm telling you, not before, only that, you but just the, had nothing. Exactly. But the whole thing before, we had, like, during Metal, we find out about Thanagar Prime, this planet that nobody knows exists, this great secret, like, you know, you have Thanagar. This is the real Thanagar that it's, you know, yeah. phasing in and out of space and time. Nobody knows about. That was goddamn Gringo, like, what is it? What did you tell me it was? The Green Gods it's from Green Gods. Harry Potter. It's, it's Harry just a Potter goddamn now. bank planet. Now yeah, that's people all come it is. And deposit box and so, shit. And then John, now all of a sudden, after last 
issue saying that he thinks it's bullshit. He's got to talk to the Guardians. The stuff with all the, the Green Lanterns doesn't make sense to him. He's wooing people at the party to try, you know, thinks that a servant girl will know what's going on with the Green Lanterns. Now, all of a sudden, he's full out. You know what? Uh, Green Lanterns, we, we don't have sovereignty. He, now he's a lawyer. And he's whoa, like, whoa, we, we don't whoa. have jurisdiction here. Oh, my what God. And then, to yeah, Martian Manhunter. Hey, but what people. about them kidnapping the keep? And they're, they're killing people. What are they going to do that? Well, even if it isn't, that should be what, why we investigate. I'm like, you are a flip-flopper. <laughs> what are we doing here, John? Go, Get your head in the game. I, yeah. So then all of a sudden Martian Manhunter is like, let me think. Oh, I have a kernel of a plan. And then as <laughs> they tell there, you about the Thanagarian calls. They still the seem to be just in this apartment. And he's going to tell you, and this is where James Tynan, where I say the yakety yak, all of a sudden it's John, it's John John's telling you the complete history of the vault and how people can end up getting things. Now, this is Jesus, the Ocean Eleven Jesus. moment where you're, you're getting the plan, but you're not getting a plan. You're getting a history of the vault. I really, it, it really doesn't pay off um, knowing Johnny, this history like, because you're I like told to make things fun. that I like to make, make Sorry, I like to make fun of you with the whole joke that the Griff- Get Fresh crew has where you don't like the readings and the words are yeah. hard and everything like that. I love yeah, going they over are. This is a slog of a book to get through yep. with all the yakety yak yeah. that James Tynan throws in This is in what here. I'm telling you. And now I'm, I'm starting now, and I'll tell you, everybody, when we do this podcast, there's never a time that we're going to claim that we are the authority of anything. I thought and I was I the authority. I, well, no. The, you, you may be in your mind. But we're oh. just regular guys reading these comics. No. And, well, yeah. But so <laughs> I I will listen to other people and you know yeah. a lot of times where and people will notice that we're in the slack chat talking about things and people will mention things they'll say things and that does kind of go into the you know this whole tapestry of a podcast where i'll get somebody says this oh my god they're right let's do that uh the yakety yak in my mind this isn't been something that i've said since episode one it's really starting to bother me now and and I'm evolving in kind of how I want to explain because I'm trying to explain. Yeah, what the joke is, I don't like reading. Where I don't like it is, what I don't like is when we get a lot of over narration. And this is kind of the thing that I think is the poster child for this. We get a lot of information that then becomes nothing the next page. And that's where the yakety yak. I don't need to hear because they go through the idea that to get something into the Thanagar Prime vault, you have to get a hold of Thanagar Prime. I don't know how you do that even, but you, you get a hold of them Faxon. and apply. You apply and say, hey, I want to store this you know, artifact in your deal. It says that this can take... Year upon year for them to go through the thing. Then they go to your planet. I don't even know how many solar cycles it's going to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was seven for these, the the Dominators. They ended up. So what you're being told is then the Thanagarians, they go to your planet to check out what you are going to store to see if it's on the up and up, see if it's worth it, see whatever. So they go there. Then they go back. Then you get the word. They send a ship that you get into with no windows because you can't have the, you know, before it was that it phased in and out. Now it's the fact that you can have a star map to get to it. So you'll never even know. They've gone through all of these things. And this is where John then must come up with a plan of I know. And also when you get there, they tag you. They also bioscan you. They know exactly where you are. If you go off route, they can blow you up with this tag. They the also can pretty shut much. the they can shut the vault down and and get all the you know oxygen out of it. Though I would think that there's some aliens that may not deal with it, whatever. Yeah. But they can they can seal oxygen, the vault. Oxygen. 
all of these things that they can do and where John's plan is you get all of this over and over. And yeah, this can be a smart thing to hear all of these measures. They pretend they're the kryptonite. They pretend that they're the kryptonite, that the Dominator spent seven years waiting to take to Thanagar Prime. Where's Where the is the original kryptonite? kryptonite? Why would they have left the kryptonite aside somewhere and not I been near know. it when they say that it's worth 80 billion credits right now on the black market? Then they show up at the front door there, which doesn't even seem like it seems a little willy nilly for everything we've seen. And the guard there, the guard of the vault Tony, says, everybody's okay, waiting in a what line do you- like the goddamn DMV to get in here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it's just like they're all standing around. You shouldn't have individuals behind each other whatever you can have end up uh, mortal enemies of planets in there they and all this so you end up there and the guy says okay what are you planning on putting in here well what are you taught you like you don't know i already filled up my form seven solar cycles ago and triplicate motherfucker what do you bother me now for all of this about how much they make sure also where you're going with the deal where tynan's like he thinks he's clever they care about the people, not about what's being stored. So what you're telling me is me and you could get a hold of them seven, you know, cycles, like the, you know, cycles. Uh, go, kind of hey, we're going to store uh, this iPad. And they're like, OK, that it's said and done. When we get there, the iPad has a nuclear bomb in it. So we're going to blow up. Yeah, like, no, that's just the briefcase with so, a bomb. And I they don't know what I'm yeah, bringing anymore. Yeah, they already they checked they that seven years it, ago. Though, and this is the other thing. They scan it. We have been told. Everything about these precautions and everything. Boy, this doesn't match up to the radiations that we think it's going to be. Oh, you know, the sun here, does it? Okay, you can go. And that's the thing is it's weird because if we were continuing on with the idea that the Dominators were the disguises of John and Martian Manhunter and Kendra or whatever, and they had to come up with a ruse real quick because having a big piece of kryptonite like this, Green K, talking about the binary solar system we have. And it's huge. Yeah, it's a gigantic shard. Like, you know, it's bigger than a person. And the whole thing is, oh, your binary star system is actually empowering. I'm like, that's not how kryptonite works. You know, Kryptonians have the biology to absorb sunlight. This is an irradiated piece of their homeworld. This is just a piece. It doesn't make it more radioactive with sunlight. It's just radioactive to Kryptonians because it's the radiation of their home world. Yeah. That's not so how that's this works. The, and the whole idea also, is like, oh, the radiation's <laughs> off because, you know, oh, because the, we're going to store it here to make it more powerful. But you're that's putting what it we're in a do. big old vault down in the yeah. middle of the goddamn There's not planet. Sunlight. What are you doing? There's, sunlight. There's no sunlight there. And, and so the whole process. It doesn't make any of sense. This slog of a right reading of the narration and all these precautions fall apart because they don't really do what's being said it's it, it's laughable about how ridiculously they are fooled here because what it is is john making a construct of kryptonite around him kendra and john yeah. you know john trying John's to get the radiation signatures right with the construct and so when they Mess get it up a there bit. and they and also the idea that kendra or shaira already knows they're heading to the vault why, why wouldn't they seal the vault? Why yeah. wouldn't they have sealed the vault ahead of time? Why wouldn't they seal the vault that the, you know, that like the, they know John's going for the keep? Even seal when, the vault with the keep. Even when the guards there looking at, you know, bioscanning the kryptonite, like, well, this is a little off. And then Shaira, Carter Hall, and the guard, the wing guards come in like this. Oh, looks like something's up. You better move along there. Like, why don't you stop everybody <laughs> in the tracks when the Empress shows up and seems to have a problem? Yeah. No, they're just move along. And they the dominators look at each other. Now, again, these dominators have spent seven years to get this kryptonite to store it. And it's worth 80 billion. Where is it? Because we don't, don't ever find out because now it's just it a construct. Matter. Then 
Then James Tynan gets it that they break out of this construct. John's like, oh, man, I need to brush up on my isotopes. It's a construct. Yeah, but it's you, a construct. you can will a radio. There is president yeah. in, in, in uh, DC Comics for to make kryptonite weird. with it. Yeah. But why would he know how to do it? He's, I got to brush up on my isotopes. It is Every, stupid. In case you got to take down a Superman sometime. Yeah, and then you have John there, and he ends up, uh, John Johns, Martian Manhunter, ends up going and being a Thanagarian god who he's going to scare people. They Pretty go, scary. they start fighting the Dominators. The Dominators actually say then, which also doesn't make sense for the seven year process and all that, that they were actually there because Shaira is gathering weapons against Earth, and that was one of the weapons, which would make sense from the beginning. If they would have been like, oh, these dominators, they didn't go through the whole process. And even this it's whole something thing that's too. been pushed in, but it wasn't. They said well, all these things. The thing is, and they on. talk about the weapon of Pathanagar Prime, this great weapon that they have. So like, I still thought they were talking about the Phoenix Cannon that we had him, like, you know, yeah, uh, no. Dark Knight's it's, Metal. Yeah, and it may be one of because them, because they're that saying that everybody's gathering. That could destroy yeah. Earth and everything like this. But now we're gathering a stock of, like, a, a stockade of weapons to go against yeah. the metahumans of Earth because they keep messing up everything. And it's like, yeah. but, but that just happened like two months ago. What are you so, talking about? And then at the one point, John ends up uh, pretty much Darth Vadering uh, the Dominator and blocks the oxygen from reaching his brain. So he fall, knocks out. And then they say to Marsh Manor, hey, you go ahead. Go find the keep where we do this again. Where is the idea that you just press a button and seal these vaults? Seriously. John just goes off. Well, you it, can't Shaira seal the vaults because for some it. reason you have to have the Green Lantern Corps show up who don't have yeah, jurisdiction Yeah, because then the here. Green Lantern Corps shows up out of nowhere, tells John, You're, give us your ring. And he's like, it's it's a little more complicated than that. For some and reason. And you end up then with Martian Manhunter talking this to the key. Green Lantern ring. I don't get it. I know. I don't know. But the, you have Martian Manhunter and the – the keep, which is all of the information stored from the Martian civilization yes. there on the planet being held, uh, now says, I've been used now to be the Absorbiscon with the Absorbiscon. It's a, a new thing modified that with, absorb- Absorbiscon. Yeah, a new modified, plus with the idea that nth metal is becoming really powerful, the source of all energy, all this combined is making it so that if somebody with power has the Absorbiscon, you can pretty much turn thought into reality yes and that's Hence how, how they we ended have up, our brain dead how carter they hall. made carter hall qatar, and where sorry. it ties into qatar at the beginning was kind of cool is when they all went like oh no we've been duped sometimes that is better well say to qatar hey my love we will fix you this is just an aside we will get you back and so you had that and that's where kendra and even it's such a weird thing too because to the savage back. hawkman what they seem to be talking about last issue when he saw the savage hawkman show up and even the idea that the death of hawkman miniseries that we had before where qatar died you know from Destro, uh, yeah. uh despero um the whole thing seemed to be that was in continuity but like i don't remember shaira yeah. and qatar being anything the last time we saw anything of that continuity i thought she hated him something fierce so yeah, i had and, no and, idea where we are this, and all of this anymore the keep even says to us like listen Thanagar Prime is is phony. This is all a dupe. Like, and you know, maybe it's kind of a cool thing that they duped to get in there to get duped, but whatever. And said, like, if the universe knew how, you know, on a thread Thanagar Prime and Thanagar is, because Thanagar that's destroyed the race. I don't know how this all comes about, especially from the little bit of time since Anamar Sin left from metal and all that. But she you have Shaira, she is trying to rebuild 
the Thanagarian, you know, the yeah. empire in a way a that's new, in a in a sham way, but in a sham way sham that wow. as they're kind of pointing it out, sham wow indeed, because by the end, it does kind of become the reality then. Yeah. So it's fake it till you make it with the Thanagarians right now. And I do like that ending. Then you get a really crazy ending. Now we want answers we're getting more mysteries because by the end, I'm still looking for answers then, for the first six issues. Well, I know this is what I'm saying. And then we get a new one because there you go back to Earth and you have Starman. He's tied up with somehow the lasso has grounded him. It's a grounding well, wire that, now. But the whole thing, too, that one of the secrets that cannot be let out that they're keeping, oh, you know, not only the key for the idea that she can, you know, use the absorber sky with all the information yeah. that she has and the Martian power of telepathy and whatnot, but the idea that, like, the the reality that existed before we can't let this out that there was a multiverse that existed before. Well, that's what that's created. what that's what Starman says. Then, especially well, I'm saying the keep was talking about says, as well. Yeah, yeah, but the whole idea yeah. about the you know people have been online talking about this like oh because at first when I heard people before I read the issue I thought they were talking about the universe that existed before and what we had with Relic before and even like the Lost Army and Edge yeah. of Oblivion stuff that we had. But talking about the idea that the oh it's the multiverse that existed before our own like. Well, if Doomsday Clock isn't doing what it's supposed to be doing anymore, bringing yeah, and stuff supposedly back, supposedly it's not going to do what it was exactly. supposed to do. Exactly. Now, is it just yeah. who's picking up the goddamn reins now, saying the multiverse that exists before? Is that the pre-Flashpoint multiverse well, and, you're talking and about? Basically, what and what I was told, you know, what we have heard from a bunch of people is the idea that instead of this Doomsday Clock resetting the universe, something's going to do with the you know source wall energy, source wall stuff like that. So that would lead you to think that possibly. Possibly this other universe, though Perpetua sudden, like, being the the well, one who's in charge. I, I don't know weird, about but, all this Perpetua stuff, but I'm just saying, even the stuff like you, we talked about, Young Justice on the Patreon spotlight this week. You know, a lot of things yeah. in that series didn't make sense. Could we eventually somehow tie it all around that the source wall energy leaking out into the universe is what's allowing people to have these memories of things out of nowhere Maybe. that we never had and before? And this is what Can we, we kind of hope they would we'd explain it. Now, you don't realize that I just looked it up, and another name for Perpetua is Pandora. That's not true. Oh. I mean, if all of a sudden I'm like, you don't realize that every Rebirth number one issue had Perpetua in it. you got to realize no, another my. name for Perpetua is Motion. Well, if I found We're out that that was Weapon of Perpetual was Pandora, I mean, that would be crazy. I but saw yeah, her you, die. You I don't would, want any uh, more yes. of the freaking seven hey, deadly sins or that. Baby. But yeah, you said the whole deal is maybe this is the idea of the past continuity. So yeah. th- that is something that intrigues me by me the too. end. It's just that middle section. And and not not only just the idea that it made no sense from what was explained, but you are in the middle of what should be an Ocean's Eleven. You're in the middle of what should be a Fast and the Furious. I mean, you're on a planet that has a vault that you want to break in. This should lead to excitement. This should lead to a fast pace that by the time I'm done the issue, I'm like, holy moly, I got to calm down. Oh, my God. Cool your jets, Jimmy. Cool your jets, Jimmy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. I sat in the I middle where it's supposed to be. Cool your jets, a, Jimmy. Cool your jets, Jimmy. You, you may have him later. Uh, <laughs> that The idea of where I really think that it's supposed to start picking up and like, oh, man, you know, breakneck speed, breakneck Eric. There, there you go. Uh, 
it slowed down to a screeching halt, and then you went against it after already going against that whole deal. Of, hey, uh, Martian Manhunter, how did Carter Hall, how did he think that that was going on if he doesn't have a mind? How were you controlling a mind that wasn't there? The, the best part is, <laughs> yeah, in my yeah. mind, is that you start out with that weird cold open, not even a cold open, just the idea, you know, back on Earth, Starman, he's about to explode. Yeah. Our Justice League's got some problems. Okay, off to Hawkworld, where we go through this slog of information to learn about the yeah. vault and how we're going to get into the vault and what, you know, the keep's up to. Just for the keep to tell us the information that Starman's about to tell everybody yeah. else on Earth now that the lasso has grounded him and he yeah, can d- see the d- totality, d- yeah. even though they don't have the totality. No. And yeah, that's the other thing. Starman's like, listen, thank you for grounding me with the lasso. Whatever. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I, I never wanted to hurt anyone. I'm not bad. Which I we, know Starman. We we'll Peyton come uh, we down. Know. I know yeah. And then, and then he's like, hey, you know, the totality, it connects me to every corner of the universe. I can Good. see your friends Good. now. But you don't have the totality. You know, now, it. It, again, it, there's or something in his you? mind. But that was the something that they <laughs> said Lex kind of I, messed around with. It. It's one of those I weird know. things. Where, you I know, think this, he's this, lying, this, though he I, has the, the lasso around him. So I, hey. I don't know the size of the totality. It looks like about the size of a basketball. I don't know that. Maybe when you know, yeah. the Legion of Doom, like he just shoved that totality down Will Peyton's throat. All right, you hide this yeah. until they leave. i got to make a hologram mm. over here to make the like, they I, got the totality. I can see the source wall. And more than anything, I can feel her eye. Whose eyes? You know, Perpetua. He's like, oh, I'm going to tell you a story. Here we go again. Let me tell you you a story. Everybody's telling stories. I just wish the writers would tell a story. Yeah, really. oh my shade. No, I'm talking. <laughs> How dare you? That's no, shade, shade, buddy. It oh is a my. lot of shade. The thing is, we are so many issues in the Justice League now, and I still want the answers to the stuff that were set up at the beginning. Umbrax, freaking you know, the stuff. Umbrax. Oh, I want to know well, about you all know. these seven dark energies that were unlocked when the source well, wall I'm broke. Starting and all to think stuff, that this and I'm book- not getting anything. And, and it's it's a weird thing to think of a book biting off too much that it can chew, but it kind of did. You have a story here that takes these breaks for the Legion of Doom issues. Then you have Drowned Earth. You, you've had too much, and we're we're and then left I gotta wonder if the, you know the, a lot the, the, of questions. The tier of extinctions an artifact or a freaking you know one of these seven energies. I don't know. Yeah, and then you thought it was a tear. Shut I up. mean, really, it's throwing your, your dummy. Oh no, the, the key being to the a dummy, of the and gods. then it really gets crazy. Yeah, yeah, really. It, the it's the graveyard it's of the gods, just, you know. There's, I give it credit for a lot of big ideas. I give it credit for at points being very exciting. I got a lot I of big ideas. Can't give I can't credit freaking see them through either. Give me some credit. What, what's your big ideas? Get up Flying in the morning. Cars. That's your biggest one. Flying <laughs> Get up cars. in the morning. Jetpacks. <laughs> That's just saying you're just, you These just are my ideas. you wake up out of nowhere. Uh teleportation. Mm, you just say big idea, boy. She's she's dancing. Calling you just a favorite making human. me breakfast. It's a pretty big you're idea. Smoking. <sighs> Get me to work Getting on to work. time. <laughs> some pretty uh, big ideas. Big ideas. Never come through, but there's some pretty big ideas. ideas. Hey. There are Uh-oh. big ideas. <laughs> uh, what would you give this? I was telling you, I was actually higher till we started talking about it, and I still it's just rough this series so far and this issue just it spends a lot of time doing nothing just to come to the same conclusion that our heroes on earth come to with, like without yeah. all the nonsense involved so i have to give this just for the art alone and just for the the the, the big like ideas jim 5.5 5 out ideas. of 10 <laughs> i i went 6 on the site i'm going to go down the 5.5 5. uh, i got to go down a little after we talk uh, there's just a lot of problems yeah i mean really i was having just for some the fun scene with alone, like you're the talking ending. about like you know oh he's a he's a mindless construct of what he was well how can this happen to, uh, 
Moving on. <laughs> he does, the best is he doesn't even go like, eh. You know, I wish he would have just have Marsha Manor say, you know what? Mysteries, eh? Life, eh? Life, Just have that. Eh? It's like, hey, go, go ask who you're just Say Jimmy. la like, vie. No. Say la vie. Oui, oui. Yeah, nothing. Forever, and then he just starts Going singing forever there. young. Oh, and then, then I'll kill him. <laughs> He's just there like, hey, you know, you know what they say. And that's it. Send you never know what angel. they say. It's just like the catchphrases we get from everybody about certain books. Like yeah. they just keep saying the same thing. But yeah, uh, nonsense. But we're going to stop uh, the reviews for a second to go off to some mail mm. right about now. section number one if you want to be part of the show you can mail us at weird science dc comics at gmail.com and you will become a star Ooh, a star let me get to my email i gotta get the right a, a, a star just like one lady jessica she she's pretty much a star right would you consider her she's something oh my she is she so is she's something. a ball of gas Indeed. She she's something, all right, Eric. Something indeed. You, you got that. She is something. What are you saying something, about Lady Jessica? Something all right. Hold on, let me get right. to, let me go call I, her I, in. We'll I, see what's going oh on. No, <laughs> no, I said that she's something. All right. 
something. <laughs> the first mail is from Louise. I'm a little giddy. A little bit. I, I was thinking, I, I think that since we're talking about making up songs, uh, I think that I do have a theme song for you coming up. It may not be done this week, oh. but I do have that. But can we do the song like, we're just two guys and we're doing a podcast, doing a podcast. Put the, put the, I think we just did. Did we? Right there. Send it to the press. Oh, my God. We're just two guys. <laughs> Here's Louise with the first mail. Hello, hello, hello. Get fresh crew. Boop, 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 boop. I wish I had a – oh, my God. I hit the badass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Off the rails. I, I went I, – I was just going to say I don't have a whoop, whoop or a poop, poop, but I do have that. Segregator. I have Segregator, Reggie. got the badass I, roll call. I, I need a poop, poop now. And I – wait, 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 wait. I did get that. Oh, it's What up, fresh carp There you go, Eric. See? Edit that out, Jeff. I hope your holidays and your new year was great, everyone. I know it is a little late, but happy 200. But to be honest, everyone knows. Everyone knows 210 is the real milestone. That's what I'm saying. Milestone, bitches. Yeah, that's right. So just a quick update. Uh, Business still going well. I can't complain. I work about 10 to 15 hours a week, and I'm making what I made in 40 hours a week. Now I'm getting jealous. That's so awesome. At my old job, that is amazing. That is awesome. I work 10 to 15 hours a week only because I can never get my ass into work. It's true. I just don't like getting there in the morning. You have to pretty much force me into that way. My only problem is I have so much free time, I'm bored. So I joined this AMC Shut up, movie Luis. theater program <laughs> called so AMC A-List. I know. <laughs> he has the AMC A-List. It's like their version of movie pass, yeah. he says. Three movies a week. It can be IMAX, 3D, standard, or any other uh, with that. So I've been going to the theater three times a week, watching every movie that comes out. Nice. A few good ones and a lot of crap. But you should watch Aquaman, <clears throat> Spider Man, Ding, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Ooga, and the new Escape Room. Not great, but a lot better than I thought. Nya, nya, nya. I, I, I like don't know if sound sounds effects? mean anymore. Those are good sound effects. Oh, are they? <laughs> How does the nonsense thorn, horn go? How, I don't uh, even remember that now. Uh, there we go. That's it's like, a, a it's like when you get a goal. I just did it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm saying you have all the sounds at your fingertips. No, I don't. I don't have that one anymore. Oh, there you go. There you that go. one, though. Fuck Escape me. Room might not be a good movie for the cellar dweller. Or it might be a good movie for the cellar dweller to review. Ding! <laughs> Also, I add a few books to my pull list now. I'm reading Red Hood. Ding! Catwoman. (sighs) Detective. These mouth sections. Action comics. (laughs) Superman. (laughs) Batman. (laughs) That laughs. I don't even know what he's reading. I have no idea. <laughs> Doomsday Clock. Justice League. Teen Titans. Flash. Shazam. Ding! And I picked up, did you like that one? That was an alarm clock. And I picked up the new Young Special Justice, Ed, but I haven't podcast. read it yet. I also got myself a Nintendo Switch to kill. So he is really, he <laughs> needs something to do. Oh my God, he's getting himself a Nintendo Switch. It's Eric's dream life. Uh, sometime played non- nonstop for a month now. I'm bored of it. I'll play on and off now, but whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. I guess that's about it. So keep Back it to the movies for me. And I'll see you on the 7. What's that? I got to go and clock in for two hours? Oh, no. 
Oh, Luis, you're living the dream. You are living the dream indeed. Worst part is, I, I don't remember what his new job is, if he told us or not. I'm like, tell yeah, me. Hook a brother up, Luis. What's yeah, going really. On? I mean, it, I, I would think, though, that you might have to shy. Speaking of me, I didn't shy. I get there late. You didn't show up two of the days this week and drive me nuts. I missed you the one day. I was so Aww. bored. I did. I was just bored. Sitting there, and I think it was Wednesday, right? You missed Monday and Wednesday. I have no Wednesday's idea. Wednesday's the big day that I like to talk about the books with you, and we spend all day talking about the books. I just sat there talking to myself. Hey, wrong turn. Come uh, over here. I want to tell you about the Batsmans. Yeah, yeah. Come over here. I want to tell you about the soups, the mans. The next email is, and thank you, Luis, and enjoy all week. that free time. Eh, maybe I did. You don't know. He was in Justice League a little, right? We I just guess. talked about that. He was in that. Oh my, little. he's he, going to explode. He said he was going to, you know, uh, kick, kick, curb, stomp the planet or something. I don't know. Yep, John Wayne next. <laughs> John Wayne says, Howdy, Pilgrims. Howdy, Pilgrims. I found the sound clip. I'm going to try and write in more often since you guys always mention how the GFC doesn't write in as much anymore. It's because everybody's you, yapping over did, there. At the, look what you did. They're, they're yapping at the slack. Sure. So it makes, it makes Eric work more. It's 1 a.m. <laughs> in California, and I'm drunk, so I'm going to ramble a right. bit. Yeah, and that sounds like Monday, every Monday for John Wayne, from what he tells me. He didn't tell me shit, Eric. I'm just saying just that. First, though, Jim, I hope, the, I hope the kids have decided to be nicer to you and stop wasting nope. your money in the new year. Nope. And, Eric, I hope the floodgates of insults, Jim, open, haven't been too overwhelming with the new following policy. Just from you nope. for some reason, baby. Yeah, really. <laughs> Got a few things I want to chat with y'all, and that's the first one. I apologize to Jim's blood pressure in advance. Fuck Tom King's nonsense. Uh I'm not uh talking about his books uh, anymore. I don't read them. But just his Twitter bullshit. I got upset the other day when he posted his new, quote, following policy. It's actually more about blocking policy. I don't read them either, but Jim keeps me appraised of what's going on on the tweets of Tom King for some reason. Uh, uh, And Brandon gives them to me. It's it's a whisper down the lane (laughs) about how it'll block people that harass others, etc. He doesn't apply that to his loyal legion, though. Just anyone that questions him or them. If you remember, Jim, when you and I originally started talking on Twitter, I was a fairly big fan of his. I enjoyed a good chunk of his early Batman run. So did I. But jokes and riddles highlighted all his flaws and the run never recovered. I agree. And while I uh, don't personally care, I hate that he consistently lied to his fans about the Batcat wedding. Uh, 100%. Now, he's singing my tune, Eric. Now, posting pictures of their reunion is like throwing sand in their eyes. That's what he did this week is he had pictures of the bat and cat. Just reading some of their comments on Twitter is really sad. Not that they are sad people, but it's sad that King continues to tease and fuck with these fans who seriously care. I don't know what to call him other than a giant asshole, and I never thought that before. Moving on, though. I wish I could say I'm surprised by the latest round of delays on Doomsday Clock, but I'm just disappointed and exasperated now. Wish they would have just finished the whole thing and released it as one full trade. I think there was a song about that, Eric. Don't know if it's Jeff or Gary. That's the cause. I think it's a both now. I, I actually think that because they have allowed – DC has kind of allowed them to have their own type of schedule – It'd be like, you know, our bosses come to us and like, you know what? You don't really have to <laughs> well, come in every day until 10, but well, it'd be nice if you did. What was that scheduling that uh, time you had in one job? 
Oh, yeah. It was flex time, Eric. Yes, it, the flex, flex never, time. It never flexed back to actually <laughs> doing the hours. But yeah, they, it, that's what I think it is. It's one of those where you, you give an inch and you're, they're taking a mile, it seems. Don't really care anymore because it doesn't really matter. Seems like the rest of the DCO is moving on. You guys realize it was originally supposed to finish last month. Oh, yep. we realize. We, we say that all the time to each other. Instead, we've got to wait eight more months. Jeff is probably the biggest reason I'm a comics fan, and I still love everything of his I've ever read. And eight more months. Awesome. It was pushed back again, so it's even more than I that. Know. Yeah, it might even be a little more. Uh, they, they haven't really rescheduled the others after this little delay, but I'm sure it's all going to have a trickle-down effect. Uh, so Shazam is awesome, but this is fucking nonsense again. Shazam was awesome. She we should have already had issue two. We don't because that was delayed. Yeah. While my pull list is still solid. So so which is it every artist that gets a hold of Jeff Johns now? What's what's the issue? He demands well, the best. He is the Gordon Ramsay of comic well, book writers. I had to talk. I, I, I don't know the, that. I had I'm to talk about, about uh, this whole thing on the Patreon news show about the delay. And I said, everybody, when I see now with a, well, Jeff, you know, just make sure everything's great. I'd rather have a Who great thing than it to be on time. I said that it's basically to me, this is a crazy metaphor, but it's, He's gonna it's like you, you have a senior year where the last event of your senior year is a play. That's being put on by, you know, the drama club. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be the Hello. day before in June, the day before you graduate. I'll this right. play keeps getting delayed. Now we're not going to graduate until next November. And people, oh, just make sure it's fine. I really want to have that play. Okay, so this f- was supposed to get the universe going in a new direction. Supposed and now to it's right not. the ship. And now it's not. The thing so is, the only thing I can equate it to, like I have my comparison is – our little Caesars in town where I go in and I order myself two pizzas, one with sausage because just likes the sausage. I, you don't, you know, mm-hmm. uh, oh. <laughs> but the thing is she's like, okay, it's going to be, Mommy it's going to be out 10, 15 minutes. So they've given me a schedule. All right. Then I go yeah, back in 10, so 15 minutes later. You're like, anticipating oh, them guess to what? keep it. It's not going to come out. It's going to be another 10, 15 minutes. And this happens over yeah, and all, over, over and again. over. It does. Told and you to get that I, app. I'm, I'm not happy you get about the app. it. And I don't go to the guy behind the counter, that little fucking dillweed motherfucker. I don't go oh to him and say, you God. know what? At least you're going to make sure it's good <laughs> then, Sager aren't Berger, you? Reshi. Oh, my. You are you are really getting that explicit mark on this that goddamn podcast. Guy. You are so mad. But, yeah, and that's the problem. If they would have said that the pizza would be done in 40 minutes, you may have originally been upset. Oh, my God, 40 minutes. That's a long time. But that's better than being told 10 and yeah. having to wait 40. That's the problem. And they have a schedule. The Black Label books come out every other month. That's the Black Label schedule. Most people don't even realize that. No, I They, they, they I just say, when, when's that Batman damn coming out? Man. But it's because they have a set schedule from the very beginning. If you had that from the very beginning, then it's not delayed. And I just think it's where people are, oh, man, I can't wait till, you know, November 3rd. And it's good. And then it doesn't come out till January 2nd. You're like, I, I've had enough of this. And you forget what's going on. It just gets you angry. And it's it was supposed to be the I big thing. I just want thing. my little Caesar's pizza, Jim. And we also, we were really hoping it was going to change some things around. So. So well, much. my pull list is still solid. Everyone in the GSC knows pizza by didn't now. change my life either. Yeah, and I am not the biggest fan of Brian Michael Bendis so far at DC. Superman is my favorite character, and despite my best efforts, I'm alternating from being bored, frustrated, or upset. Sounds like Jess in the bed. Boom! Ooh, With both of his books gym. right now. She does like the no, sausage. No. I am trying really hard and sadly wasting <laughs> money, but it's just not clicking. And this is bringing my overall enjoyment with comics down. I really hope by the end of 2000, 
2019, someone at DC goes to Bendis and is like, listen, you got to give up one of these books to someone else to give readers another take. Now, it, it's not just the other take. I am one now. I'm starting to confuse each book. Me too. So I'll say to Eric, like, hey, you know, I like the action comics because it has this. And you're like, no, no, that's, that's super Superman. bad. I'm like, oh, kill me. Yeah. It's just you never – I can't keep them straight now. I won't hold my breath on that. And they keep going back this. and forth, which one's the good one in my mind because they yeah, that's alternate that's boringness yeah. or bullshit. Yeah. 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 I won't hold my breath on that, but because of this, I'm becoming more creative to enjoy what I'm reading. Andrew and Belfast, Ruben and Trevor have suggested some indie books for me, and I've gone back to read some stuff from the New 52. If you don't know, Eric, indie books mean that they were written by people that were born in Indianapolis. That's oh. what indie books means. Wow. It's a very niche very specific, market, but yeah. I like it, yes. Uh, one of my favorites is Andrew Luck himself mm. uh, is writing a book now, uh, though he What's wasn't born in Indianapolis. Oh. And I think it's about football, but specifically, he does does have it. Speaking of which, he's playing right now as we speak. I was watching the playoffs right before we got on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Luck has actually talked to Rafe personally on Twitter, sure and it may not have been him. It may have been an assistant, whatever. Man, it did seem like Rafe. him, though. It did seem like him, and it was. It had to do with a book club. It was really great. I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, but yeah, I, I think they're going to get killed. But specifically for fun <laughs> Superman stuff, I'm rereading Smallville season 11. Oh, my. Jimmy that, loved that, a, didn't he? Yeah, I did. I ended up reviewing a bunch of those. Love the show. Such a great comic on its own. Plus, I realized that's where I first discovered Jorge Jimenez. I'm finding ways to deal, but Bendis has dragged me down. Also, that's uh, Brian Q, or you know, I forget his name. Because it's Brandon and Double A Ron. Why did I bring that up, Eric? But I don't even Brian remember Q. his name. Yeah, Brian Q. Miller. Warned me uh, he would in almost. But for some reason, I always confuse with Mark Millar. Yeah, no, no. He ain't, doing no. he ain't doing no digital book digital first nonsense to wrap up with some fun though another way i've been coping with uh imagining better teams for books and encouraging all to do the same you both know this yet you what both the have the most generic dream doing? teams ever and since you didn't want to get more creative now i've got a game for you i'm gonna give you some of the best and worst teams jigsaw. suggested by the gfc you can probably guess who suggested what and you have to pick from those and yes some of these were designed to piss you off before you say it jim no teams led by tom, tom taylor or Donnie Cates will be included. I'm out, Eric. <laughs> round one. I guess we're supposed to pick which of these we like the best. Right. I, I, round one. Birds of Prey by Chelsea Kane and Nicholas Scott. Yes, you do. She did the Mockingbird book, I believe, that you actually Chelsea enjoyed. Kane. That was her. Yeah, I think that she did okay. the Mockingbird. She's all right. Yeah. Uh, number good. two. A Junior Trinity book by Jeff Johns and Carmen Canero. And number three. A Kyle Rayner book by Kyle Higgins and Tyler Kirkham. Number four. A Legion of Superhero book by Jonathan Hickman and Ricardo Federici. Montalban. I'm telling you, I don't want the Legion of Superheroes. I, it makes my head spin. Uh, number five. Suicide Squad no by... By Priest and Dexter Soy. I don't want a Priest book either. I'm Wait, what, what, which book was that? That was a Suicide Squad book. No, I don't want that. Imagine all Su- the over-explanation that everything a Suicide Squad would have to oh do in different God. countries. Fuck Just that. A, no, no. You, you think that. Also, wait, wait. the first three issues that explain the brain bombs oh and how, they, how they, they work. Yeah, he's really starting to really lose his zeal with me. I, I still don't podcast, mind his Deathstroke for the most part, but just thinking about like the way when he, he wrote a Suicide on Squad, League on, like the way he did tough. Justice. Oh my yeah. god, that would be so annoying. And he did a uh, a Spider Verse tie-in too that Brandon did not like over really? at Marvel as well. Oh my god, this thing was getting like two out of tens. Number six, Superman by Brian K. Vaughn and Mirka Aldolfo. 
Uh, of those, I'm going to go with, well, I'm just going to go uh, Junior Trinity by Jeff Johns. That's going to be delayed. So eh, I'll just go Kyle Rayner by Kyle Higgins and Tyler That's Kirkham. what I'm doing. Though I would have rather so like have had a, creators. I want the figure out a artist that also has the first name Kyle. And then I'm really in. You have the Kyle book. The Kyle the Trinity. Yeah, yeah. So I'm there. Round two, Dead Man and Pariah by Steve Orlando and no. Neil Adams. Please. Uh. Firestorm Eternal by Steve Orlando and Neil Adams. <laughs> what is Firestorm Eternal? I don't. I, Is I that guess what it's he's like, calling himself in the Electric Warriors? I, I, I guess. I don't know. The Robins book by James Tynan IV and Javier Fernandez. Er, not for me. Oh. Resurrection Man by Steve Orlando and Javier Fernandez. Poor Boom, Steve no. Orlando. Number five, Justice League by Tom King and Jim's other least favorite artist. Riley <laughs> Rossmo, throw that in. And then we got, we got ourselves a game here. Number six, every single DC book by Brian Michael Bendis. Of those, what I'm going to pick is every single DC book by Brian Michael Bendis. Take that, John Wayne. It's right back at Ooh. you, buddy. You know, like that? You know, like what that up, there? Fresh Cup Crew? Yeah, what up, Fresh They're all Cup terrible. Crew, indeed. I can't, I can't pick between them. They're all terrible. Yeah, I'm, I don't care what the book is. I say Tom Taylor every Maybe time. You like your Tom Taylor. Why every wouldn't you say that? Every time. Tom Taylor. That guy can write a, a, a book that's basically a single character. I want a Jeff duo, Johns a and Jason Fabach. I don't care what book it is. I just want that. Yeah, they have they have a book coming out. You're going to get that. The Three Jokers book is. I don't them. want that's that. Probably, I want something that's else. probably going to be delayed seven <laughs> million times. Else. Come on, let me go Thank back you here. for tolerating. No and, and remember the last book they were on together, the Justice League, that Dark Side War delayed out the wazoo. Yeah. yeah, thank you for tolerating. That's the other thing with people like man Jeff Johns. I mean, yeah, we've seen this before. Yep. Thank you for tolerating my late night drunken nonsense. Looking forward to hearing your answers on Sunday. You Much be. love to both of you, Pilgrim. <laughs> Howdy, Pilgrim, <laughs> and sending all the best. To your Eagles this weekend, best John Wayne. Me and John Thank Wayne getting the fights about offense and defense strategies in, in the Slack chat. And Black Panther, I, I'm and telling and you, Captain America. I, yeah, you I guys just get like a lot of argue. fights. I just like to argue with people. I really do. But uh, that is it for the mail. All right, uh, we're going to go off now back to some more books. Shout in the head, and now he's in pain. You just messed up Dick's brain.
Self-esteem goes down. <laughs> if the, is that the case? There you Aww. go. Fatty. Aww. There you go. There you go. It works out. You are correct, sir. I did not lie. But here we are. We are here to do some more books. Eric Shea, how are you doing? What's wrong? How about did you? you? Stroke? Are you okay? Hey, there. What's going on, there? There you go. That's Stroke Jimmy. Nobody wants Stroke Jimmy, no. right? Uh, are you still going to do the podcast with me? No, no we're not, Jimmy. No, we're not. <laughs> Why don't you answer my calls anymore? We have the podcast to do. That's the best. Is the, the first thing you do when I have a stroke is say to me, all right, buddy, you had your stroke. Shut Let me be in charge of the recording. So you just you end up for the good of of humanity and for me, you get on with me for three hours and we just talk. I think it's being recorded. And then everything that happens, it's almost like uh, Martian Manhunter earlier. Look, I didn't see the podcast go up. Mm. That's how you doing. What happened here? My whole life sucks. Kill me! That's why I uh. keep yelling to people. I think, do you believe in assisted suicide? Please. Uh, okay, it's, it's, it's taking a dark turn. I don't personally, podcast. but I'm sure your kids do. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, they they would they would make fun of me. That's all they would do. They they call me an old head now. Who knows? They'd be called a strokey McStroke stroke is what they would call me then. Do we have you to live in the do, same house with Dad? You kids do your homework now. And they'd be just laughing. We eh, didn't throwing listen, stuff we didn't at listen me. to you when you talked right, yeah, Daddy. Really. <laughs> we didn't listen to you when, when you didn't have a stroke. Oh my. Uh, we we were hoping. Is it wrong to hope somebody has a stroke? Because we have been hoping yes, that the guy that is wrong. at our work has a stroke. That's wrong. Well, maybe that's karma. Karma's a bitch, I hear. And maybe that is true. Karma has come back to bite me in the ass. And then I said, karma, you're supposed to be. Why was I on the beach running alone with those footprints? And karma's like, that's what I was carrying you, I, I you don't stupid think that's how asshole. Karma works. Isn't that karma? Karma's not a guy. It's a guy who lives down the road, right? He, he lives in his backyard in a tent. Karma. Karma chameleon? Uh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't know that guy. That guy? Now, there's a song. There's a song that I will admit that I do like a lot more yeah. now. I never would have admitted it back no. then, though. Me and my mom would dance a little to it. Me and her doing the Watusi together, you know. <laughs> she would pray. Hey, you've seen all the sitcoms where they have to teach the, the kid to dance yeah. for the prom. My mom just I told was me recently the watching every The Addams Family where they had to teach Lurch how to dance. Yeah, really. So my mom, my mom liked a lot of uh, Billy Ocean. Uh, she Makes enjoyed sense. herself some, uh, you know, uh, New Kids on the Block. Who didn't? She also did a like Boy George, uh, you know, all that. She, wham! She was into a lot of stuff. Yeah, Wham, she liked as well. And so did I, Eric. But we have two books in this section. Usually we would call this the green section. No, I think we're not we've doing lost that anymore. All, it's done. I'm telling you, I think we've pretty much lost any sort of semblance of enthusiasm for everything. What's going on, Eric? You so a bitch. We got the green section, Jimmy. Calm down. Where's 
where's Cool Your Jets, Jimmy? That's what I need. I think that by the end of the section, I will have a theme song for Cool Your Jets, Jimmy. A live the end theme of the song. section. Like, I'm not, yeah, end of the section. I I'm going to work imagine. on it while we're it's talking like, about this. It's all a linear thing where I think you're just, just going to go off and start recording. So we got books to no, finish no. up, man. No, we'll we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I just go up for four hours. <laughs> I got to go down to the lab. <laughs> I got to work out some some you know calculations the here. Is no, in. no. It's it's going to be live, Eric, and it may even involve – I may Jay. have a second deal. I, I'm kind of thinking of this. Uh, we are we, – we just took a little break. You went out and smoked a little, and we had like a five-minute break. But in that five minutes, an epiphany hit me, Eric. Oh, no. uh, and I may have both a live version of the Cool It Jets Jimmy theme song, maybe with a stroke song as well. We'll see. We'll see you know, how it times goes. like that. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes as, as the time progresses. What's the first book of the section? You won't hear me talk much. I'm going off to write a song, Aaron. <laughs> you handle the rest, okay? So go with it. Nightwing, right? Nightwing, number 56, written by Scott Liddell and Fabian Nassez with art by David Gia Felice, <laughs> Nick Filardi, and and World Designs. The Nick Filardi? Is, is he involved? The That's cool. Nick Filardi. The but Nick Filardi. There's a new artist on here, David Gia Felice. That's what I'm yeah, going to go yeah. with. Felice. But the Scarecrow is out and about in Bloodhaven doing some Scarecrow things while also waiting for the boy without fear to show up so that he can finally get his vengeance upon him. What we get are, instead. Are you th- short? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you were. T- I thought you were tired. <laughs> what he gets instead, though, are our new Nightwing squad. And it looks like these protect and serve types may have bit off more than they could chew. Jimmy Boyd. Call you Jets, Jimmy. I, I, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing this and I'm surprised it's not. And uh, art by David Guy and Phallus. <laughs> <laughs> Take that German Peralta. Take that, buddy. Uh yes. Yeah, we're we're gonna continue on. And I I normally do not even bring up any covers. That variant cover freaks me out how like skinny Nightwing it. is. It's very it's not even skinny. It's uh. the goddamn head that bothers me. I think the head's big though because he's so darn skinny. But uh we have said that we are it's giving a this Mongoid book a chance. Nightwing right there. Yeah, we're we're giving this book a chance, and we have, and I, I don't mind it. I I like it enough. It's it's not the greatest, but even you said on Twitter you went out on a limb, Eric, and really that limb is is stressed from you being out on it. That thing's gonna break. Uh, you said that this is. It doesn't even matter <laughs> how much you hate this book or like this book, it's easily one of the better stories in Rebirth for yeah. Nightwing. And I agree with you. Nightwing has been a book, like a, a couple others, that is treading water at points. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's treading water sometimes and things like that. And so with that, though, I also want to point out that, Erica, you know, I always like to point out when I'm right. I said that when this happened, everybody, you cool your Jets people. <laughs> you, you know, I'm cool your Jets, Jimmy. You're cool your Jets people. Don't get so excited about this, Rick Grayson. Don't get so upset about this because I said by issue 60, we would have Nightwing return to being Nightwing, mainly because he'll feel bad that somebody else was put in harm's way because he wasn't Nightwing. And then I pointed out it would be that brother. And it all came out. Yeah, Yeah, Zach was the weak link. You knew that he was. They were pushing it up to be. It's always going to be the one who wasn't quite into what was going on. I don't know. You him, had a Zach, lot of theories. You thought at one point Hutch was going to turn bad. He's going to start freaking taking off the he criminal stuff may. like that. They're not done. I did say right away, though, that when you had that where they were sitting at the diner and you did have Zach like, I don't know about this. Like, oh, yeah, yep, you're in trouble. I thought he died. Down, Zach. They're keeping that away. Now, again, 
do you laugh that as we start this and you have Scarecrow there and he's like, oh, he's giving his whole, you know, spiel there. Oh, Bloodhaven. Oh, it's great. I'm in search of the son of Gotham here. You go and you see the Nightwing squad. And uh, Hutch is on. I feel like a, we got to come up with uh, a better name than Nightwing Squad. That's what I'm going well, with I right think, now. I don't think they're going to be around too much. But you have Hutch. This on is the top status quo going forward forever, Jim. Has worm written on the van? Please just stop it. Stop with your worm nonsense. Nobody wants that. But yeah, you have it basically where Scarecrow has been trying to find the boy without fear. Uh, isn't that Harry Potter? And he's no, you know talking trash. He's talking trash to the boy without fear is Daredevil as a child. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, there you have it. Uh, but yeah, the, this whole deal of the Nightwing squad I like. The, the Scarecrow stuff in this issue gets a little wonky. Well, that's, you that's know what I mean? We, we set all we, this stuff up. We, we had go. all this buildup for this whole Nightwing arc so far. What Scarecrow is doing in town and the, even the therapy sessions with Rick Grayson so he could get off, you know, the, like the hospital freaking sign off sheet, whatever the hell the physical therapy had to be for these therapy sessions. But or they're not even physical therapy, but the mental therapy. But yeah. We had all this build up. Like it really seemed earlier on the scarecrow was like, okay, we've done fear. That's old hat now. I'm going to change things up. It's going to be anti fear to go with this whole, yeah. you know, Nightwing, Robin, stuff like that, because he was the boy without fear. And so was this Rick Grayson. I thought this could be the time where he's doing stuff differently with what he's going to do in Bloodhaven. And then this issue comes about. It seems that even though everybody's yelling, I'm not afraid and going after the thing that they're afraid of that they're screaming they're not afraid of, it's just regular old fear toxin. And the worst part about it is, it's not really played up right because on top of it, it feels like Scarecrow is also controlling the people who are under the yeah. fear toxin. Like he yeah, has it, hordes it doesn't of, make like, sense, no. of freaking you know maniacs going. I'm like, how is he controlling them? And why aren't these people who are screaming and attacking, yelling, "I'm not afraid," going after the giant Scarecrow monster standing next to him? I know. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. And it's just to set up for the team to jump in, try to save people. You do have Zach there, which is who jumps in front because Scarecrow seems to be controlling the police who end up opening fire, and he ends up saving his sister as well. So he that's, jumps that's in, in too, harm's good, way. That's one thing, too, because, you know, Zach was the weak link. You know, he seemed to, like, not be all hype on the whole vigilante But he's doing it a heroic front. thing. They exactly. made a reason for him to he do it, which makes sense. He was going out there. He was being, like, you know, he was the loose cannon where he shouldn't have just gone out right in, like, you know, yeah. in harm's way as he did. But he was going after to save his sister, so very heroically, and got shot down by the fear control. And even with that, I like, the, I like the progression because in my mind, if you want to, you know, kind of fill in the blanks with this as well, you would guess that if his sister wasn't involved, he wouldn't have been either. No. He may have oh, been you contacted know his by Sapienza. Yeah, if Sap- even she was throwing shade at him last issue. Oh, sure. man, you know, girl, throw some balls there, Zachy. And yeah, so with that, he probably would have quit already if he even would have joined. You know, I don't think he would have. So it really is a good progression for Zach to do that. Now, you do see kind of blood and, you know, it's a little wonky by the time we get to the end there uh, because it ends up that he is he's got his armor on and he and there is blood everywhere. It looks like he's bleeding out, but it's just I don't know how well this armor did here because there is a lot of blood. It's a flesh wound, Eric, but you see the goddamn head. No, yeah, yeah, I know. And even, uh, you know, Dick, Rick Grayson even says, at least he didn't get shot in the head. Uh, but he <laughs> sees the blood. And this is one of those where it starts, it gets a little wonky again of what he knows and doesn't know. Because some of the things that he references, I thought that he already kind of said he knew. You know, it almost is the point where 
you're kind of going with the idea that he burned the Nightwing costumes, but he can't remember. But, you know, things get a little wonky if you really put it under the microscope. But I like this because he says to himself, there's the trigger here. And the trigger is when I remember my mom and dad dying. I don't remember the blood. He sees Zach's blood there then. And it kind of triggers him to like, you know what? People get hurt. Like this, even in my mind where People I'm trying to be a little because kid. Because of me and not doing that, what I'm doing. And, yeah, and that's what it leads to. But even in the idea of him thinking back and like, oh, my mom and dad died. He has whitewashed in his memory, which most people would. You're just thinking about your mom and dad dying. He's like, oh, now I see this blood. I remember the blood. And oh, my, this is my fault. I should be helping. I shouldn't have done this. And he ends up going. And in a weird way. That he does, it, it's smart, but it's kind of force. Whatever he sets a tire on fire, that's going to end up mixing with the fear toxin in the, you know, in the air, and ending up causing these people to kind of, you know, which snap is telling you, it is it. the the ultimate, like you know, um, easy way out kind of thing where he does it. Yeah. He has a spare tire on the like the hood of his taxi cab, sets it on fire, and sends it down the lane, and the smoke in the air disperses the like the chemicals within the fear toxin, yeah. make it so people can step. I'm like. You had no idea. You just wanted a, a giant fucking flaming cab, didn't you? There, Nightwing. Yeah, that's all he wanted. He, he thought it was badass, and, and also he, was pretty he badass. just he just starts driving and then jumps out on the hood. The thing keeps driving. I don't understand it, but there he is. He's, he's Look, doing we'll all these things. We'll try with your he, car later this uh, this week. We'll just you know. He also drive and we'll get we'll on the hood of your then, car and see what happens. Yeah, it's urban surfing. And with that, we'll we'll also make a uh, you know an impromptu weapon with a rope and a tie iron. We'll, we'll just swing it around. He loves swinging that thing that. around too. Uh, really, that's what I do. But he's swinging around. He jumps in, and you just for the continuation of this, you have this back and forth with the you know the. Nightwing squad like hey you know you can't do this and he's like no no I'm gonna do it he ends up being better than them they kind of, of recognize that he's yeah, the I mean, Jason Bourne they, they aren't to the point where they realize that this is Nightwing though he he also has for a mask he has like grease on his face I grease don't mind it up and it's it, a domino mask it actually works very really well. quick even the whole idea where we have the rope from the trunk and maybe even like a lug wrench or something like that tied to the end where you're getting the classic almost Nightwing-esque weapons with the Nightwing you yeah know, the, the the grease painted on mask like that he is becoming Nightwing without even realizing he is doing Nightwing yeah. stuff. And, and I really like he seems to be joining. He he goes, he uses his deal. He has to find, he finds out that the taco truck, not only making a noxious gas of, of a lot of farts, Eric, it's also where the fear toxins coming from. And he goes over to stop and that. Why is this gas coming out of this taco truck? We had no buildup for this taco truck at all. That's what happens. Actually, I it mean, just bothers you, me, you, though. I've smelled you after eating tacos. I, it's just something there that they had to have where he had set it up. We just didn't get a setup of it before i'm okay with it i i'm okay that that would be something that he would park and do it from there you have to have it coming from somewhere it, it just is seemed very like before though he forced. just came out of his apartment okay time to go and like uh-huh. thank god i got this taco truck with a bunch of fear toxins yeah, inside of i it. mean you didn't realize that uh he he was being a psychologist that wasn't paying enough he also worked food the truck taco business. truck on the weekend it's food truck he's at the food truck deal so you, you it's end weird up there that dr crane never has office hours between 11 and 1 p.m. That is true. Damn right. And that is definitely prime time for the truck. <laughs> uh, so you have this there, and he – this he is the problem I have with this off. issue. Do you want extra guac with that? <laughs> no. No. They, they oh, end no, I gotta, up where – I got to change my clothes. This whole scarecrow thing was so set up, and then here it's just that he gets punched. He I'm gets punched you, it, by it Rick is, 
Grayson. That is the worst That's part the because I love the whole buildup where we finally have Rick Grayson. It's not too much reiteration of what he had before, like we've been dealing with with a lot of these issues. It's talking about I had, you know, I was this, and then I got amnesia after getting shot. It's not a lot of that buildup, like like you know, recapping like we had before. But for all of the buildup of what Doctor Crane's here for, yeah. the boy without fear, I'm going to get vengeance upon this boy for just you know Rick Grayson to show up and punch him in the face and, and punch oh, him. And I don't even know how I feel about the idea that he is immune to the fear toxin. Like, I understand that he is the boy without fear. And that's the, fear the toxin big is not thing there that Scarecrow but, sees that and he thinks, yeah. oh, my God, this is him. You know, this must be, you know, the, you know, Nightwing and, and Robin. But you don't really get to go like, into even that though, anyway. The, and it one is One of the weird. fears that he should have, even though we had the whole thing before we sat down, had the whole therapy session, which seemed to last an entire issue, where he talks about how he doesn't have fear. But one of his current fears should be being forced to go back to what he was because he does seem to fear that he wants to yeah. start fresh and go new so the and idea then that he's living it eric and that's oh, no. the deal and he's got to accept it but yeah he just doesn't have fear and like oh my god you you aren't afraid who are you boy well first off you know crane you you've been dealing with a rick grayson who is obviously boy. him with just grace <laughs> grease on him i mean really and uh so you have that i would have liked it just to have had you know, Scarecrow really legitimately like, oh, man, what are you doing, Rick Grayson? You know, you're you're supposed to be this. And then, oh, my God, I, he was right under my thumb or whatever. But he kind of does that. But then basically gets taken down. And you have this Nightwing squad then do the double pal, knock him out. <laughs> And then you have Swoboda show up. And now Swoboda. Which Swoboda I, I, I always, is another I flip-flopper, do. I do always I love, love Swoboda. The, no, I'm saying the now double pal. I love yeah, that. When well, you have oh, two yeah, heroes punch at the same time, I love yeah, that. That's always great. Well, Swoboda now is flip-flopping back to, it seems like she's thinking about the good old days with old Nightwing again. And right. it depends on who's writing it, of exactly. where Swoboda comes Swoboda and goes Swoboda is this. the wild card of any Nightwing anymore because it was a character introduced. Writers seem to keep wanting to use her, you know, for her Bloodhaven kind but of commissioner feel. But nobody knows how to write her consistently. Yeah, and Tim Seeley wrote most of it, and his Swoboda was basically a a cop, a detective that we thought was Bullock of oh, Bloodhaven. Yeah, She's walking around smoking a cigar, and she ended up eventually kind of coming to an agreement with Nightwing and then even becoming kind of friends. Almost like you were getting where if it would have continued, we thought this would become his Jim Gordon. They yeah. would end up, you know, kind of, and then Tim Seeley more of left. A Bullock flair. And, and then Sam Humphrey shows up, and then you get a Swoboda who completely hates uh, Nightwing, got rid of all the progression of anything Swoboda. Has a daughter, he's no gone. husband, and is willing yeah, to kill yeah. people, and it's weird. Yeah, and going to kill people, and then that leaves, and now we have her back, and she's gradually back to where she was before. So at least that's okay. So I, I don't mind that. Uh but yeah, uh, and this, I'm saying all this, this does bring into my mind about how much this book has had a lot of nonsense. I mean, I'll take this, I'll take Rick Grayson, Amnesia over the judge anytime and three times well, he was on transformed Sunday. By the sea yeah, he was. Oh my, see, <laughs> does that? I mean, it's salt water. Eric will do that to anybody. And really, I, I've been watching uh, some GI Joe with you. Why would I you? think that that's why that's why shipwreck acts. I like knew you were going to bring up shipwreck by the sea as well. Yeah, yeah, oh, Polly, piece of crap. Uh, but I like that. And at the end, they're like, "Hey, because Sabota's like, you know, I dealt with Nightwing. You know, we had an understanding of that. Blah blah blah. But." You know, uh, we don't need a team of heroes. And they're like, team of heroes? Huh, is that what we are? Okay, hey, rookie. And, you know, they have Rick Grayson. Like, you know, rookie, is he part of it? I don't know. And then we'll go from there. It's so funny, though, because we have all these new characters that are 
taking on all the different Nightwing costumes. Now we have Rick yeah. Grayson, who seems to be joining their little Nightwing squad, who just has grease paint on him. Like, he's Grease is he, is, Boy. Is he going to get a is. costume? Is that what he's going to do? Yeah, he's, he's going to be their boy. sidekick, even though he's, he's the most so badass funny. out of all of them? Probably will be. But also with that, too. Hey, we, yo, Grease uh, Monkey, just get over to, here. Just to say again, Zach ended up wearing armor. So when they went to get him, they're like, oh, thank God he wore armor, but there might be internal injuries. No, no, no. He was in blood. <laughs> he had blood everywhere. He is and in now the blood. He's just there thanks a lot sis hey am i in the blood they're like yeah blud no 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 i mean blood i'm, I'm bleeding now please please get me to a hospital quick and they're like, oh i got a cab oh shit i don't i, I set it on fire there you go they're done but what did you give this that's the thing is that there's there's not a lot going on we got through this review very quick because it's a yeah. very fast yeah, moving did. issue for what we're dealing with it's just capping off the end and of plus, this arc. i was writing a song while it was going i know on it's crazy and, but even yeah. for what we get here i'm actually having a really good time with this more than i was with those I first two too. books because you know rick grayson something new something interesting with the nightwing character we have not seen before which i'm i am telling you i was so pissed off when they shot dick grayson and had i'm having fun with the nightwing book though so I'm it changed happy it up, that it and happened. it needed exactly. something to change. I like uh, the also, idea of the Nightwing squad. At, at one crazy point, you do see somebody's hands on top of a building. Oh, Dula It's Dent, Joker's yeah. daughter. Yeah. It's Dula Dent, Joker's daughter, which, again, She's coming to the town that could be good and bad. Kill. People hate Joker's daughter. Sure Me and you kind of hate Joker's daughter, but yep, the best kinda. Joker's daughter we got was Scott Liddell writing it in the uh, Outlaws book in the no, New no, 52. No, no, it was Red Hood which, Arsenal. Yeah, well, it's the same Outlaws book. I'm not saying, you know, it's it was that book and it was his. Yes. And it ended up getting wonky by the end of it And that's well. the only thing I'm so afraid of because it's not a great character. Joker's daughter came in strong in that story in Red Hood Arsenal. It just did not end well. And that seems to be the case with every Joker's daughter story. Well, so and, I'm really and apprehensive. Here's the deal. Joker's daughter showed up in that book with the whole idea of, hey, I'm an outlaw as well. Nobody wants to Time deal to with reform. me. They don't give me. Yeah. That kind of ties into possibly this of the, oh, you know what? I want to forget what I am as yeah. well. I, you know, it really does seem like the same kind of MO. Scott Liddell's and round we'll see, two for Joker's daughter. Yeah, we'll see how that is because well, while it's setting there, she may actually be a villain. She may just be full out villain, which yeah. I, I don't like that, but it, it would make sense. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see what we get there because I'm enjoying this book for what it is, even though it's quick. I like the Nightwing squad, like I said before. And I really think, you know, even though we have a new artist in this, I think the grittiest of the, the artwork yeah. that continues here really helps with the story that we're telling here. I'm having a good time. I give it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, I agree with everything you said, but I'll give it a seven only because of the whole thing. It's of like how downtrodden you said, I'm going to give it a seven. I don't like to be more negative than you. You're a negative Nancy. Plus, I'm in the middle of writing a song. Okay? Don't bother me. You bother me, kid. Call your jet You bother me, son. Yeehaw. Hey there. Hello, What Eric. is this? What is this? <laughs> Johnny the Sexy Cataracts okay, back? Hello. What are you doing here? I'm sitting Sorry, there punching the cattle. I'm out there on the plains punching, punching the cowpoke. Cow. Hey, you what are you doing there? You messing me up there, son. You, you're getting in my nerves there, oh, the sonny boy. Foghorn Leghorn, I can get a hold of it. I can get behind this now. <laughs> yeah, now. See, there you go. You just ruined the voice that I was bringing back <laughs> after all that time. Man, yeah, here, son. I'm a chicken hawk. Shut your mouth, you stupid asshole. There you go. That, that was the uh, deal. And you I didn't realize. We're watching two different you didn't realize the, uh, Well, we had that Looney Tunes one with Foghorn. What's that? You want me to be a Nazi? All right. They, they, they had to ban that, Eric. That was when Foghorn Leghorn became like a Nazi. That. 
They did not allow that, Eric. That was not allowed to be seen. I'm still working on the song, though. We're going to go to the next book while I work on the- There's no song, Eric. I just we know. To- we know. <laughs> There's no. Oh, do you know? So if I right now pulled out a song, you would be surprised or would you think I set you up? Now, no, remember no, I'd be, what I'd be the completely song surprised. is. The song is, what was it? Cool Your Jets, Jets Jimmy. Jimmy song? Yeah. You okay. don't even know what the song is, so it's not going to happen. Isn't it? Isn't yeah. it, Eric? Isn't it? <laughs> Speed Listen, Racer. You, you got it. Here we go. Listen. <laughs> I told you, I'm getting it going. Here we go. You, you fired up here? You fired up for the I'm, song? I'm not a fan. <laughs> here he comes. Here comes Cool Your Jets Jimmy. He is reading Awful. comic books. <laughs> He's reading comics and he gets too excited. He better stop that. (laughs) He's got a stroke and he wants to continue the podcast. Eric calls him up but he doesn't want to do it. And then there's Cool Your Jets Jimmy and he's there and he's doing the stuff. (laughs) I told you, if if you're going to put me on the spot, see, it took a lot of work for that. Yeah, it took so much work. Yes, I'm telling you, if I was going to do this song, it would have been the Speed Racer. You just I, I, I just looked in the background when Go Go Speed Racer started happening. <laughs> no, no, they weren't saying that. You heard it wrong. You heard it wrong. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. I Hello? do love the opening. Are you there with the cowpokes going on downtown? What does Speed hey, Racer have to do with Johnny Sexy Camera? Here I am. I'm Johnny the Sexy Cattle Rustler. I'm the cowpoke you love. And I'm going to get the cowpokes and get out of my way, kid. Get out of my way, kids. I could do it all. What There's happened a lot of kids out there on the range. Yeah, well, they are out on the range. I have another song I've been working on. It's a Gonorrhea Dave song. You want to hear that one? We're not going to listen to that one, Eric. All right. Uh, what's the next book? Oh, you want to listen? Here, it goes uh, like that. Fair enough. <laughs> you, I can't you stop know the this one? now. Yeah, yeah, yes. You, you like this one? You like the start of this one? It's, it's a little different. Now, just wait, okay? You got to wait. Stage three of gonorrhea is that you've got a podcast. There you go. I don't have anything for you. Of course you don't. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. What's going on? <laughs> What's the next book? <laughs> how, do I, how do I go on after that? I, you probably would go on with something that sounds a little like this, Eric. <laughs> of course. <laughs> if we're not here is Green I'm Arrow. Broke, it's, a book. It. it's a book by Lansing and Kelly. They are filling until it ends. They're filling bum, in bum. like every other book that gets canceled. Go, go, speed racer. There's Count Vertigo, but it's a weird Count Vertigo. His first name's Werner, and when I saw it, it made me laugh. There you go. There you go. Green Arrow. It's goofy time now. Green Arrow. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Get ready. Wait, you can't start yet. Go. Go Go now. Green Arrow number 48, written by Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing, with art by Javier Fernandez, John Calise, and D. Ron Bennett. That's Darren for all you norms out there. That Roy is. Roy Harper is dead, and norms. poor old Ollie is going to have to do more than spending all of his time on patrol and quitting up the streets of Seattle to get over it. Maybe, though, maybe, Count Vertigo is going to be the guy who can help Green Arrow get past the death of his ward and friend. Yeah, this is a weird issue. It's it a, is. a weird issue, and it, it starts off, first off, I hate the art. Uh, we so are not I'm fans not of Javier at all. At all. We oh, are. Hobby. And 
And the art, I think, really like brings it down. And especially in an issue where you have Count Vertigo doing a very new type of power set. Yeah. And and it's an a visual gym. thing. And it's a visual thing, but the visuals are not very good. Shite. So this whole idea of the transforming city, I think, is really lost in translation with the art. I, I'm telling you, you also, I, I don't even get the opening of this whole thing where we have Count Vertigo and Joe where he pulls out a shank from behind his yeah, toilet. He's changing some And then things. just starts changing it into He's a green. transmuter is what he is I, it's, there. It's what it seems like. I don't know yeah, what that's he's what doing. Yeah, it seems. And, and with that, then, you also have one of the things that I hate is where you get song lyrics in a book. And it's the whole, you Black know, Canary, Black give Canary it up. type We're not deal. dealing with you in a band I don't anymore. Need that. If, and, and really, if, if I was going to sing that song, it would go a little something like this. <laughs> no, you have that, and it throws me off. And Beat what also death. throws – what also – oh, yeah, really. <laughs> what also throws me off in this issue is – I really wasn't that engaged with it. I mean, the thing kind of just is like Lansing and Kelly, come on. It is finishing at 50. So you're going to have this. It seems like this will be the uh, two-issue arc, right. and then you'll end maybe a two and a half. Maybe you'll have half of that oversized 50 and then end with this whole idea because 50 is supposed to be the resolution or at least the continuation of the idea that Martian Manhunter, that box that right. they gave they Ollie, gave Ollie so that yeah. he could take down. So you're going to have he was that. going to write that letter meantime, to Roy about. Remember that letter? Yeah, and well, in the meantime, in this it seems to spell out from the solicit that black canary might be a secret agent that's been kind of on the sly all the time i don't a know how that's gonna agent work rock out. star oh my yeah yeah tell really. me more jim I mean, it really it, they, we've already had eddie vetter doing that eric why, why do you need it in a comic book uh but you, you have this going on and you're dealing with a couple things and i will give lansing and kelly credit to the point where they've jumped on this book and they are giving you a pretty good continuity of yeah. the whole rebirth. Of what we've had coming uh, up, Even yeah. before that. Yeah, I mean, even b- starting with Black Canary singing, I know that we hate it. I'm not a fan, but I do deal. appreciate that they're doing their you, homework at least. And, and you even have little bits that they mentioned little some bits. things that were little bits from the last couple issues, the last couple issues of uh, the Benson's run even. So, and uh, the the big thing to me is you would guess that this you know vigilante that's there kind of throwing shade at Jason Ollie Riot. is is the one that was in that basement watching the citizen and deciding to go the citizen route where Oliver said I hope that that per- you know I didn't you know, even I think about that that's a, a good point yeah, it I never has even put to that be. together and it has to be the person where he's like. And he said, remember what his whole idea in his head was, I hope somebody doesn't take this concept and, and get worse with it. Right. Doesn't Maybe seem to be the run case, in a really. better case here. Yeah, you actually run, protest and, and, and do whatever seems, they need to. This seems like this person is doing it uh, kind of thinking the right way, even though they firebomb a, a building. Okay, uh, not the right way. Let's, let's, let's backpedal but, a little bit here. Not the right but way. But it is, it is almost like the idea of, okay, you're trying to do the right thing. You're just doing it the wrong way and stuff like that. But I do think that that's the person. I thought that's a really clever thing to throw in that you just ended that thing. So it makes that, – I do that's think the one that having thing. a I, megaphone on your shoulder is a good look. Yes. And also I, I give and we, we talk about Lansing and Kelly and they do have a really odd position at DC and it really They're is. Closers. And it's been since even Grayson back in the end of the DCYOU into Rebirth where they are closers. They end up coming onto a book that ends. It's going to be canceled. And when they do that or a little uh, bridge between creative teams, right. but when they do that. 
there's a lot of like this book is going to end so you have to end it you have to tie in a lot of things they do a very good job at that i'm not saying that every issue they do is perfect no but they do a good job and i think they do a very very good job of starting out the end run where at least i've realized that they have read Green Arrow. They've well, read the issues jump up in until here with this. the Arrow Jet with the Bensons who ended yeah, their series the on. Jet. We can tell I here. mean, that's what I'm saying. There's all these little nods that if you're reading, you don't get thrown out knowing like, oh, this is a new team. They're jumping on. They don't know what They're went on. They don't thing. care. Yeah. They're going to end. They're not. They are there. And again, this is where uh, they're an team unenviable players. position is that you wonder if they can even really tell their story because they end up having to tie so many things. They do a good job at it. They really do. This is why you will never hear us. We we may not like all their issues. You'll never hear us badmouth them. I nope. like them. I think they do a really good job. I want them to eventually get a book at a number one. Yeah, let's see what they can really do with a book that just starts out. And I'm talking a DC book. They have other company books as right. well, you know, that people, have, but, and they work with Alyssa Milano. So I envy them there as well. Uh, and that hacktivist, which people like. So there you have it. And but I like Alyssa this, Milano. I would like, yes, yeah, so do I. But, uh, you know, with that, I want to see them do something because this isn't horrible. Now, the problem is I'm saying all this to lead into the fact that, they kind of get wonky with Count Vertigo. Agreed. And Count Vertigo has been around. He's been around before Rebirth. They seem to kind of get the idea year. that he wasn't. Yeah. And so it's a shame because they kind of get that a little wonky. But maybe that's just how DC wants to go forward with it. Must be Count Vertigo reborn. Because I actually don't think the there's script. any editorial input to this at all. I think Glancing and Kelly just deal with well, what we had in the series that, at hand. If you say there's no editing, then I will give them even more props because in a wide landscape of DC books where you have major writers on huge books, can't even maintain their own continuity from issue to issue. Lansing and Kelly come in and pretty much almost airtight this to, to get you out of it. Agreed. And I do like that. I really like the idea. And the the issue just though ends up boring to me is the problem because well, that's you're the just dealing a, a with Count issue, Vertigo in a weird deal. Well, a lot of the issue at the beginning of besides for Count Vertigo's new power set and stuff like that is the idea, which I do appreciate this, we're going to deal with Roy Harper's death because we got the funeral yeah. issue. But after that, we didn't really do much because we had the citizen to deal with and stuff like that. We're actually going yeah, to have Ollie deal with the death of his good friend, yeah. his sidekick, his ward, and all this good stuff. And I like the fact that we're like, you know, he's out all night. You know, Dinah's like, you got to come home. You can't keep doing yeah, stuff. You beat yourself like up over this keep, whole thing. He's keeping himself busy and exactly. doing so stuff so he can punch it. people to work it out so he yeah. doesn't have to think about it. And, and, I, like and I do it like just, that as well. It's just it has to go in with this whole thing now. We still have the people on the streets from the citizens, stuff yeah. like that, which I don't want to deal with. I don't want to deal with the SJW stuff because we have Count Vertigo. I, oh. I got excited for the idea. <laughs> oh, my God. We're getting a big villain back because Green Arrow does not deal with a lot of big villains. Now that we got his number one in my mind back, I'm yeah, like, this all is, right, let's yeah, get this to that. Is my, and, him and Merlin are the big deals. The and problem is, I really though, because love. when he finds out about this, this Arrow jet business has got to go because, oh, no, the, the Arrow alert's gone off. There's some problems downtown dealing with, you know, the street stuff going on, you know, like yeah. Jace Riot causing, like, you know, riots and whatnot like this. Yep. But, okay, we got the Aerojet. We're in downtown. What do we do now? Well, I guess we just jump out of the Aero. That Aerojet is flying into a building hit, and killing hit people. right into the space needle. That's going <laughs> down again. I'm under there. My fat ass is getting pulled out by Emiko again. Get out of here, you fat ass. Why are you still here? Uh, yeah, who knows? You got that. Uh, but you have this going on, and I just, like I said, I got a little bored because you do have Count Vertigo, which who I love. I actually yeah. really, really like Count Vertigo. And, and the thing is, when I'm not talk- a fan, but I'm happy he's dealing with one of his main yeah. villains. 
And, and this is the thing. A lot of times me and you are at work and we say, you know, you'll just say like, if you had to do this book, what villain would you have? I would definitely do a Count Vertigo story with with Oliver. And it, it kind of gets towards a, a thing that I thought would be OK, where you have that whole man, my diplomatic immunity wasn't what it once was, <laughs> was because good. you had like you ended up having Count Vertigo in jail for a long amount of time in solitary confinement. And while he was there, he didn't waste time. He ended up practicing on his vertigo powers. His implant, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to make them where he can then make the city do weird things. It was a weird combination. Like, you know, you have Count Vertigo who can put that whole Vertigo, like, you know, I want to say beam, just that whole Vertigo vertigo ness on you. And he sat there and This means to, yeah. He sat there in solitary confinement, objects, just, right? just kind of working on things, changing things, just, you know, kind of going into himself and thinking about how you can do this more, how you can evolve this power to the point where it seems now that he can vertigo reality itself. It's not the I perception think, yeah, of a or person. Objects. Yeah. I even thought it was just objects because he's there and he's got a, a knife and he makes it into a crystal. Then he and makes it back to a And when you see the knife. stuff going out, it should look amazing for you because you've got MC Escher kind of stuff, buildings off to the side over That's top of your head. And, even and because of Javier it, yeah. Fernandez goddamn art i'm like i'm looking at this and it just looks like a mess and i hate it that's what i mean yeah it looks you don't get that visual you know cool deal where even you have at the beginning when when they're doing this thing and once he gets involved you have an outside deal of like the prison and then as you go to two pages later you end up having that same landscape but now the prison's all mutated the trucks the truck has seven trucks on it and yet, because the art is so wonky, you don't even get like, oh, man, it changed because it just no. looks like it, it looks terrible. It, it does. And as he's walking around, he's changing the landscape. You know, if you're driving a car, it actually a uh, 90 degree angle up. He's doing all. But you never get that concept. Oliver's the buildings up on a freaking building down. looking down at uh, freaking, you know, upside that, down yeah, at Count Vertigo on another even building. Even with that, you're there and he doesn't even give himself any opportunity because at points he has really thin panels that are and you never even get a chance to see the grand scope of all this and it just comes off of you know know, well it looks muddied and and doesn't look that great now in this you do have the idea that what the lansing and kelly are going with is that he was put into jail by roy harper and that seems to be one of the things too most of the scarecrow we just dealt with in nightwing the whole idea like scarecrow's back in town to go after the boy who had no for my that must have been from years ago scarecrow now you're finally coming for vengeance count vertigo now that he's evolved his power he is broken out of prison and he's going after the guy who put him away which is a callback to green arrow number 19 and 20 where we had those flashback issues where you know you saw roy and oliver working together in the early days but that was a flashback and we've seen count vertigo since then yes and so it doesn't make sense in that overall scheme of things. The other thing that you point out that's huge is he does come out. He he has no idea that Roy's dead. So no. he comes out. Yeah, there's Green Arrow. There's Black Canary. Green Arrow, especially like, you know, where Green Arrow is, Speedy must follow. Right. So he's like, okay. And basically yells out, hey, hey, Roy Harper, if you're around, I have your friends here. Number one, well, how does he know it's Roy Harper? I have no he, idea. He uses his regular name. It's off. He should have yelled, you know, and I think that why they had to do it is because nobody knows what to call Roy Harper <laughs> to really make sure that everybody knows. Arsenal. You know, he, hey, spe- he should say Speedy, but he I could guess. also say Arsenal. He got, When they say that he was put in, 
He would have been speedy still, so that would have made idea sense. That we're but going people back don't to that know that a flashback, and you know, I like know. you know, from issue nineen and twenty. But yeah, from he's when just they, yelling Roy one, Harper. The one now. time that you know Arsenal came through and proved that he was worth being the sidekick to Green would, Arrow would by you, coming through at the end. It's this weird thing, you know. That's would what you hate the trick arrows that he made? Yeah, yeah. Would you hate the idea? That all of a sudden you have uh, Oliver there, and it looks like everybody's, you know, the things are getting mutated, everything's running around, around on each yeah. other. Yeah. And there's Count Vertigo, and Oliver's like, What did you say? He's like, Roy Harper, where are you, Roy Harper? And he's like, Roy's dead. He died. And then Count Vertigo just comes down, and then they hug, and then that's it, Eric. That's the issue. You know, they the end up uh, is- together. I actually almost kind of like that where the idea that – like I actually was making a joke in my little blurb where can yeah. Count Vertigo help Ali get over the death of his friend in Ward? I think where, that that's what might happen. If, with, that's you know, what the I'm The whole saying, thing yeah. is you know, here's Count Vertigo who's in this continuity, I guess, that's been spending all his time thinking about the guy who put him away, this kid. And, and he's, now he's going to get his – dead. And he's dead. And now he realizes, oh my god. I mean just this, even imagine this. Uh, imagine what he's yeah. feeling. And then all yeah, of a sudden just we imagine, have Count yeah. Vertigo – who Green Arrow considers the worst of the worst. Like when he fought, realizes it's Count Vertigo who broke out, oh my God, it's him. Like he was, yeah. shit is about to hit the yeah. fan. If those two just sat there and worked their problems out the, over the death of Roy Harper, it like, would be crazy. Be really good. And even with that too, uh, you, you just say you have a Count Vertigo there and he's like, you know, Roy Harper, where are you? And, and Oliver's like, what? Like he, he's dead. What? He's just a boy. He he can't be dead, don't, and then you'd have you and then Oliver could even count? say you would have killed him, and he, Count Vertigo would have been like, "Listen, I have problems with people. I wasn't going to kill him. I just wanted to, you know, mess Maybe with him a little." Him puke and then a little they, bit. they go make chili, Eric. That's what they're going to do. Though it made me laugh. Lansing and far. Kelly. Now I'm going to hate it. Lansing and Kelly have some balls on him, though. I, I will admit that because it, earlier in the issue, you have Oliver. Diana's like, "Listen, Ollie." You're out. You're overworking yourself. Like, and then Oliver's like, "What do you want me to do? Check into the sanctuary, please?" And he's that. And I'm like, "Boy, that's some balls going chase over at that." I'm telling you, it made me laugh. Like, oh my, you you got some balls on you guys. You, you're throwing shade at the old heroes in crisis here. I don't know. And then he's, he's really even like, shit. just the fact that his you know his his friend died there. You know, I just like it though. She's like, "Can we talk about it?" And he's like, "There's nothing left to say." And she says, "Maybe not to me." And he goes, "Where am I supposed to go?" Sanctuary? Just imagine. You, this, even what we had in Heroes in Crisis last issue where the whole thing is like, Ali, I want you to talk. Every time I want you to talk, you say, fuck this and walk away. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, yeah, really. And then uh, Oliver's like, I'd rather break my hand on Kent's jaw again. You, you have, again, call though. Call back to the funeral. Pretty, yeah. pretty good callback. So I, I like what they did. I like what they did with that. The Just the overall issue just didn't have enough going on, though that could change next issue. Next issue Agreed. could be now that they're this you know, facing This does appear to be only other. like a two-issue like issue arc, what we're dealing with now for that yeah. weird number 50 issue. Yeah, and, uh, you know, throwing in that kind of Citizen 2.0 it seems like, you know, why Chase do that? Riot. Yeah, Especially why do end. that Chase deal? That's what I'm saying. Why even bother Let's with that? Let's deal with some I think that she'll team. I think she'll team up with, with Ollie, and, you know, she's there helping people as well. But uh, that seems like they just want to get that and kind of put that to bed before we move on. But what did you give this? I gave this issue a 6.5 out of 10, and that is with me really hating Javier Fernandez's art. Yeah. I thought Lansing and Kelly came out a little weak at times here for what they're dealing with because you have some cool stuff you like you know dealing with the death of roy harper and you evolving count vertigo's powers it just kind of i don't know it didn't have yeah, the again, impact that it should you know, have it's I funny thought. too it's funny too because you're saying this this is a very 
new 52s style issue because you have a count vertigo where if you just let him sit for a couple more issues you're you're done with this series green arrow will come back we we know that at some point he'll either have you know an ongoing a mini series or whatever and you're changing count vertigo for no reason at the yeah. end and it, that's almost like how people got mad at scott snyder with uh mr. you know freeze. mr freeze and stuff like that it seems very odd for something to do at an end of a book that you know is ending and then the changes powers like that though I, and also i i'll give them credit if they wrap it around to something that is cool then I'll give them, you know, the, the props yeah. because right now I can't see like there's something very cliched like, oh, they're doing that because they're going to want to do that. Uh, I just think they're doing it. But my score, I probably should do it in song, Eric. Oh, God. I'm going <laughs> to give it a six, five. I almost could give it a seven. The if the art was better, that art kills if it me. was if the art was better, I could even go up to a seven, five. Because I'm giving them props for doing the continuity well, people, somebody well, has to give thing, props out for that because it's well, been a shambles. But it's still out of continuity because it doesn't deal. make any it sense is. with Count Vertigo it being is. taken but down by Roy Harper all those years ago. Did, you know, unless that, you know, in Rebirth, they're just saying that that is Must a precedent over Arrow all Rebirth. the other things. So, and really, even with the New 52, we didn't really do that much with them. But uh, I wouldn't, I don't like his power set getting changed. Uh, six, five. But we'll go off now to some more mail. Then, methought, the air grew denser. Perfumed from an unseen censer swung by seraphim, whose footfalls tinkled. On the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee respite, respite and nepenthe, from thy memories of my girl. Quaff, O oh, quaff this kind nepenthe, and forget this lost my girl, quoth wrong turn. I like the killing. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate, yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me, truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quoth wrong turn. I don't know. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Aden it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels name my girl. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden, whom the angels name my girl. Quoth wrong turn. Pestle shrimp? Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked, upstarting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit! the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from off my door. Quoth wrong turn. Must be Superman reborn. And wrong turn never flitting, still is sitting. 
still is sitting on the pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted. Bitch can't get through the door. Yo, it's mail call. It is the best podcast so week, even though Shay is such a freak. I've got to hear all the reviews and the mail with Jim. And I've got such a long way to go to make it to the end of the episode. First I'll hear mail with Jim, now mail with Jim. All right, we're back with mail section number dos, Eric. All right. Number dos. Dos it is, me friend. <laughs> Isn't that how the accent would go with that? Yeah, yeah that sounds oh, right. Welcome to the mail section number two, Holmes. You like that? Is that a good Weird one? Science Comics <laughs> I, I, I don't know what happens anymore on the show. Com. Oh, you, you have no idea what's going oh, no, on there. Have, have oh, pills made the return? What happened? Hey there, what's going on, me friend? Is that good? No, there's no, I don't know. I'm very tired right now. That usually means trouble. Dear possible staff. Oh, this is Adam, by the way. Adam, uh, who emailed in, Eric. He oh. emailed in. This is the mail section, if you didn't Good. know that. Didn't send in snail mail? No. Dear possible stepdaddy number one Uh-oh. and possible stepdaddy number two. Or up, as Adam? we say, dos. Yo, what's up, my dudes? I hope you both had a great great 2018 and a positive 2019 so far. I think 2018 was the best year of my life. Our beloved Eagles finally won a Super Bowl. Pretty good. I'm so happy it wasn't McNabb who did it first. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I wonder if Adam is a Andy Reid hater, uh, like a lot of people have become. And I was a McNabb fan. I've told you this many many a time. Yeah, he's done some things that kind of make him a piece of crap late, you know, after the fact. But I did like him and and rooted for him. But, God, I hated that man-child. He was goofy. He was a little too goofy. Big Dick Nick. Jim, please. Don't make a prediction on the podcast. Whenever either of us make a prediction on this podcast, they always lose. I also got engaged in 2018, but I thought he said it was a good year. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> so thankful to have you two to see what could go wrong in a relationship and avoid it. Uh, speaking of which, uh, we recorded last night. I got done. Go to lay down in the bed and the dog shit everywhere in the bed, Eric. And yes, I did lay in the shit. What I can't smell fuck? anything. I can't smell. Well, it's because your body's adapted smell. to try to, you know, live with yourself. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. I'm a, I'm a mutant. 
But yeah, I laid in it. I had to take a shower. <laughs> I was screaming just, and yelling. I was so mad. I was so mad. I said, warm, I said I'm in the shit. shit here. They thought I was having a flashback to my time at Nam. But you weren't. I Nam. haven't been reading comics too long. Stolen similar, similar to Eric, I love there uh, when there is continuity between stories. It seems like that's gone in DC Comics. Young Justice seems like fun. And I've heard so many people I listen to rave about Tim Drake and Superboy that to? I want to read it. But what is the point? Who are you listening to? Yeah, now Eric's getting jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your 2 a.m. podcast? And then he's like, you guys are. That oh. makes sense. Oh. DC always seems to set things up well and then abandon that continuity. So yeah. as a concept, I really, really like this Batman issue. Where did that come from? (laughs) However, in typical Tom King fashion, the execution is just terrible. I still think that it really would have worked well as a silent issue. It really just the idea of a horror kind of nightmare type thing. I think it would have been really good. I also agree that this would rightest. Yeah, <laughs> you got to go there. Do a silent issue, I says. Why are you I also agree that this would be a really interesting standalone issue because I'm an artist, Eric. I'm an artiste. What do you say? I'll get you the bagels. There you go. Isn't that Italian? Aren't bagels Italian? Might as well be, as far as I know. <laughs> hey, don't you give me that the Chinese invented the pasta? That's from me in the Sicily. There, there you go. That that's a little history Why was lesson for Sicily you guys. itself talking. That's Why? from me, the Sicily. Listen here. You say that you don't like me. I am a country that basically looks like a boot. A boot your ass. You shut your mouth. I also agree that this would be really Sicily. interesting standalone issue. I'm telling you, we don't have a lot of books that I, I'm really starting to pad the episode. Hey, but here it is just a waste. Jim, how can you, you not like Roco? And it's funny because I would love to quiz you on that. It's Robert Co- Robert Covington, who I yelled about that he wasn't uh, as good I'm as what people think. Was that like a yeah, Rocco. Weird, And the like, funny thing about Rocco, the funny thing about Rocco, that's Alex, my son, my oldest son. That's his favorite player of all time, which is nonsense, uh, Eric. Mine is AI all the way. Hey, you were talking about the practice, are you? The practice. One of the original processors of uh, and the definition of the process. He was such a lovable guy. I did think that. He was a nice guy. I did like him. I admit he took way too many three-point attempts, but he understood that that his best role on the team. He also was atrocious on defense against the Celtics in the playoffs. Besides that, he played above average defense. He says, I'm not sure how much he deserved the first team all defense, and then he didn't. He's okay. Uh, but okay. he easily most justified process yeah, thing that's ever okay. happened. It's was on a, right. on okay, a payroll everyone. salary. On the other hand, I thought Dario Sarge was the most overrated player on the team and could not understand what everyone liked about him. Now, Dario, I really liked, but yeah, I kind of. Dario Argento? Yeah, as well. No, not Dario oh. Argento. I, I came about with the idea of what Adam's saying, too. He was overrated. I was happy to see him leave. You guys still down with TTP? You know me. You trust in that process, Eric? Is that, that what process, you do? Baby. Eating chicken wings, you over there eating the chicken wings with Joel Embiid, are you? Well, not right now. <laughs> uh, best podcast this side of the Susquehanna. I just want to know which side. Yeah, I just want to know what one of these other freaking ones you're listening to. Yeah, I don't know. Eric's starting to put his foot down. He's not going to play this nonsense. Love Adam. Thank, Thank you, Adam. Adam. And I trust the process. Uh, my son, Alex, oh my God, that he lives and breathes Sixers now. And he never liked basketball at all growing up. And then, boy, he became the, the process got him in. He's really in. He's fired up about the Eagles as well. In the house right now, I got to fight freaking Mr. Cleveland down the hall there. 
you should see him. He just he just walks by where I'm doing something. I'm making notes for the podcast. Where he just walks by and just insults the Eagles just out of nowhere. <laughs> well, it's better <sighs> than this old thing where he just walks by and insults you. Yeah, that's true. At least it's the Eagles. Brandon is next, uh, and I'm not going to make any predictions for the Eagles. Yeah, don't do it. So I, I don't want to mess that up. Brandon, sup, fellas? Sup, Brandon? I'll start with maybe something that Eric Lee can shed light oh, on goody. because personally I'm perplexed. What is the world's sudden obsession with poop and butt-related toys? I, I can't tell you. I walked down. That's why I did that episode on the Flesh Force because that was just like the tip of the yeah. iceberg coming out with like – then you have the grocery gang with their moldy toys and stuff like that. <laughs> grocery it's, gang. It, it's all like off. We got the Buttface ninjas now. Oh yeah, the Buttface ninjas. That's what, what's going on. I'm telling you, you Did have a makers- line of toys called Poopies, where yeah. it's just yeah. little pieces of shit with eyes. You on should it. just do. You should do a boys' toys just on poop-based toys. That'd be pretty fun. Right? I don't want to buy these things. I I actually had to fucking force myself to do the flesh force. It, it sickens me. These kids yes. of today. What are they doing to themselves? Uh, the poopies. Yeah, yeah, that's what the and it's it's not even just the kids of today. It's the people making the toys that think that's what the kids of today are into. <laughs> they all got shit Did finishes. All the, yeah, that's what happened though. It's like they're like, what are the kids doing? Some guy just out of the blue, like, ah, eh, they're always online talking shit. And they thought that meant poop. Oh no! All the videos I watched are always covered in shit, dude. You got to somebody fire this guy. (laughs) I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what that guy's doing watching scat. Did all of the makers of toys one day get in a room together and say, "Let's only focus new toy lines and games solely on poop or butt related products"? The thing is, as a a young boy, I you know anything butt related was fun. Yeah, it's it's a really strange progression because even being a kid in the '80s with all the gross out toys, we had slime, booger looking things, stuff like that, and now like. What else was there? Like even blood, like like bloody stuff as well that we had weird stuff. Now it's just taking it. All right, we've gone as far as we can with the normal stuff. Time to go Let's for just the do shit. That. Yeah, there you go, Eric. I'm an adult. I don't need this talk. Where are all large gentlemen shit. tired of being poop shamed in the office? <laughs> I just have no idea what's going on here. This is 2019 during where outrage culture strikes at everyone and everything that hey, steps man, everybody out of line. Poops. Yet kids are playing with uh, bring colored literal shit and cares. I, was Brandon drunk right now? Actually, he must be yes. sober right yes. now. I need to get my weekly Benders or King ran out of the way here. This week, Tom King grinds my gears because as soon as 2010 out of 10s, uh, as, <laughs> as soon as 2010 out of 10s don't start rolling in week after week, the dude starts making all sorts of rules to be allowed to follow him without being blocked. I personally don't follow him because although he may be a good guy, which he does seem like a good enough guy, I personally find him insufferable as him? a human being through social Tom media. King. And this just yes, feels like the most pretentious move I've seen since blind block bots. Block assholes or don't, but making up rules or set of rules you post as guidelines for people Sounds to like follow and then keep villain. amending oh, no, like run, people. Oh, no, it's the blind block bots. I know, it's the blind block beep, bots. Boop, oh, no. Boop, beep, <laughs> I can't see... But I will get you. But I can where, feel. Where is Daredevil? <laughs> I am the blind block bot. Uh, uh, uh. There you go, Eric. That is scene done. You like just? Would you like to be attacked by the block bot or the blind block bot? The you, blind you block think bot, you would obviously. Look- then I feel like we're on even terms. 
That is true. I was going to say, then both of you, neither of you can see each other. No. Like people are hanging on your every damn word and constantly checking back on you, which Brandon does. It's the most head up your ass thing I've seen from a comic book writer in a long time. I get it. He wants a civil timeline, but just block assholes and don't announce it to the world like everyone else. Nobody but the people who already praise you ever. Uh, every tweet gives a shit about your rules. 90% of people who will get blocked by him don't give a shit about them anyway. It all came out as just another way for him to get his request. 10,000 likes and retweets for his ego each day, if you ask me. It did seem one of those, like, you know what I don't like? This is my new tweet. I'm on Twitter right now, Eric. I'm, I'm going to get on Twitter here uh, and tweet. You know what I don't like? What's that, Jim? <laughs> Hate. There you go. I'm going to get a lot of retweets. I'm going to retweet this one. You know what? People should get I along. I hate hate. I, I hate hate as well. Oh, my God. It's spinning around in and of itself. It's imploding. Yeah. You know what we should do? Be nice. There's my tweet. Oh, my. People are, are liking and retweeting. <laughs> I hate those tweets. I hate it. I also just hate the like, hey, what do you think of this? And, and nothing. I, I don't think I, I'm a dummy. You're just I, ruining I everything, everything you're trying to read with that quacky quack, aren't you? Oh, no. You think that, Eric. I actually opened up another browser, <laughs> and I can hit this now and go to the wackiest page you've ever seen. <laughs> I should actually – I should do that in the page show notes. not just found. To, just to show. I don't think that you can see when I put notes. I'd put it in there to see this wacky shit that I'm typing up now. Now you maybe go. Now I'm now I'm screwed. Books. Batman number 63. Two out of ten. Simply put, this was the most hated issue of Batman and Tom King's run so far, with no exaggeration. This includes an arc more. about a war we never saw, an issue with a failed promised wedding featuring mostly pinups, and an issue where Tom King just went to the public domain at lazy attempts to be deep. Then Mitch Gerard should have included 3D glasses with his art, and it might have been uh, tolerable to look at. Speaking of Mitch Gerard's, let's add him to my list of names i have no idea why they're overly beloved or popular if you ask me nick darrington cover for mr miracle or what i remember about the series not mitch's copy and paste art smashed in the nine panel grids or king's writing joshua williamson certainly isn't the relief i'm looking for i'll tell you that and 105 (laughs) can't come soon enough oh my cw please get something out of our hair oh my it does oh my god homegirl doesn't chase eric homegirl gets chased Justice League hashtag whatever. Where is Scott Snyder? I'm not buying the Justice League for James Tyne in the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> the art is pretty good as usual, but eh, James Tyne it's so much really. I thought this DC exclusive stuff was a good thing when they did it, but I'm so tired of this cast of characters that they just throw around and my pull list keeps shrinking because of it. And he's talking about the writers just switching off yeah. on books. Ending on a high note here, I need a sports hot take. From Eric Shea. What is a sports hot take, Eric? That's you, one wanna, of those you, want... where you give your opinion on something. Yeah, that's what it is. The yeah. hot takes. Yeah, well, what's your hot take? We, I didn't want you a definition of a hot take. He wants a that hot take. That was my hot take of a hot take. Oh, that was your hot take. How about you're like, I don't like hot takes. <laughs> I do not like hot <laughs> takes. How about this? How about you go with, even though uh, people are enamored with such a high scoring NFL this season, a great defense always wins out. There's a hot take for you, Eric. It may not be true, but there, there's a hot take for you. How about that? Even though Jim that? Warner considers himself oh, an here athlete, here I just go. don't see it. Yeah, you see it every day. You see it. When you come by, you, you're, you are taller than me. You come by and try to push me. I'm going to check your ass right into the wall. <laughs> Do you notice that every time I try, I try to get, freaking mail oh, you know. into the wall? Oh, it's the best. Ah, oh, but that's the end of the mail. Thank I just you, thought Brandon. you were a jerk. 
Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> I, I'm not going to take that from you. I, I accidentally uh, bumped yes. into you. Yeah, no, you, you've been. There's no accidents the in this fuck world. Does this guy here. get off. There's no, I'm like, remember at one point that uh, we worked with this guy named Sean, and we're sitting out on the the bench. We used yeah. to go out in the front of the work. They had a bench. We we don't do that. No, anymore. we don't like to associate there. with people. Yeah. Well, we're sitting there with Sean, and this one guy came out, just walks out of the door, doesn't even look at us, but spits on the grass on the other side. Sean said that that's prism rules. Oh, he was shit. dissing them, and they were going to have to fight, possibly kill each other. Whoever won is the winner, and he was trying to submit his dominance over uh, uh, all of us. I'm like, really? I'm going I back in from just, break. I don't need any of this. Really, that's why we weren't – he's not there anymore. He used to tell me the craziest shit that went on in his mind. But that is the end of mail section number two. We're going to go off to talk to Reggie about some books. Those shoes are for my daughter's recital. What do you think I got, baby? Oh, put my foot down once and for all because it's Bring It Back Billy. Here to tell you everything you ever wanted to know about the past. And nostalgia, things you remember. Oh, wearing my robe and lying on my side with my toes in the air. Well, I heard you two are going to bring back the Fisher-Price record player. Oh, you know you're bringing that back. Where do you think Billy learned how to scratch? And Eric, I heard your whack ass wanted to bring back Flintstone's vitamins. Your boy Billy and a whole bottle one of the fourth grade grew up big and strong. And Jim. Jim, I heard you're gonna bring back Teddy Ruxpin? Oh no! That man's got bad intentions, Jim! Look at his eyes! I love you all, XOXO. Mwah. All right, we're here with Reggie. Hey, Reggie. Hello. Me and Reggie were just arguing about books before we got on. I told him oh, yeah? he's done with this nonsense. No, I don't know. Uh, we, wow. we have these books. And I, t- I did tell you, though, that it seems that when you get on, nobody wants to hear me yell and scream about how I don't like things, that they want to hear you and Eric talk about how much you love things. And that is the case I with, love things? with both I Justice League Dark and the Green Lantern book, and we don't know, we just leak darks next week, but we have the Green Lantern book this week. So uh, I was at the one point we were doing Just the League Dark, and I ended up just getting fr- – remember the time I went down and made a sandwich? Yeah, I yep. had enough. I, I got so much praise. For for uh, <laughs> dialing it back and like uh, you had Ruben, it's like that was that really took a lot of you know you're classy by not let you know not getting negative and letting those. I'm like I I didn't have anything to say, but I think that this may happen again tonight. Uh, yeah. Though again, if everybody hates the book, then it's open season for us, which is going to happen in this section as well. But if one person likes it, then you then that's you're not, the problem uh, because that's you, where I was getting I was getting to this <laughs> as well as because we are going to start with the Greenland, which we'll give the blurb in a second. And the Ooh. issue is is that Eric may like this issue less than me, and so Eric maybe he I don't like have, this series. Yeah, I'm not really down with it either. I I think that a lot of people are still just if you're into morrison craziness i'm not you are now getting it 
I, I mean, I'm telling you, the first two issues to me, he, it was kind of an in-between. Like, hey, I, I don't like Morrison that much, but I like what's going on. It's full Morrison now. I think you would agree with that, Reggie, right? When we're, no, we're talking I, about I, that. I actually feel like this is the most straightforward of the three issues. You the think first two, that the first there's two a guy that's you? God by a... Listen, listen. If you want to make shepherd. if you want to make the <laughs> allegory of God and about a social commentary, that's on yeah. you, my friend. Well, okay? this is just a story about a, a social giant commentary. Guy that yeah, yeah. Like, if you want to make a social commentary while sacrificing the character of no, how Jordan, no, what, like, what Reg- is that about? No, what well, Reggie there, there is, is telling that. me is that he thinks that the allegory's in my head. He's he to just you have a guy that looks like God for crying out loud. I've seen God. That looks like oh, him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Damn <laughs> right. Don't look in the face of God, Jim. Yeah, I know. Well, here we go. Here we go. It's not like Alan Moore, I think. Yeah. That's who it's supposed to be. And isn't he God? Isn't he, well, Reggie? Well, let, let's day. start this. I'm I'm going to lean on you to convince me to like this issue. So oh, you go and for. try that's to convince me. For. Uh, the Green Lantern, number three, written by Grant Morrison, art by Liam Sharp and Steve Olaf. It's rhyme time, it's rhyme time, time to put the comic books in rhyme, it's rhyme time, it's rhyme time, time to put the comic books in rhyme. Now step right up, just what it's worth, alien shrunk and auction earth, the Green Lantern Corps hit and had a look, but Hal Jordan said, take him by the book. Now with the shepherd, he had a private chat. He wants to eat the world, and we can't have that, even if the earthlings are good to go. It can't hurt what our great-grandkids don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going through this issue and I'm paging through right now. It just must not be for me. I, the, you know, the wacky aliens and stuff like that. I'm not going to go with that and think that it, I do like seeing them, but that doesn't make me like a book or hate a book. I, and, I will say now this, this many in, uh, as much as I do personally like Liam Sharp's art, yeah. artwork. I don't think it's a good fit for this. I'm not uh, digging it here. It's not either. a great it, fit, but I actually like a lot of these pages more than I have of some of his other so stuff. I was going to say that this particular one, I, I almost feel like he couldn't go as detailed as he did in the first one, and it's it's and to it the helped. issue's benefit. Yeah. But overall, I really I don't think this is the kind of look I want to see in this no, book. No, no, I agree. It's, and, it's just when you look at the door character, like you know, Volger Zoe of the door uh, species here, who is the auctioneer of these planets. It looks silly. It looks like almost like a kid's silly little yeah. story kind of thing that does not work with the rest He's got of the those comics. Tight and shorts looks. there. He's got the jacked up <laughs> shorts. Yeah. Oh, he looks like it me looks at the like pool. a cracked magazine yeah, version it does of this character. Little. It does. Uh, it's like actually, it reminds me of like a Basil Wolverton, like super hyper detailed. Yeah. Uh, they just went in too deep on it. As a matter of fact, Ruben asked him about that. I think it was Ruben, and uh, he said he was inspired by Squidward from. Oh. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, so figure, figure that out. Whoop de do. Whoop de do. But yeah, uh, with this though, it's a story. And and where I'm saying to you, Reggie, is that I think it's more full Morris, and maybe you don't agree what you said. Uh, but we were talking about what uh, I thought the issue was and what it isn't and all that stuff. The problem that I have with this is I'm still trying to get my bearings on this series. This is only the third issue. For some yeah. reason, this plays out as if it's like a 15th issue, like down the line that we've they, established yeah. things that we got. Into it, yeah. it's, it seems that each time I go to read this, I'm just kind of like you said, it is the flavor of the month. But it's Ooh. just it's just throwing me into something, and I I end up getting punched by it for 
19 pages until I finally recover and then there I have it. It's over because things happen. I realized that while I'm reading this, I don't remember half the things that happened last issue, the issue before. That's on me. This issue as but that's the problem. I'm having problems. Yeah, I'm with having... all the crazy aliens, the crazy names that he wants to throw at you at the quick pace that we're just moving from place to place without having a real bearing of what's going down in the series so far. I'm like, I have this attention deficit disorder out of nowhere and I blame Morrison. Yeah, well, I have it anyway, and I'm struggling. And I think that Liam Sharp's panels at points are a little too busy, so I can't really yeah. get my bearings with that. But, Reggie, tell us about the story. Tell us well, about the craziness. So uh, this Dorian Slaver, and he's now holding an auction. Well, you know, end of last issue, last page, Hal Jordan showed up to where Earth used to be, and there was nothing. It turned out that these Dorians have been shrinking worlds, and they're having an auction of different planets, and planet Earth is one of them. Uh, a lot of people are bidding on it. Although I'll tell you, it doesn't look like a crazy bidding war like you might expect over Earth. Uh, yeah, so, they have seven hundred freaking million J's. Well, there's J's, only, but there's yeah, only there's like, only a couple people involved. There's though. only a few people that can. One of them is Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf, and even he's sort of like he's even he's kind of like, ah, eh, you know, I really got to get this, but you know, he's kind of on the wall. A few Dominators are doing it, you know, but they're they're, they're going back and forth, and yeah, they're going. One thousand Jilly Stellars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is what I think it is. You, know, <laughs> you don't, you guys don't. The Jilly, Jilly Stellar is one to one uh, quadrillion uh, American I, I, dollars. I know as much about Jilly Stellars as I do of uh, Bitcoin, so it's all it's all nonsense to me. There uh, you go, there you go. Invest in your Jilly Stellar. Yes, Jilly Stellars. Uh, so, and, and what's what's crazy is, I mean. This this is where I knew Eric and others that that are have a problem with continuity might say, well, what the fuck? I mean, they're talking about having shrunk this Earth. Billions have died. The Earth is in chaos. Yeah, you know, yeah. like like civilization is is this yeah, is it looks like civilization has come to an end. Yeah, type yeah. Here, you know? <laughs> we <laughs> must go to millions are coming to sickness, surrendering <laughs> to know? chaos. I'm like, yeah. and even the whole idea, like, where's the Justice League? We don't need the Justice League. We need a cop. I'm like. Get the hell out of town, Eve. I don't know who you are anymore. I don't know what you're doing. Give me the Justice League. I need to know how things are happening on Earth right now, besides yeah. for Hal Jordan being out of character, trying to fight God about it. Yeah. Justice League is probably just very like, let's see what happens. Let's just tough. Let, let, let's ride this one They're out. They're just and blaming see where the totality is what I heard. They're just yelling <laughs> it totality. Is, it is funny, nonsense. though, because when I do look at the, when that one panel that the Justice League does show up here, when you get to see them doing stuff, it really does remind me, though, of Grant Morrison's Justice League run when I look at it. I'm like, oh, these are the way the characters I remember them. Yeah, I uh, see Martian Manhunter, the one thing. He's beefed up. Jesus sure Christ. Look at those it, arms. It's very Howard. It, it, yeah. is, it looks very like similar to his run on it. So, uh, and it is those, you know, those core characters. Yeah. So that's. That's a good point, Eric Shea. Yeah. So right. anyway, uh, <laughs> check on the board here. Over over at the uh, over at the auction, they're going back and forth. Suddenly, a guy comes in uh, called the Shepherd, and yeah. these people say he looks like God. I think he looks like you know maybe like an old Santa. Or maybe know, maybe that what God looks like? <laughs> okay, because as far as I understood, okay, Jack, a Jesus Christ was a Jesus Christ was a black. Oh, you know? I thought well, it's a uh, woman. Uh, Right, hey, it, it, it just it, the shepherd, and I'm just like, really? This, this and is he's what got we're a getting. shepherd's crook, and, and uh, this starts to get to this, like, you know, social commentary, though, in this this issue, and it, it really threw me off. It, it threw can, me off. Okay, listen, you know, there's there obviously is some sort of a, a thing there, but I wouldn't call this like a highly charged, you know, social issue. You know, yeah, what it's, I mean? it's, it's just more, well, it's, it's more about it's funny too because you. 
You mentioned Alan Moore when we were before we did. And I know that Grant Morrison and Alan Moore have, you know, a little fight amongst themselves. They don't really like yeah. each other. Uh, but it did feel like an Alan Moore type of social commentary, like a, not a social commentary of like all of a sudden how's like, you know what I don't like? People who block people on Twitter. It's more of the people don't take care of the earth. And if you don't do uh, and I just it threw me off. It, if it, people it, don't smarten up, their grandchildren aren't going to have a world to live in. Yeah, but and then the, the commentary to me was. Was the uh, don't you care about what this earth will have happen? Do it for your grandkids? No, we don't. We, we have superpowers. No. Whoopee! We're caring about what we're doing right now. Yeah. I, so, I so just to just to explain why why we're we're talking about this, the shepherd wins the thing, and he's going to oh. take the auction. And at first, he says he's going to take the earth, and everything will be great. But it turns out that he's going to eat the earth, yeah. but it's going to be in. A thousand years, does he say, or something like ten thousand like, years? It's like ten thousand, like two thousand years, or so something like that. So yeah. it's down the line, but in the interim, it's going to be paradise, and they're all going to have superpowers. Everybody has superpowers on and the I planet. And I guess since like billions died, there's probably like a lot more. You probably move into a lot of empty houses. You know, maybe you can stretch out a little bit. Maybe you could see Eric moving into your house. Yeah, uh, I'm like, moving. <laughs> a little more luxury. Yeah. Uh, that would be nice. So you know, uh, the, so that, that's the case. And then when Hal is like, "Yo, you know." What the hell you want to, uh, let's get you out of here. The earthlings who actually talk to him through the UN, which I was like, that's, I also love the part where he goes and talks to, uh, Wong, the pie face where like his, his face like appears sort of like from outer space. Yeah. You see you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I just found that to be a silly way to, to render that sort of a thing. Um, yeah. So, uh, but this whole thing, though, the idea of, you know, Grant Morrison, I'm going to do a, you know, a police procedural, how Jordan's space cop kind of book. And we have the Green Lantern Corps, you know, they're surrounding the area where the auction's going down. And we got to wait for them to do like, you know, to make the sell before we can go in because we have yeah. the evidence then. And I'm like, OK, I can see this. And then when it comes to the whole idea where the Green Lantern Corps have to go after the, the, the would be buyers who are trying to escape. But we have the Black Stars, which I did appreciate is a faction of the Dark Stars that have broken off and become their own thing. I thought, that okay, yeah. you're explaining that. I appreciate that. But when we have the Green Lantern Corps going after these ships that are escaping and the Black Stars are protecting them because that's what they were hired for, it just becomes a mess. I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at half the time. The Green Lanterns are spouting off about how they're trying to do this one. And the Black Stars, I have trouble following this whole bit. And then it just becomes orange energy surrounded around black things in space flying around. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. And then how Jordan's fighting God. I'm like, what happened? Well, I mean, I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest that what you're talking about, and we should, so we should have mentioned that. That's exactly what Eric said. That when they go after the rest of the auction, the, these black stars come in, and they, they they're using a technology that they took off of Evil Star, I guess, two issues ago or one issue ago, whatever yeah. that was, and that sort of channels their emotions, and it sort of becomes a negative. You know, it's the reverse of will. You know what I mean? It sort of saps you of your will, and uh, it's like the reverse Green Lantern thing. Uh, I really, I'm going to chalk that up, honestly, I think, to the layout, to the plotting. You know, it's because it's not a crazy thing that's happening in that scene. Eric just explained it, but it doesn't look that way. It does look super confusing. Yeah. Then a boat a boat shows up, you know, and you're just like, what is happening? Uh, but as far as what's yeah, actually happening. Even when, you know, how Jordan is arguing with God about who belongs, like, and God's trying to give. It's look, we got microbes. Okay. We, got, we got fungus <laughs> down here. They make up more. And I think, like, you know, they should have the same over human beings. But even the human beings are under this gamma freaking stupidity, right? Yeah. Where they don't care. They got superpowers. So they're cool with what we got going on right now. And then all of a sudden, how Jordan is just back at the auction place. I'm like, what happened? Where did we go from point A to point B? Because he's just flying back through space out of nowhere. And, like, he let this lie? I don't understand. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, and I got, I got a little, of, I got a little thing of, you know, maybe I'm reading too much into social commentary, but even that, it's like, hey, we trust this guy. He looks like God. He looks like Santa. That's yeah. not what he really looks like. This is this real thing, and it, it's to me is they're playing along the lines. Grant Morrison is throwing shade at people who, you know, elect an official saying they're one thing, and then when like. they reveal themselves to be evil, they don't care. They, oh, well, yeah, he doesn't look that, but we have. Superpowers. Oh, we have oh, no. this. We have, you know, and hey, and I, I just, I thought, I actually thought it was a bit heavy handed, but maybe I'm the only one. Uh, but oh, I did like worse. him. I did like him getting hit. He punches the shepherd with the boxing glove. That, that's pretty good. With feathers on it. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that. I like that. that was pretty good. Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, after that, they basically wrap it all up. They're able to stop his arc with uh, some Green Lantern isms. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. They go, they go check out underneath, and there's all those slaves that have been picked up by the Dorian slavers, and uh, he's really pissed off. They look Merchandise like is what that in, is. They're in bad shape down there. The Dorian is yeah. like, hey, you, you can't stop you me. Yeah. That's my, that's the business. That's you know, you you, you got to protect that. And he's like, f you. And Hal Jordan sends out what looks like about five spikes yeah. that skewer. The Dorian and then Hal Jordan is like, you sorry, it was self-defense. Let's clean this mess <laughs> up. That's my favorite part. That's and I love the art like, in that last page. Like, that last it, page almost looks like a classic Dave yes, Gibbons. It looks and and crazy, I love like, it. So. I actually really like it. And I, to me, this is the problem with, with Liam Sharp. He does like to get ultra detailed. He does like to get very organic. And where Eric and you had said, it does get confusing. When he does a page where it's just a huge bit of Hal Jordan and a, yeah, and a last scene, bit looks great. really good. I think that maybe that would be better served, this book, to kind of dial it back a little to do more like this. And yeah, it looks classic. I just like that he's like, it was, you saw it. It was in self-defense. <laughs> so everybody's wondering... Is this him being controlled? Is this even how Jordan will have to see? Because it's well, going to be one of those things, Like I said before, yeah, maybe or he got maybe he's not. Yeah. Of his, like, well, know, like I said, it seemed very odd before, or how Jordan was trying to, like, you know, rile the people of Earth to stand against this Shepherd character. And Shepherd saying, like, oh, they want this kind of thing, and then he just returns out of nowhere. I'm like, did something happen to how Jordan? Because yeah, like, when maybe he comes it back was something and different. Matter, and just murders this Dorian. And like, look, y'all saw it. you're going to back me up when the guard is. Like, this was self defense, everybody. I just placed a knife down by his freaking ankle. Here he came yeah. at me. Everyone saw him. But what's what weird? You, yeah. Issue number three. You ruined my favorite. One of my favorite characters. But it's weird though. Worse. It's funny too because if it's say well, it's they not ruined him long time yeah, ago. Yeah, Eric. What are you talking yeah. about? Say it. Say it isn't how Jordan. And and like redeemed. Eric said, the the kind of going from one place to the other. Say that there. It's a dupe. This is a duplicate. Not even how. I don't know why he would even yell at self defense if he's trying to set him up. But something seems to be wrong with him doing that. But we'll see. We'll see how it is. I, I don't know. Maybe it's Al. Jordan. Maybe. Could be his brother. Cal Jordan, his there cousin. There you go. Cal uh, Jordan. Yeah, I, I just, I can't grab on, like, I would like to say after three issues. Now, a lot of times we say three issues is what we give a book. Before. Maybe, I drop it. maybe a Grant Morrison deal, you have to give six. And what I was going to say is I couldn't describe this to somebody. If somebody came up to me at a comic store and said, oh, I heard about this, The Green Lantern with Grant Morrison. Tell me what's going on. Like, should I nope. get it? What's the story? 
I don't think I could really describe it. I All really right, can't. Jim, fine. Tell me about Suicide Squad Black Files. Well, What's going on that Well, Katana, she's <laughs> in the soul sword. I already <laughs> went further. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that Black Files, that we'll talk about later, is along the same caliber as no. something like a Grant Morrison Green Lantern book. I just can't get just into this right now. I, 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 yeah, I'm going to sit here and tell you that. I'm desperately going to try to get involved in this book. I really will. I'll even do that for Just League Dark because I did love that at the beginning. And yeah, uh, yeah. But this isn't even – and, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, my joke of a lot of words and stuff. But it's – in this book, my problem is, is he does try to, you know, impress you with zilly, jelly, bean, money names and this. <laughs> and, I mean, everything – there's nothing I can grab onto except by, by the end I go, oh, yeah, he, he punched God. In the face, the shepherd, but that's kind of what I got from this. Hey, they were selling her. And all I could think about was Star Trek V when, you know, Captain Kirk went up against God. I'm like, this never ends well. Don't do this. We ain't nerds, Eric. We don't know what you're talking about. Please. You guys guys ever think... What was it the God whales in that one? one of us? Yeah, I did, no. yes. What if God... I'm not even what if he was a slob like one of us? What if he was us? a slob like one of us? He called a slob. You. I've oh. seen you. What do you oh. Who you kill? Yeah, God can see all. Being, he can uh, see you. I just want to... Uh, the song with, uh, what is it? Tell me all those thoughts of God. That's what I was thinking. Because I really <laughs> want to meet her. her oh, my God, is it her? The mind <laughs> was blown. Uh, yes, mind blown. <laughs> Uh, this book is kind of that, uh, that, that day. Young Jim Warner, he just took yes, the family did. Bible and put out I the went, damn Oh my books. God, I'm done with this. Oh my. <laughs> no, with this book, this is where I I just I get the idea, Reggie. Again, you're more of a Grant Morrison guy, so you have more experience. But where I'm going from the general idea of what the you know the landscape of our books are, this is a wacky book, and I'm afraid that it's going to get more wacky because I don't think anybody at editorial will be maybe able to I, reel him I in. Am, oh, I think I, you're I used agree, to it. I, I think that. you're used I, to I his stuff. That. I definitely agree with his this run being so far c- continuity obliterating, and that's yeah. all part of the same thing. They're never going to stop. Uh, no. Graham Morrison from they're, they're, the hell if they can't stop, uh, you know, Sam Humphreys from yeah, doing gonna, something, they're not, they're not going to step into Grant Morrison. But, and but I, to me, this is accessible. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm a nerd to the like the way yeah, he, I, he writes or whatever, but I feel like the first issue was was a little rough, kind of figuring out what's going on. Now it is. It's sort of like a you know crime of the week. Type yeah, of you scenario, can go or, with that. Yeah, you can, if, if I go with that, I, I can see that I can kind of wrap my i'm still just trying to get a basic focus of the this series and maybe i'm going about it wrong maybe i'm actually doing this the wrong way almost like uh i think it was john wayne even told me about adventures of super sons where i'm waiting for this long drawn out story and instead it's just the adventures each issue you get a little adventure and go from that maybe i'm going into this a little different where and also maybe i'm also going in a little biased because i'm wary that i'm gonna get grant morrisoned and I think I am, and I get very <laughs> confused and and stuff you like have that. Been I am Morrison, but <laughs> I, I, it, it's it's a weird deal because my score is not a two, like how it seems. Because I am kind of, I'll give it credit for doing the stuff, but it's also the stuff that I'm not liking as well. It's a weird way to to describe it. Yeah. I like the 
the the concept of going big. It's kind of like what I say about the Justice League book as well, uh, where I like the big ideas. I just need to have something to grab onto to keep me going from issue to issue, and I'm not getting yeah. that yet. And well, seeing well, different, there will be a, a yeah a through story. That's, will I just need something. Yeah. Right? I need to at least like even Eric said. Now he, he did that with Hal Jordan at the end. Hal Jordan should be my anchor. Of yeah. where I'm going through this, and a lot of the book isn't Hal Jordan, so I don't know where to anchor myself. Oh no, he just in. cut the anchor. Yeah, I don't know where to anchor. But what what did you give it, Reggie? Well, you know, I do agree with a lot of your uh, complaints. I don't find it too uh, inaccessible, but if you say you're having uh, trouble yeah, finding, me. I'm, a, in, I'm an idiot. <laughs> to me, this to me this book this book definitely pays a lot of like I've said this the last two issues a lot of fan service to people that read the '80s Green yeah. Lantern core. Uh, Len Wein, Dave Gibbons, and then there was like a uh, Tales of the Green Lantern Corps back then. I really love that book, and this book is sort of similar to that in that we're sort of seeing different aliens, seeing different yeah. creatures. Yeah, different you're definitely things getting that. But it's but it is definitely you know it's a lot to get, and and at some point there's it happens to everyone definitely with Morris and stuff is he's going to bring up something that that he was mentioned in passing four issues ago, and you'll be like, oh well, okay, I got to remember yeah, what yeah. the hell that was all about. But that's all part of the fun of comic books. Hard remembering what happened in an issue, let alone four issues ago. Well, you obliterate your brain with, uh, you know, inhaling uh, Big Max. He he you know, yeah he he doesn't smoke eat Big from Max. your oven or whatever. But uh, you don't eat, you eat <laughs> nobody Big Max? eats Big Max. Absolutely Big Max not. are garbage. My friend Jimmy loves Big Max. Really, it blew my mind. They to are find the that worst. Messiest sandwich. It is. I know. I, I'd say I have one about one every three years. Same I just, here. Because I, I forget that, that they kind of <laughs> suck. Same you know? here. I always like, I would, think that I have to try it again. I'm my, telling my you. Friend, my that, friend Jimmy gets them about every third time that. he goes. He loves them. Really? I, I, I have two things that that happens with. And every time I should realize that I'm burnt. I don't know if yep. Eric will guess the second one. One's the Big Mac. The second one's a Butterfinger. Yeah. Every time oh, yes. I think I'm inspired to eat a Butterfinger, I eat it. I'm yeah. like, God I, damn I, I it, try this to tell sucks. You, don't do yeah, it. You I do know it at better. work. I'm like, eh, I'm going to get a Butterfinger. Destroyer, you know? you might no, it's the worst. Just I'm going to spend the next That's two hours funny. picking shit out of my teeth. Oh, it's it's just the worst. You know? it, it, and Bart I, I always like, think that I'm going to That was the problem. Hey, you can put all your fingers on my Butterfinger. Take it away. I'm telling you, I just can't. I always get inspired. And when I eat, and when I say the messiest sandwich, it's you can't eat a Big Mac very well in the car while you're driving. That's what oh, I need. No. Plus, then if you heat it up in the microwave, it's the worst. It's the worst sandwich ever. It's never so heat up bad. McDonald's. That's yes, insanity. you do. You I actually you heat it up. Food when you yeah. do that. Hey, there you go. But what do you give uh, this, Reggie? Anyway, just the last thing I'll say that I do think that the, the artwork it's a little too busy for this, and and the plotting is just gets crazy. It's hard to follow. Uh, part not you know part of it has got to be a little bit of Grant Morrison in there too. Whoever's yeah. doing that is. Uh, it's just I wish it was a little more straightforward and that the pages are a little cleaner. But I had a blast with the issue. I'm having a good time. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Uh, yes, I'm giving it a 6 out of 10. I'm still still on board. I, I still – I just – I need something more. I'm waiting for that thing to click in my mind to really like it. And it, it seems to gradually be getting away from that even more. Like I'm sitting there waiting for the ship to come in. The ship's going out. The love boat, <laughs> love boat's going out. I see Isaac. He's already mixing up drinks for people. And Captain Steubing's, you know, giving me the finger. I need him to pull it around because oh, okay. I have to be involved in a story with, uh, say, uh, Charles Nelson Riley, me and him solving crimes on the boat. That's what I, <laughs> that is my dream episode. And it's just, it's, it's going. I'm left at port and I'm afraid I'm going to be left. And also I, in the back of my mind, I'm just waiting 
for Grant Morrison to quit and get off the book anyway and then see where that goes. But as it goes now, I just need something to grab onto. I, I haven't got it. It is a little bit of the art in this. I Like I said, that last couple pages, I really like the pages that had bigger things going on and a little less of the busy backgrounds. I like, but parts. boy, it gets mm. busy very quickly. But I will tell you, you, you brought up a deal with like the Alan Moore books back in the eighties and stuff like that. It does have that flavor to it. That art does have that even like a swamp thing. Like I could see him easily on a, you know, a retro swamp thing book as yeah. well, the way he does it. So I can see that being a thing. And maybe that's a Grant Morrison telling uh, Liam to even go a little more that way though it's still his style anyway but yeah i'll go six out of ten what about you Aaron? 4.5 out of Yo, 10 I, I am not enjoying this series i'm telling you and it really bothers me because this is really the only green lantern book we're getting right now and it's one of my favorite things I like not even just how jordan it's the green lanterns in general i really love and reading this i there's nothing for me to grab a hold of and then i get halfway through the issue i realize it's all about a social commentary like i said before at the expense of the characterization of how jordan i don't recognize how jordan this i don't even recognize the supporting cast with pie face showing up his old girlfriend eve dormus like i don't know these people with what we're doing now all of a sudden they're shoved down our throat because grant morrison wants to be clever i don't need that bullshit right now and as much as i like liam sharp I don't like his art in this. Like I said, I like those big, you know, panels where you have Hal Jordan yeah, up I close like and he's big. Those look great, but for the most part, telling an action story in space, most of the action gets lost in the art, and I don't care for it. So I am not having a good time with this book at all. Ah, uh, yes. Look at him, Mister Negative. I'm gonna, there. I'm gonna me. tell Grant Morrison. I'm gonna be like, uh, Grant, Eric, he, he has a lot going on. He can't handle this shit right he now. Can't. Okay, no. you know Listen, what? Right now, he can't. Maybe later down the Maybe line. Maybe later. You know, Grant Morrison better if, listen if, too. If he doesn't if Grant listen, Grant Morrison didn't want to be a big shot and do his own goddamn thing and actually follow a story that's been set in motion beforehand. It might be something different. Listen, but no, Eric he has to said be a- he told me the other day, and this is true. This isn't even a joke. He said. He'll get on board with this book when Grant Morrison decides to grow a head of hair. That's what he told him, Reggie. Oh, oh, <laughs> you've been shade. There you go. What's the, what's the next book, Reggie? The next book is Harley Quinn number 57, written by Sam Humphreys, art by John Timms and Alex Sinclair. It's rhyme time. It's rhyme time. Time to put the comic books you know in it's rhyme. rhyme it's rhyme time. It's rhyme time. Time to put the comic books in rhyme. Extra, extra, Yana, near will hark. Harley Quinn is written in the dark, falling down the stairs, a lengthy flight while underwater in the dead of night. The stories are stupid and make no sense. I think they're edited behind a fence. They should be produced inside a vault and thrown in San Andreas' fault. <laughs> Did you like my clicking? <laughs> I loved it, yeah. That was very dark. Fresh. Was that was. Like, that's I. Dougie Fresh is my hero. He is definitely my the hero. Only, the only thing that song needs is a riff from Inspector Gadget because all the old school rock songs have Inspector Gadget. Just in the middle for no reason whatsoever. Let's just throw that in there. I love. I love that. Is that is my wheelhouse? Especially when that riff comes in, it always makes me smile. Ah, yes. Here we go. But, uh, yeah, this it. comic is uh, really it's, getting obnoxiously, aggressively yeah, I, shitty at this I, point. Uh, Eric said that he actually, I, I in a roundabout spoiler, he liked this more than the Green Lantern. Sure I 
the the problem I have with this is, and I even really made sure because we have not liked Sam Humphreys Harley. A lot of other people seem to like it. I I don't like it. I think that what Ooh. he's doing is a pale comparison. The reviewers. Um, no, I'm telling you, the people who review it besides you. I don't know. Get these other sites on it. It seems to me is that Sam Humphreys, where these other reviewers are saying this is so much better than the Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor. To me, this is a generic version of that book. It has nothing to say. And I actually sat here while I was reading it and thought. I'm specifically going to see how many times I chuckle reading it. One time. There was one time that I chuckled in, and it was barely a chuckle uh, because yeah. this it, – it's nonsense. It's nonsense. The book's a and, bummer. It, it really is a bummer. I mean, it's like Harley Quinn is constantly pining. Ever since she got back from Apocalypse, it's always about how shitty everything is. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what happened to the funny – And now her mom's got cancer. Yeah, and now, now her mom's got mom, cancer. Mom, Duke's got cancer. But now Batman's that, after that's her. That's a weird part about it because I really started thinking this issue where we had the you know the Palmiotti and Connor, you know, Harley-verse. We had all this stuff that was out of continuity which just seem to be there for fun we're doing do fun little adventures now that humphreys has taken over it really seems like he's going to try to take the jokey angle out told, while I trying to put right this away here's while the trying deal. to make this more of the main continuity even having batman show up and talk about the failed wedding yeah, of him well, and Cal, that's like, the thing hey, is you're yeah, throwing yeah, this more in the continuity i said before that this book was starting to be the harley version of the batman book of tom king's batman this is a batman Tom King-esque deal of let's deconstruct the character of Harley and make her miserable so that we can see how great she is, and it's just a bummer. It's a real bummer, but Reggie, tell us about it. Yeah. Well, so we get two uh, beginnings to this story. We get one, the first story that we don't even get yet. First, it's uh, Harley Quinn's hanging out at Coney Island, feeling sorry for herself, sad yeah. about her mom, sad about shit sucks. Suddenly uh, in the sky, a big flash of light, and... Uh, what the hell's her name? Miranda from uh, Radical. Yeah. Radical well, from, she says she's uh, radical, but then oh, she says another radical. name. Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. Her what the hell's Tamaranian name yeah. is Miranda. You know? Miranda. Uh, but you're right. Her, I guess her superhero name is Radical. I don't she know. Has, I, I, actually, I actually think she says that she's just radical because that then that hardly says, that what's shit. your name? And she goes, oh, oh, I'm Miranda of Tamara. I, I think that that was just a weird font. It threw me off as well, though, that I was you know, like, like, well, what is she? Is she radical? Tim, is that's exactly the way you introduced yourself to me. Tim. It you is. Like, I'm precisely radical. I mean, me, my <laughs> wife and you got in a fight about the podcast, and then and I got like, a hold of you. And I said, listen, I'm, I'm radical, radical, buddy. I'm radical. <laughs> uh, you could call me rad. I said, my friends oh, okay. call me rad. You can call me radical. You son of a bitch. My kids call me the rad dad. Well, you, you know, could call sure. me Jay. Uh, this, uh, and here, before we, before we go uh, on, yes. though, this is my what? biggest problem because this, this radical, you know, she shows up, Miranda, and, uh, she's saying that there's going to be trials for her. And the problem is, is then Six trials. for the rest of the issue and even what came before this, it's going to just confuse matters of are these trials? Are, are we involved in it now? Because it's, now I start thinking that every – Yeah. To it, see a story that's going to no, show up later. No. It's fucking five pages. Because now it's I a, think everything's like, a trial. I, I think well, that she, Batman – She says at the one point that she has not taken on the trials yet. She's going to get back to that. That's true, but you better. can't throw that out there and then just get back to an issue. It's, it it's the most ridiculous the trials, thing. It does end with let the trials begin. Yeah, but it's and because I, Harley I, I, just says, I don't want to do these trials. The hospital and you're just like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's really not clear. And like, I understand this is, this is a story to be continued later, but you, you, he's given over too much of the issue for this 
little seeding of a story. There should have been two pages, you know, to be like a I, check in, I, whatever. Just the whole thing Next to me month, is, is nonsense. Uh, if you're going to have uh, the trials, is we, we get like two inch, we get two beginnings because then that ends. And then at exact, that exact same moment in Gotham City, uh, they find a guy dead, a, a cadaver with the Smilex on him. Uh, is Smilex has ever been used in the comics, Eric, or is that just a Batman movie thing? I, I just know that from Batman 89. It's the only place yeah, I've ever seen Smilex. Know, is. Sam Humphrey's getting cute, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I mean, you know, it, I, I got the idea, but I was kind of like, I, I don't remember that. I always thought it was like, they called it always Joker Gas or Joker Venom, yeah, but, yeah. uh, whatever you want to, you know, that's the same thing. So, they see that, they figure it's the Joker, but Batman shows up and he finds like a piece of dyed hair. Or, and, and, like, yeah, a piece uh, like, of wood that comes from a big hammer. From a mallet. Piece of wood from a mallet. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do you know that? World's greatest uh, detective. Yeah, and there that's, you go. And that's when, he, that's when he surmises that it's And here's a quit. tuft of beaver for preserve. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that I, was that's the, my favorite, that's that my was favorite the line. part of the issue. That's where I chuckled. I can't remember that, the last time I saw a stuffed line. beaver. Yeah, Thanks. Gordon just Thank says you. the stuffed beaver joke. I'm like, all right, you're referencing some things. It's kind of good. Uh, but that was and it. That, also, that was their comedy. And then, yeah. and then in case you laugh too much, the next scene is Harley visiting her dying mother in the yeah. hospital. So that, even, that'll bring even you right Before down. even that, then you get a dream segment in a comic book form of Meredith Clutterbuck, and it's Harley <laughs> being a bad girl and going to hell, and then that pulls off. But where I'm saying is, this is Sam Humphries is like, oh, you know what? Tom King, he writes that Batman, and he mentions like all these things that, you know, Batman's miserable and thinks, I'm going to do the same with Harley, because then it's like, hey, I heard that you got left at the altar. Well, yeah, you would have heard it, but you also mentioned two pages before that you were just hanging out with Catwoman and all these other things. So you're, you're playing around with a continuity. Also mentions Poison Ivy that, as far as we can tell, is dead right now. So this continuity goes back well, and forth. I mean, I mean, saw every time she was in Gotham, she was hanging out with Catwoman yeah, and Poison Ivy. He's seesawing, though, the whole deal. But that wouldn't have been since, you know, it, it just, to me, it's just thrown out there, just to throw out there. It's complete and utter I, nonsense. I agree. I, I, mean, I mean, if you're trying to fold it into continuity, I, I understand that not every comic book happens concurrently, but Batman's also chasing Harley Quinn in another comic book right now called Heroes in Fucking Crisis. Yeah, yeah. That's, which actually might supersede this out. stupid yeah. bullshit. We, we don't, I don't know, know. Why, why they feel that this at all. It's ridiculous. It's like, so now we have two sto- two books yeah. where Harley is a, is a, a, a Sue murderer. Uh, she, you know, she she gets kicked out of the hospital trying to visit her mother. Even she because she's such a bad seed that all these past deeds that she's done and she's Which trying again, to redeem herself. I, I didn't mind that part either no. because we always talk about that. Why is they allowed over here? Even like when Pamela Isley and Birds of Prey, she got that job at Terracor. I'm like, who's doing the background checks really. on this? So the know. idea that Harley Quinn is still wanted in different countries for murder and stuff like that. It was, yeah, it was I, I agree. Job. Let's kick her out. It yeah, was a different I, job, Mark. I like I said, uh, that the whole deal I mean, this, this of just having really them there. This issue is about Harley Redemption and her trying to convince Batman and really herself that she is redeemed, to which I say, yeah, we already did that. Fucking Palmiotti and Connor fucking did yeah. it over like f- four years. Like, and again, you, that's what I'm saying. There. Mainly with the thing there, you know? where he's like, oh, the Joker, and now she has to go. And this is where reviewers are like, like it's so great to see. Nah, and he's we, like, I'm so, it's so great to see Harley step up and say that she's done with the Joker. No, no, we had a whole thing in this book. This book yeah. did that already. Twice in a way, you know yeah, what I mean? But so I just, re- in the rebirth, they did it again, you know, where she dealt with that. Yeah. She's past that, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're just going back the same well. She's becoming yeah, I, frail and less I'm heroic. I'm done with this book. I, uh, I, <laughs> essentially, uh, the rest of it after that is Batman and Harley kind of beating each other up around the city. While he he the whole time is like, "You did it. You're a criminal. You man. can't you can't be redeemed. You're a piece of shit." 
eventually she's like, you want, you think I'm a piece of shit? Oh, yeah, she feels, um, sorry I, for I feel so sad. Then Batman says, no, I yeah. don't think you're a piece of shit. And yeah. that is the most beautiful moment of all. And then we see in Gotham that whatever the thing was, it's getting up and now it's this mutant yeah. deal. The body of Dr. Yeah. Regalman, who was all smiled x up, this yeah. seems to be his plan to be look like he was dead and wind up in the Gotham City morgue. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Or Batman are falling right into his very yeah. elaborate, stupid trap. So yeah. they're going to team up, apparently, by Batman and Harley, which is whatever. And yeah. Uh, yeah, this book is really painful and annoying to read. It's There's no fun I don't have any fun. It used to be a comic book, and I can't really brook Harley Quinn not being a comedic character. She's fucking Harley Quinn. Like, what? How serious are we going to get? You know, we can do a little bit of seriousness, but now it's been issue after issue after issue of maudlin, you know, Harley and, you know, freaking out all the time. Basically, Kathy Guzwhite from the comic strip or whatever. So uh, I am not, I, I don't like this. And, you know, I noticed something else that whenever John Timms worked with Sam Humphreys, there's all these little panels. Yeah, that you don't know what the f- is going on in them, and it's not like that when he did this with uh, T- uh, Frank Thierry. I think Thierry just, they with- try to get too chatty and too much going on. I, I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's the uh, it's got to be a dialogue thing or the way the the plotting is. It's unlike his other work. Uh, so basically, Sam Humphreys, get off the book and or yeah. cancel the book. Yeah, Thank I think you. this book should be canceled. But what did you give it? I'll give it a 4 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, 4.5 out of 10 and just remind you, Reggie, that Sluggo is lit. I wanted to remind yes. you of that. Uh, but, that. yeah, I uh, I just don't have any fun with it. And it, it's not it's not like one of those that – which the next book is that I'm not having fun with. At least I can get through it. I can give you that. But yeah. I just sit there and I'm just like – I didn't even smile. I, I, I laughed a second for the, the last time stuffed you saw beaver. Stuff That's the only thing that I laughed at. And then in the roundabout deal, like I said, you're seeding the thing with these trials. But then we also have the idea that her mom has cancer. Yeah, Batman – they're calling her a piece of shit i don't know where the fun went in this book and i don't need it like a lot of again a lot of these other reviewers that i see one that's part of his deal rhymes with eek eric uh, mm-hmm. he thinks that this is like the redemptive you know oh the redemption story of harley and other, i don't need it I, I don't need this this was a book that if it all of a sudden becomes a serious book that's going to deal with I'm done. That's not why people this this book was a people who sit there. I'm getting mad now, Reggie, because yeah, people badmouth this Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor. Oh, this was terrible. Blah, blah, blah. It was a book that was the second best selling book at DC. There was a reason for, for that. Yeah, there was yep. a reason. It's not because it was terrible. It wasn't. God forbid you didn't like it, buddy. And I'm talking to Eric now. But yeah, really, you're sitting there saying how, oh, and even when Sam Humphreys, uh, you know, step, what was the, oh, the, the Mark Russell issue that we didn't like that right, either. Right. And the review, it's a shame to have to interrupt the stellar run of Harley of Sam Humphreys. Please. Really? What are you, his cousin? It's you, you got the, you, you got Sam Humphreys Bitcoin that, that you're peddling? <laughs> Does that make sense? Really, no. <laughs> this book is terrible. And if it is one of those things where DC's like, boy, we're going to cancel the book, but let's look at the comic book roundup and look at the reviews. Oh my, we, we better not cancel it. People are giving it perfect scores. A perfect score for this? Please. You should gouge your eyes out. That's, that's what I suggest you do. If you think this is the perfect book, then be like Eric Shea and quit. If this is perfect, then it's the opposite. Eric says if he gives a perfect score, nothing's going to top it, so why bother? If you think that this Harley's perfect, please just get out of town. 
Pack up your bags and move to Salem. All right. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm talking to you now, Reggie. I'm I telling you, I said I'm, I'm going to – I want to devise a method that I can reach into the computer and slap people. I need to do this. Does anybody have this technology? I need it. I'll be arrested immediately. Some kind of a motorized and, uh, hand and a USB You do that. Yeah, or... that would be good. A motorized thing. And, you just pay, and I, I have the controls like a joystick. Boom, right upside your head. Please wake up. Just Get woke, all of you. Um, now I have to go over to the roundup and see if anybody did give this a 10. There's got to be. There's more 10s for this book for no reason than, and than half the books out there. Eric, while I do that, well, you, you said you like this more than Green Lantern. What is your score? I really enjoyed the art in this issue and the whole idea of teaming up with Batman and do something. Even the idea where... Sam Humphreys is kind of pulling this more into the main continuity. That might be something that we're doing. It might not make sense how, you know, this goes from where we were to the more main continuity because one of my biggest problems with the old Harley book is that it was out of continuity, and I have a problem really caring about books like that. Bringing it into the main continuity might make me actually appreciate this more. And the whole, like, you know, murder mystery back in Gotham, pointing out Harley Quinn, I'm like, well, that's something. The biggest problem I have with this issue, though, is that cold opening with the idea that Harley's going to become the new seeker of the Lords of, like, order and chaos because it really feels like Sam Humphreys is already going back to his well when he made her a female fury on Apocalypse. Now she's mm. another cosmic being. Like, I'm like, uh, you, we, we already did this bit. Why are you just rehashing this whole thing with a Tamaranian? It, like, I don't get it, but... Where do we go from there? You, yes, it's not the jokey book that everybody like, you know, we liked before, but sometimes you got to get a more serious thing. You know, the whole mother having cancer, the way Harley's acting, it's not the best, but maybe it can make the character even better. But I would give this a six out of 10 for what we got here. Okay. I'm on the roundup. Are you ready? You, yeah. you ready? Okay. Here we go. Should I just ro- read down the scores? Should I just read go the ahead. scores as I go? 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. 10, 9, 6, 9, 5, 9, 5, 9, 2, 9, 9, 8, 5, 4. Unbelievable. Yeah. What's going on? This book Nine had... anything? No. The, even even if you did like the sad Harley, five, how is this fucking book? 10 out of 10s. That's a perfect book. Yeah. Please. Our you'll, you'll remember this book for the rest of this issue for the rest of your life. It's going to be a life-changing uh, game-changing thing. This well, depresses me. Is there anyone better at fusing genres than Sam Humphreys? Yes, there is. Please. <laughs> <laughs> There's one guy. This is I just Harley's Dream Team Returns, and I can't wait for more. Thanks, J.D. Jr. Thank you. Thank you for that blurb there. This is nonsense. Why do we even bother? Why do you bother even looking at a book and, and being critical on it when this book gets I, all these 10 out of 10s? I'm with Eric. Get the we stamps be, out. I'm mailing this shit in from now on. Every book just, I'm going to give a 7 like Yeah, really. Fishing for uh, covered lines. Please. Yeah, and, and really, you want to be that? That would be like us pushing to be on the cover of a pile the of magic shit. magic is back. Yeah, really. <laughs> and you'll never believe what happens at the end. I can't wait. The roller coaster ride of emotions. Oh, my goodness. I, I love it. I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, really. I, I know that, you know, toxic fandom. Here, here we are. No, no. We're just regular guys who read books. And, and somehow, not every book is the perfect book to us. Because this is exactly. like this. way this? more than the Green Lantern. Just think of the books that came out in the history of comics. And you're giving this a perfect score. I <sighs> please, please. I, I can't take it. I'm done. I'm going to go make a sandwich. No, no, we got one more book. <laughs> no, I'm just, making a sandwich. You, 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 you. No, you have one more book. <laughs> All right. You go. Let's talk it's, about uh, it. Suicide Squad Black Files, number three, written by 
Hi Nitz and Mike W. Barr. Art by Scott Eaton, Philippe Briones, Wayne Foucher, Guy Major, and Gabe El Tayeb. It's rhyme time. It's rhyme time. Time to rhyme put time. the comic books in rhyme. It's rhyme time. It's rhyme time. Time to put the comic books in rhyme. See, now Wallace sucks. She may be a louse, but we won't make a deal with Sebastian Faust. With the magic realm, he wants to do away, and I need that to get my weekend pay. Dazzling kids with gimmicks and tricks, and I won't lose that because his wife is sick. Meanwhile, Katana's inside her blade where they're opening a Target store next May. Boom, boom. Is, is it you uh, or is it just me? When you read this, you're like, boy, how can there be more issues? Going <laughs> I just sit there and I like, can, can this really last six issues? Is it really going to last that long? Yeah. Uh, because it is uh, it's not. I mean, I'd be happy you could end the suicide black story right here. I'm good yeah. with this. Yeah, That's... I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> me and you both thought we got some chuckles out of the Katana deal. Uh, yeah. The the problem though is my chuckles with Katana in this uh, first story I is this realm and the sword is just so. Re- I don't it's even so understand it. it. You know what's funny about it too is rules. because she's not even Katana with the sword in real life because her body's been taken over. But yet in the sword itself, she. She's can Katana call upon with the, the sword. soul sword. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. We saw this last issue where she somehow, while she's inside the soul sword, like the soul yeah, taker it, it realm. It still doesn't make sense. She was yeah. able to call upon yeah. it because she's its proper she's master. Like, proper that doesn't ma- make any goddamn doesn't sense. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it also doesn't make sense why there's goddamn children vampires yeah, all of a sudden. Children vampires. The, the whole deal where you have Katana. And one thing would be the idea of Katana saying, as long as, as far as I know, would be that there would be people in the sword obviously her husband's yeah. one of them that she didn't kill but they all she's should be a fine. victim of the sword and yet she's in there and she's like hey who here was a you know in the set like there's other people in there it's a whole realm you got children vampires yeah. and no, not only that someday they have a supermarket yeah. the other people who are in the sword who are not katana's husband they're all fucking zombies yeah, what it looks zombies? like i'm like why well, what i don't know I, I think if you fuck katana and she kills you then, then you're okay then you're okay i feel like anybody who bought this book has been by you know screwed by katana <laughs> so they won't be zombies in there anymore the the funny thing of that is is that you have this going on, and as the story's progressing, Mike uh, Barr realizes that there is that person who's going to say, like, well, what does Katana care? All she ever wants is What's to be husband? with her husband. Yeah. So yeah. what does she care? They can just live in the sword. So they have to say that in here. Like, you know what? I I could uh, really sit here in the sword with you. But – but we we can't really do that, right? And then all hell has to break loose in this what? sword. Not even that. The whole idea where we have Katana at the stupid fucking portal that happens to be in there that uh, allows you to get yeah. out of this world for some goddamn reason that nobody's ever goddamn used. It's right mm. there. And now we have to have an issue because Muramasa's there, the guy who so used great. to own the sword. Yeah. Big fight there. And then, okay, we took care of him because Katana, she's the true wielder of the sword. So the, his brainwashed zombie souls, have they have no power over her because she's the real ruler of this realm she controls them well okay now it's off here uh, better have sex first okay we'll do that oh that children vampires too. okay now let's go finally I, and even the idea where the, the doorway out somehow puts her in a body of a soulless eve i'm like why why does that have I to happen know. 
I don't. I don't get it. I just my one of my favorite lines is that they're there. You know, they're they're there at their campfire, and they're like, you know what? Uh, this is the whole deal. Hey, you know what? I could get used to living here. We're together. That's fine. But a samurai has her honor. My husband. And then I love it, too, where her husband then says, I see, as the Americans say, you can't blame a guy for trying. You know, like Amazing. every American says. That's such an American phrase. It's such an American phrase. Oh, I, I, I always hear that while I'm walking down the streets of America. Nobody else America. says it. It's the yeah. most ridiculous no, thing. Else, most we're ridic- a lot of, we love rape over that here. Made, that thing. made me laugh more. Than Harley did actually. I'm like, really? That's what you're going with? Oh, yeah. I, I really laughed through a lot of this whole this whole it's idea so of this world inside ridiculous. this whole story is so stupid. It's and you so know, for example, Eric, Eric says, "Why don't people go through the portal? It's right there." I try to look at it like it's more like it's all the way over there. Uh, you know, like they're lazy. Uh, maybe later. Uh, you know I'm what just I mean? saying after though, even after. Maybe, <laughs> Even after she takes control of all those souls that Muramasa had control yeah. over, because like I said, she's the true wielder yeah, of the she sword. She says, "Hey, everybody, they're look! I have the sword right there. Yeah. They're all in a camp together, right outside of this portal. Yeah, she's the only there. one who goes. Yep, she's the only one who goes through because you know it's a portal. And not, and not the children, of fucking vampires. Here's the deal: Don't you stay with what you know? You know the children, <laughs> vampires, and zombies. You know, who what? knows? Who knows what's going to go on? This is like me asking you why you don't go and knock on your neighbor's door and ask him to keep their kids quiet. You don't know what's going to go on there. That's the portal. And really, what is a child vampire going to do in the regular world? They have their child vampire things to do. The same thing regular children do. Plus, there's just... Also, also, the best thing of it is their child vampires. What are they doing? Because in my mind, there shouldn't even be blood, though you see blood spattered all over the place. Makes no no sense. Everything about it is so much good. It's like, it really, (laughs) the reason I laughed so much, it really really took me like, this became almost like a Neil Adams story. Where it, it is like it. He just, it definitely like, is. He just does not give a fuck about any, no. any the sense of logic uh, or anything going on nothing. in this whole thing. There is nothing it's that makes so any crazy. sense of this whole story. And even the idea that we have this nerve gas agent that we have that we yeah. can like you know reverse engineer or just do more stuff with because Eve's body and Eve's soul is now in the body of katana and now that she's escaped the sword like we saw in the first issue. Yeah. But Eve's normal body, they're going to try to bring it back from out of a coma and all the stuff with this new agent. And it, for some reason, comes back to life as a superhuman without a soul and is ra- ra- like raging. I'm like none of this makes any sense. And like for it's only here so Katana can have a body of Eve when she comes out of the sword because none of it makes but any sense. But it's got to be raging so that so she can be in immediate conflict with Eve. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. It is well, so that's, I mean, what, the thing is, you don't you obviously don't know what happens when you have a body without a soul. <laughs> is oh, it it's a horror. Oh, I read. Oh, I read. It's violent. It goes. It freaks out. Uh, also, I think that, you know, I think it's quite possible if we were to send Eric, for example, into the soul taker uh, dimension yep. and he came out, there's a good chance you're going to be, it's going to be you and Jim stuck in the same body like Damn that. Damn right. Movie Wilder and what's the his name? Yeah, you know, the, the, uh, the two-headed thing. All and, and of plus, me? You know, and you know, Jim, screaming Jim is real, real bigoted against you, so that yeah. would really be a fucking oh, funny be thing. The worst. It'd be the worst. Plus, so, I'm not used to being hey, tall. I'd, I'd uh, hey, hit my head all the time. Oh, no, no. I, I'm in your body, Jim. Yeah, you'd be in your body. body. So oh, you're in like my body. Well, then at least you know what it is to be an athlete now, Eric. At least you got that. You're more like Firestorm, or I'm just, you know, the 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 talking head. Okay, you're the talking head. 
You're not actually going to know what it is to have hand-eye coordination finally in Jim, your life. That's not what you got to Go to that. the toy section while we're at Walmart. <laughs> I'm like, you shut up. And then people are saying, shut the fuck up. I yell, I yell that. Of course, I'm right next to a police officer who gets yeah. mad and hijinks and sue, right? And then I, oh, I yeah. have to rely on all of Eric's expertise of life. Yeah, we ain't getting we ain't getting I, far uh, with that. I sort of like this comic better than Katana, actually, the one we're making right here, talking about Eric's, uh, you know, stuck in your body. But, yes. Uh, yeah. So on the on the, in the real world, that's There's a lot of room where, in there. Where it ends is that Katana, yeah, really. uh, Katana, you know, she ends up in Eve's body for no real great reason, and that's sort of there. They, she's facing they're facing off with Eve, who's in Katana's body. That's the big thing, which we knew was going to happen. That had to be that way. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of the Suicide Squad has been knocked Look, out. But- I can't tell you I knew anything was going to happen from this goddamn Katana <laughs> well, story. Well, <laughs> children vampires. The best is is that we move on to the next story, and I'm out. Uh, you guys can talk. I, I just this is nonsense. Here, Garbage. This is. It's there's eight million characters. characters. Yeah, Clarion. He's there. That was a whole new power for you. Uh, and and you know he's just a child brainwashed by his people. Uh, I know that. I actually didn't mind that section where you do have uh, Faust kind of say, hey, this is why I want to get rid of magic and goes through because they ask him. He wants to, you know, topple down magic and they ask him, why would you want to do that? I did like that part where he goes through each person and say, or this e- is why. But after that, yeah, I, I just... Or even the whole thing, too. Yeah, yeah, Actually, I, I, don't, I don't mind his motivations behind the whole thing where he fell in love with a tree lady and they had a child yeah. and then <laughs> she was cursed with a magical item that he brought back and now he's trying to end all magic so he can bring her back to life. Whatever. I didn't even get that far. I'm telling you, this book is nonsense. That was like the time. That was like the time you caught the flu, so you decided you were going to destroy all. He Microsoft can't catch anything. Yeah, I've seen him. Uh, he, that's only if he's in my body. You guys don't know what it is to love. <laughs> love. No, I, I'm like, I, I know that he had a little sprout. Yeah. No, I'm trying to make tree jokes. Hey, li- listen here. Just You're barking leave, up the wrong tree for that leave one. Leave me alone. Uh, I'll have you know that <laughs> dryads are not magic the way you thought they were, uh, guys, okay? Well, yeah, the thing I, is, I, though, that when they're doing the story, blown. it's really getting its roots in there. And can't tell you uh, anything. Uh, I, hey, I'm out with this one. I only have jokes. That's the whole this thing. They, they go on with the dryad. But that's the thing is that Sebastian Faust wants in magic because his wife is all like the magic cold or something and he wants to cure it. Uh, he says curse. like he says that if everybody can if everybody signs on with his group, he'll give them all their greatest form the way he did with uh, what, the, what was the original name? Baldergash. Sexiest Na- heaven. Yeah. You mean Tiamat? Yeah. Snargoyle? became That was what would happen to all of them. They'd all become their sexiest self if they join up with with uh, Sebastian Faust. And to be honest, this part I found stupid too, where they're like, no, because we're more afraid of Waller. Like, really? That's the fucking reason? You're more afraid of Waller, so you're not going to join up with a a, a guy that wields magic in hell. Why is Gentleman Ghost afraid of Waller? I don't understand. Well, not only that, but the whole thing is, like, a lot of these people, Waller can get to their families and has stuff over them. So, yeah, like, if they could do this, but she can instantly screw them over in ways they don't want to be screwed. Or hell. I think I'd, I, I don't, I'm telling you, I don't want to go to hell. That, that would be my first pick. Then all of it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I read this I and I was struggling. Especially guys like, especially people that are untethered to, you know, things on earth like Gentleman Ghost or. Well, you know. I want to know out of nowhere, this whole thing, Gentleman Ghost's got a lady friend named Wither who's a succubus. I'm like, I don't know anything about I this. I want to know more about that. Faust, yeah, and I'm really. like, I don't, like, we missed. 
what feels like six issues out of this book before we even started. And I don't want to go back and read it. There's just aspects that just show up out of nowhere. I'm like, why? For what we're dealing with, you don't have to keep adding things because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah it, it, it really, I mean, to be honest, it ends up just being a big fight between everybody. Gentleman Ghost switches sides at one point because of his succubus girlfriend shows up. And you know what the worst thing about a succubus is? She changes her mind later. You know what the worst thing about a succubus is? Burning mm. yourself on the tailpipe. Boom! <laughs> Very good. Very I have good. nothing. Bad jokes I have nothing. There you go. Uh, well, Jim's favorite part was finally when there was a big face-off with Sebastian Faust and Clarion turned into the Hulk. So what you're, what, what you're telling me then is there was the leper hockey game. There was a face-off in the corner. Oh, yeah. I have nothing. Very good. I have nothing. I'm telling you. You, you had that. That was good. You like that oh, one? That was, yeah, right. that was Did good. you know the, uh, the uh, leper left fielder, he got kicked off the team because he dropped the ball? Boom! There you go. I have a lot of leopard jokes here. Hey, do, there, keep there, is this page, there is this page know. where everyone explains where, like, what Amanda has over them. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's like Clarion's like, she has my cat. I'm like, really? No. It's a big deal. Yeah, Tico is the source of his life and power. I love I the Tico's. But, I uh, love but, the Tico's. He's able, he's able to, uh, you know, hulk out, you know, but... Uh, yeah. Gentleman, gentleman, uh, goes, shoots, uh, uh, Sebastian in the chest, doesn't really take, there's a big fight, uh, I thought he just shot the tablet out of his hand yeah, so uh, far he could get whatever it. Whatever the hell it is, uh, in the end, everything's great. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> it seems this. like the Suicide Squad Black might have died. Yeah. Oh, right. right. Really? My interest oh, in it did. That, it's, uh, uh, that's right. Instead of that, I meant, they uh, all they might have suffocated to death. Yes. That was what I meant. I, I am so done with this book. It's Got so this, bad. This this uh, this uh, I, the Katana one. I was I, I was laughing. At, I got some goofy this, fun from this that other movie. Suicide Squad one. It was tough for me to get through, and obviously I forgot the whole last back of it because I, uh, I didn't remember that we were left with the Suicide Squad being potentially or Suicide Squad Black being potentially dead. But I tell you. I don't care. And this should be a concept that I'm all over, you know, the yeah. Suicide Squad back, but I just don't care. Some of these characters I don't really know very well. Uh, you know, they, they were created for here. We just don't see them a well, lot. And, and just, uh, I always go back to the same thing that I do each time. It's the go to. This book was canceled at one point. They weren't going to bring it out. It was shelved yeah. for a reason. And the reason was because it's a mess. Then they just threw it out there to have Katana in this when it seemed to be like they were tying into the Katana being part of the, uh, Batman and the Outsiders book that ended up being kind of canceled and resolicited later. Halo down, being brought back having in Halo and all these things. So this book just, it doesn't really serve a person. And maybe the, the best is, is when we're talking is that next week we have the end of the suicide. Side Squad. Yet we'll still have this book for a couple months. <laughs> it's nonsense, and maybe that this is, is this maybe this is squad. to fill in the gap. It might be maybe the reason, uh, but we'll see. But what, what was that? What was that? Uh, <laughs> Russian <laughs> water bottles over there? Uh, oh, uh, I thought that was Eric and his GI Joes. Nope. Oh yes. yes. But what do you? What do you? What do you give this, Reggie? Yeah, you know, I still say even though uh, the first story isn't very good, and the second or the Katana story was. Not very good. The uh, black one, black file story blows. Uh, it's still There's the best value. Yeah. Best value on the comic. If you like today. it, if you like this, then you're really yeah. getting a lot of bang for your buck. I, I mean, got question action. your decision you making, but yeah. you get a lot of action. It's a lot of senseless, stupid action that doesn't make any sense. But yeah, it's katana fights zombies, katana fights vampires. Fucking people are throwing magic around like crazy. Uh, 
Clarion turns to Hulk. The story makes no sense, but visually it's okay. Not great, but okay. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, I, I still say for four bucks, I don't think you're doing better than this out of, out of the thing. So I gave it a six out of ten. Yeah, I'm I'm just going fuck you five. I just it's nothing that even interests me, and it, it just it drives me nuts each time we have to uh, read it uh, because it's just not great, and it just seems like it's one of those things where you have a book again it was canceled, and then it's not one like you're like holy moly why was this canceled? I can see why, and then they jam two together to get you more value. I'll give them credit for that. They at least yeah. jam that together, and you get. A, you know, a this double issue. Of, this smacks of an accountant just, that happened, yeah. was paid out. That's these exactly books. It what like, it is. Yeah, they have already paid this. for this. Let's yep. just try to get some of that money back, if not all of it. I, I'm sure they they'll get oh, their money back. And then I don't know. I don't know how much they pay they these might, guys. They might down the line, but yeah. they're not getting that back so, now. We'll see. What, what are the numbers? You look at the numbers. What are the numbers? They're on not this? good. They're like twelve thousand. I think the last one. It's just going to keep going down. But yeah, it's not good. What are you giving it, Eric? I'm giving this issue a 5.5 out of 10. I enjoy the art through both the stories, even though I think Katana is the weaker link because everything is just forced. Nothing makes sense, and it's not interesting. At least with the Black File Suicide Squad characters, you have some interesting things going on if you are a fan of the magical realms of the DCU. It's just with weird characters that you don't really know much about, and they're not really spilling the beans like on who they are, except for like, except for getting like a character bio and you know, yeah. oh, this she's an elemental. Man, I don't need. I need more of what's going on, but you're not really getting it here. But I do think that is the stronger of the two stories. Well, I am pleased to tell you there are no ten out of tens for this book. And uh, where we usually go with the whole concept of if a, if a book needs to, you know, whatever, there's only five people reviewing this book, including you, Reggie. So, that, you know, and that, most, of, most of the other books have like 16 to 20 reviews. This has I, pr- I predict I will be one of possibly three. two. I think six, three. I would say three. three because there are two people who gave it an eight out of ten. So maybe they like it. I, I don't know. Right, I don't fine. know. At least it's not, you know, six, ten out of tens. No, you're right. You're right. Just even the with you I, I, I really coming can't... in on that Harley, you you were a four out of ten. That book still of the books that even just came out this week, Harley is the best rated book of everything that came out from DC this week. It beat out all the other books that came out. So just think of what and seconds Martian Manhunter. So I don't know what's going on in uh, this world of ours. Uh, but yeah, anything that you read this week, if there, people are telling you Harley's better. If Reggie, you didn't review it, it'd be in the nine for a aggregate score. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That is you ridiculous. Are a hero. <laughs> Suicide Squad Black Files is a seven overall. Uh, even with you, I you mean, know. Listen, I got, like I say, you don't. Have, it doesn't have to be a four, but uh, if if you like Harley better, but there's no on no earth. Is uh, no. that shit a nine? No, or they're, 10? They're, it's going to end up, and this is how these things have been for this Harley. Where it's going to end up, and this is where I, I tend to think of things when we talk about it, and me and Eric talk and whatever. Is that five years from now, people are going to look back and go, "Okay, what was the best rated book at this point?" And they're, they're going to be pointed to the Sam Humphreys Harley, <laughs> please. And they're, they're, people are going to read it like, "Oh boy, these people were real stupid back, yeah, back then." What were they <laughs> thinking? So. I just, I don't know. It just gets me down. But what are you talking with Chris about this week, Reggie? We are talking about The Dreaming, number five, where yes. things are really 
coming to a big climax. Folks. Yes. Oh my. I think that we're probably going to be going off to mail first and then coming back with you and Chris talking uh the dreaming and then me and Brandon talking about injustice uh versus He-Man and Masters Ooh. of the Universe. So we'll be having that. That actually is a week late. Uh we didn't get to do it last week, so we'll be doing that. So, but so Eric Eric can take off for a little Eric's while. Now, he's huh? done. Right. This is it. Eric's done. He's probably right now I think he's already planning probably to go to Walmart. Uh, no, I just ain't home right now. Uh, well, before you go, though, you – oh, yeah, she's gone. So basically, I no, think no, she that – No, no, she did not leave oh, me she didn't for the leave. weekend. Okay. She decided she's going to stay home, but she's at her parents' house where they're up in New York right now. And it's an empty house doing oh. laundry. Oh, well, before she gets back, I would predict you're going to have some sort of burritos, and then you'll probably go to Walmart later. Am I correct, Eric? No, no, I ate an entire Little Caesars pizza earlier. I'm pretty good for right now. Okay. And even if I didn't, All there's still right. leftover stuffed crust sausage Little Caesars pizza. <laughs> yeah, did you know, Reggie, that Jess really likes the sausage? Did oh, you know, really? Did you know that? She, she likes really, that crust stuffed she likes too. The, she <laughs> likes to get <laughs> everything stuffed. She likes it <laughs> stuffed, <laughs> all right? Just like that, that crust there. Hey! But yeah, we're going to go off now to some Hey, that's mail. my girlfriend, guys. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, but it's not your fiancé yet, is it? I'm not dumb. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Well, we're going to go off to some mail, and then we'll be back with the dreaming and injustice uh, versus Masters of the Universe. Yo, it's mail call. It's mail with Eric. Hallelujah! It's mail with Eric. Oh yeah! It's mail with Eric. Hallelujah! It's mail with Eric. All right, it's time here, for mail section number three, and we are going to begin with Batman Beyond Mark. Sup, right. Jim and Eric. It's I want to be I want to be very Mark. I'm going to be professional. I, I think that oh. I was not as professional as I should have been I'm earlier sorry. on in the mail. Uh, I'll mute my mic. Well, which you told me uh, in between segments. You said to me that I was not professional and that I should uh-huh. tighten up the ship is what you told me. Cool and I your said, jets, Jimmy. Oh, my. Where, where's my song? <laughs> <I told him. laughs> Batman Beyond Mark says, sup, Jim and Eric. And do you know what big event happened this past week, Eric? Batman Beyond, 20th that anniversary. That is true. I was also thinking of Britney Spears' debut album. 20th anniversary as well. Did you see the mm. thing I put in Slack chat? They had a, a website that you can go to that emulated a website that would have been out like a fan site of Britney's. Oh, I saw you talking about it. I you saw should you talking see about it. my original Geo no, City thing. And I didn't know what you're talking it's, about. You know, right. whether or not you're like Britney, I love her, but you go there and it really is like set well, up. That's a strong word. It is set up. Hey, I, I just throw it around like anything. Uh, you know, 10 out of 10's love. Okay, Jessica. Hey, there you go. Hey, do you like my dance, Eric? This is not professional. But I did put that <laughs> no, up not. because I really thought it was neat how they emulate it. And you could really, you click on it. It's like almost like a right. Mac. And you click on these old things. It's pretty funny. And if they had that Nightbreed GeoCities page, oh my. Goblin's Nightbreed page. Oh, no, I think it was Goblin's Nightbreed Lair. Oh, my. it's a lair. I know it's it? cool. 
Oh, the sights <laughs> that you would show them, Eric. The sights. Batman oh, Beyond, so Mark says. Up, <laughs> Jim and Eric. It's Batman Beyond, Mark, and this past <laughs> Thursday. no content at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just like us now. The, the past yeah. Thursday, nothing changes, was the 20th anniversary of Batman Beyond. So I figured I would share Batman Beyond episodes and comic recommendations. He ended up messaging me the day on Thursday. And he's like, hey, it's the yeah. anniversary. What a perfect day to... And go and watch the first two episodes, the first two-parter of Batman Beyond. Yeah. I said, nice try, buddy. Keep keep trying there, pal. Don't tell me how to That's live my I life, told Mark. Double Aaron at another point, he's like, everybody should go and read Weapon H from, from Marvel. You know, Weapon H. Where, where's no, Brandon? The, the book that makes Brandon laugh. And I said, hey, don't try to tell me how to you know run my life there, buddy. And then I went and read Weapon H and loved it. So there you, there go. you go. He, he should be uh, go running watch Aquaman, Jim. <laughs> really? I'm too busy watching G.I. Joe. Thank you very much, sir. That is pretty good. Yeah. Would you call it Open Mike? Would that be my name on the G.I. Joe's? Open Mike, Eric. How about- What are you, the guy from the Kid Chris show? That's right. <laughs> How about- Open Mike? What would you call me as a G.I. Joe? And if you, say, if you say shortstop, I will legitimately come and kill you. Short fuse, I'll go with that. I will right. go with that. Blind eye. You're the, you're That's the, what they you're call the you. Blind expert. eye. <laughs> you're a marksman for I feel some like short reason. Short fuse was an actual GI. You Joe think that would be short fuse? I told people that we do sit at work, and when we're talking, yep. I can hear you checking. That we do <laughs> like mention different jobs and and kind of come up with names. Now that both of us are watching and reading GI Joe for some reason, uh-huh. it's it's the weird science obsession of the moment. So we do. Eric tells me the other day he he comes into works he does oh here we go and he says hey you know what you want to and he, you did say i want to tell you something really ridiculous and i said all right yes. you you and jess have really are engaged personal. i want to keep to yourself yeah, yeah, he said, i don't want you ever to talk <laughs> about this on the podcast now you did tell me you're there reading gi joe's you have this whole yes. idea in your head if you read four a night you'll get done the entire run and lickety split no, plus like you're, 62 yeah, days plus or some you're shit. also Watching the cartoon, you said you get so yeah. into these things that you actually had this idea that you wanted to join the military. Oh, no, no, no. It's the whole thing is where I am so, I, I don't know, like, uh, I, I can't even think of the word I used before. And, and, oh, God, what is the word? I am so, what do I look impressionable. like? <laughs> I am so impressionable that if I start getting into something like Hawker, even yeah. from when I was a kid on, like, if I start watching a bunch of James Bond movies, yeah. I'll start thinking about, you know, what if I was a, a secret spy. agent? Yes. And for some reason, or like, I should just get really into shape, or yeah, I'll watch Space Jam and get, I could really be yeah, a basketball you got, yeah. player. This I, could all work out. The whole so time the whole you were thing, telling me this, I'm GI laughing shows, like, my ass off. Maybe, you know, what if I would have gotten gone into the military? What would I would like? Yeah, the yeah. whole idea we had this whole uh, concept. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know, it's not like the GI Joes that if we go in there, Sergeant Slaughter doing the drill. Yeah, I said, it would be this whole video. If we did make videos, I said we would have the video where you're like, you know what? We love GI Joe now. Let's join the military, like, Eric. It's not like the military. You know, GI Joe is not like the real military. And then we join up, and it is. It's exactly all of a sudden bazooka comes it's a out. <laughs> They come out. Hey there, shipwright. up too. Hey there, boys. What you doing there? What? Assholes here. Hey, Polly, watch what you say. There's my, there's my shipwreck and Polly. Oh, Is that the you. worst? You want to hear? I, I thought it was okay right here. Hey okay. there, boys. Not what the do you worst. think you're doing there? What? What a bunch of dicks. There. Is that good here? I'm going to do probably my best. I've been it's working on show. I've been working on some G.I. Joe impersonation, so I'm going to give you my best impersonation. I think you'll agree. Here is my snake eyes. There you go, Eric. It was pretty good, right? Saying it. 
So well, I figured that did was you, it. Did you meet your mic? No, that was it. I, that's Snake Eyes. He, and, uh, he doesn't have a lot of words to say. So I figured he I would doesn't. share Batman Beyond episodes and comic recommendations. Aren't we talking G.I. Joe? As far as episodes go, I managed to narrow it down Talk to about you. the first two episodes, Rebirth Part 1 and 2, which I share. Uh, I'm sure I'll get Jim to watch before the end of the year. Nice try, buddy. <laughs> Meltdown, which features the DCAU, Mr. Freeze. DCAU. Sounds like some organization that gets mad Animated at people. Animated Universe. Shrek, or Shriek. It's not Shrek. Shriek. I'm out now. No. Which introduces my favorite Beyond villain, Shriek. It's Shrek 2, Jim. <laughs> Shrek dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's forever after. Spellbound, which introduces the new villain, Spellbinder. Spellbinder, yeah, Spellbinder. sounds like it'd be somebody like a G.I. Joe librarian. Or or a teacher, right? Spellbinder. But I like the binder. Because they have a binding on a book? That's what it is. It's Spellbinder. It is actually a G.I. Joe magician that has to use a book. That'd be good. April Moon also sounds like a G.I. Joe. Primary specialty, (laughs) cataloging books. Secondary specialty, spelling bees. Uh, Third, kicking ass. April Moon, which would be a female G.I. Joe character that somehow is a werewolf, which has my favorite beginning or ending of the entire series. Ace in the Hole. Yeah, that'd be a good one, too. Ace the Dogs My episode. Inkwilling, the past ink episode, or the last ink episode. I, I'm getting uh, these names are not uh, hitting me. <laughs> Out of the Past, the episode that makes Eric's skin crawl. And yes, Jim, if you have to watch the first two episodes, Eric has to watch this one. I'm sure there must be. Uh, is there spiders in this or something? The Call, parts one and two. Batman, Batman with Beyond Justice League. The and Curse of Cobra, parts one and two. Max, heavy episodes, but does push Terry's character forward. So he likes the okay, Cobra yeah. one. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cobra. There, that sounds like it. Now for comics. Any Batman Beyond comics oh, before Jurgen's oh, I run? I, I remember this episode now. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's a weird episode. You didn't like it? it it's it's uh it's Rachel Ghoul and Talyal Ghoul's body, and then making oh. out with Bruce. Oh, that's nice. And the, any Batman Beyond comics uh, before Jurgen's run, except Hush Beyond. Avoid Hush Beyond like a plague. The writer Adam Beechin has admitted that for that one, he didn't do his research, screwed up a lot of things, so the rest of his runs seem to be him just trying to fix what he screwed up which i'll be fair uh led to one of my favorite batman beyond jokes with mad stan i actually recommend it later parts of beachin's run just not hush beyond i think that a character named mad mad stan i'd make him a guy named stan he gets mad eric that's what i do specific storyline recommendations industrial revolution uh, one to ten thousand clowns, is it? Is that what it is? I, I want to make sure I say this right because what the it, fuck are we talking about? These are uh, storylines. Story Justice lines League of Beyond a book Constriction I didn't read. and Power Struggle, and all the Batman Beyond and Justice League Beyond 2.0s, which I did read those and I did like all those JLB stories. Clowns. Heavily feature Terry. Batman I just want to make sure it wasn't a thousand clowns; digital. that it was ten thousand. I want to make it sure is that ten thousand. Okay, clowns. so he did. I'm sure he was right. I just don't want to sound like a moron, Eric. You know, that was is, on that. Oh my! You know that one of my things that I try to get through life is to not sound like a moron. It doesn't yeah, work, yeah. does it? Catch you later, Especially guys. Me around. Batman Beyond. Mark, what would Batman Thank Beyond you, Mark. Mark's G.I. Joe name be? Would it be? BB. Oh, that'd be good. BB. And he has like a BB gun that he uses and everybody laughs at him. Red Rider. <laughs> but he ends up shooting everyone's eye out. He's a go. pacifist. Yeah, he is. Daniel Avon Iggity is next. And he says, so I think the villain behind the last two issues of Detective is Hush. 
surgeries used to make two people look like the Waynes. Hush is a surgeon. I have a guy got outside of a weird dimension inside of Leslie a limo. Leslie Tompkins is a doctor like Hush, but was also there for the night of the murders. Alfred was a field med and also there the night of the murders. Tommy Elliott has intimate expertise of the Waynes and has imitated or used other villains in the past. He also looks and sounds like Bruce Wayne, uh, though it was Commissioner Gordon who was registered in Wayne Manor, so he either modulated his voice or is possibly using a non-basal Carlo Clayface again. Outside the text, they are releasing a Hush omnibus soon, which might mean Hush will be important again soon. Thoughts, and our thoughts I are disagree. that we did see Hush in the uh, lead-up. to the wedding. The Tim Seeley preludes to the wedding with Nightwing, Night and he ended up in another dimension. So that would be odd, but it, Some it's kind not of out of the question. I, I'm Earth. Yes. Dan- Daniel is not the only <laughs> not one who has guessed that it's Hush. No. Uh, there's a bunch that. of people I've guessed that. I think that the real thing is that we're going to find out that Master Bruce is Hush, Eric, or at least kind of stolen from him. How about that? I, I think Bruce. that it's going to be a new clay face called Clay Boss. Clay Boss? I got what nothing. The, I, I was I thought, thinking about the other day. Maybe you read next week's issue or something. <laughs> yeah, and you you, you think something. that you're going to be all fancy. I actually hope it's a new villain. You know I don't do that. I, I want so a new I. villain and something that hits. So we'll see. I think it's a guy named it's be Karma. Wrath. Karma. Wrath. Aaron. Oh, Wrath. You liked Wrath, but then he kind of got shoved aside. Uh, but yeah, that's and it. Wrath that's, wasn't done right the last time we saw him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They used him to kind of ruin him. But that's it. I think that it is Kite Man. Hell yeah. Uh, no, no, please don't. But that's it. Now I made myself yeah. down. We're all <laughs> Thank you. Well, that is it for the mail for the night. Thank you, everybody. Thank mail. You, We're going to go off now to some books. And all your charms Welcome back to the Sandman Universe segment on the Weird Science DC Comics.com podcast. My name is Reggie. My name is Chris. And we have here the flagship book for you today, number five of The Dreaming by Simon Spurrier, Bilquis Everly, and Abigail Larson, both of them on art and inks. Matt Lopez and Quentin Winter on uh, colors. Quentin Winter. Hmm. What do you think of that? That Chris? almost rhymes. That is yeah. a good. That is a good name. That is a name. Quinter Winton. You can yes. do, you do a lot with that name. <laughs> so uh, as we open the book, Glob, if you remember, that was the Mad Ball looking fella, and the rest of Judge Gallo's adherents, uh, which now number in the several dozen, from what I can tell, uh, in the dreaming are misusing the Baku. That's the beast that Gallo's used to eat Ziggy. The last issue. Uh, it's a dream eater. The Baku, by the way, meant to bring equilibrium, and that's a running theme in this issue. You'll hear about that a lot. Anyway, they're using the Baku to torture information from prisoners, which is not the original design. So the Dreaming itself now looks like a barren wasteland. Kind of reminded me a little bit of the fields of World War One, Like, you know, with the, okay. uh, <laughs> it yep. was like really, really like a wasteland. And, and then like, yeah. I think the, uh, the barbed wire in front of the gates also gave me that impression. Um, Eve leads a team of rebels that want to have a few violent words with Judge Gallows over this and Mervyn, Pumpkinhead Janitor, tries to keep the peace and justify the fact that he brought Gallows to the Dreaming in the first place. But Eve says his time to talk has ended now. The time for action is here. 
Yes, and uh, when, Leave and her, when Eve and her large crew reach the Dreaming's palace, they're blocked by the Wyvern and the Griffin. Uh, you know, this is what they do, after all. That's right, they're block the guards. Yeah. <laughs> now, the Wyvern says that they can't be admitted to see Judge Gallows, and then Eve reminds the Wyvern that she repaired his injuries just a few issues ago, but she doesn't say that. Uh, now, the Wyvern says that they may enter, but he has to tell Judge Gallows that they're coming. He doesn't, however, have to tell Gallows that they're entering from the secret entrance around the back. Uh Uh-huh. Judge Gallows, for his part, is still up to no good. Yeah, we'll get back to him soon enough. So, uh, meanwhile, in former Destruction's former realm, which is that place that looks like it's exploding all the time, uh, Dora and Lucian are still just kind of chilling out. Literally, Dora's just yawning. She seems bored. Lucian is cracking up completely. He can hear the dream speaking to him while Dora cannot. And the captions we read, the narration, that seems to be what Lucian is hearing. Uh, So the dream is sort of narrating what's going on, maybe, or he's going crazy. Maybe both. Yeah. In Destruction's realm, there's this sword stuck in the ground. Only the chosen something or other can remove it, of course. Uh, Lucian says it's a symbol. Really, the sword isn't important. See, this realm has to do with beginnings and endings, and it's actually a a realm that's in a state between the beginning and ending of things, and the sword can bring the equilibrium to that, and, you know, there's that word again. So Dora tells Lucian, stop pining for that former dream lord. He's a jerk, and uh, Lucian's acting like an abused lover, which is... Actually, I think quite apt, uh, sure. the, way, the way he's behaving. I mean, he's like in a fetal position, crying, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, dude, you know, this guy left. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going <laughs> to... You got to move on. You got to move on, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, best way to get out from one dude is to get under another. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, uh, so Dora says some unkind words for the rest of the Endless as well. That's uh, kind of her way her potty mouth is. Lucian says she's just salty because Dream never helped her as promised, but says Lucy, and how can she be helped when Dora won't admit she is broken? Then Dora has uh, had all the yapping she can stand. She grabs the sword, and this sends a vicious shock right through her, bringing about flashes of memories, and this is where she recalls first hearing that she was not real. She must have something to do with a man who had sweat on his throat. Chris said <laughs> yeah. that. I don't know what, that, what that's about, but all right. A man with a sweaty throat. That's what we're looking mm-hmm. for. Uh, then Dora remembers the time that she met the original Morpheus, the uh, black one, the black hair, black outfit one. Uh, he promised that she didn't need to be scared anymore, and he helped her after some personal disaster. Uh, I'm going to think it was the original You Are Not Real incident, Chris, maybe? I'm not sure, really. Probably, yeah. Something happened, uh, and Dream said that she was once a splendid and dreadful thing, but now she's locked her mind and memories away. So Morpheus says he'll have the Dreaming give her a present every day, and these are the broken teapots and doll's heads that Dora sticks in the branches of her treehouse. Morpheus explains that Dora will cherish these things, though she won't know why, and these are the items that will unlock her hidden memories. So now they have to go back to the Dreaming so Dora can get her groove back. Yes, and Lucian points out that, hey, turns out Morpheus did actually help her just in a roundabout way. Uh, She begrudgingly agrees, but he didn't need to be such a creep about it. Uh, (laughs) Very uh, arse backwards. Yeah, really. You know, what is that? You know, (laughs) killing me with kindness over here. Yes. uh, Anyhow, it's time for them to head home. But uh, Lucian, he still ain't doing so well. Uh, Things are pretty problematic in the Dreaming as well. We return there and meet up with Eve, Matthew the Raven, and the rest of them. They've breached the library and there they encounter a green gas that knocks them all out and also the grisly sight of what judge gallows has been up to 
Using some magic he read about in the library, uh, Gallows has plugged into 144 lucid dreamers, and these are folks with mental problems, mostly. Yeah, we kind of dealt with yep. this, what was it, issue two or three, they kind of talked about... I think two issues back, yeah. Having to having to cope with men, with these lucid dreamers and their their dreams leaking out into the the world and stuff into like the that. conscious, yeah. Right. Now, and with this setup, he can actually simulate the powers of Morpheus. Gallo says he's doing it in preparation of the Cubist sculpture that appeared out of the rift in the second issue. That blocky thing that just. Right. Showed up in the sky. Uh, now, that's the one that screwed up Cain and Abel also, if you'll remember. Uh, but really, Judge Gallows likes being all magical, we figure, right? Yeah, that's he's, what I think. He's really getting into this. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> into the face of all this, uh, says Judge Gallows, the rest of them ain't even worth a rope. I like that line. That was like, whoa. Dude, you're yeah. not even worth hanging. And I am Judge Gallows for criminy's sake. <laughs> if anybody likes hanging, right? Uh, figure. So back to Destruction's realm. Dora and Lucian are trying to stroll through a portal back to the Dreaming, but Lucian's barred from going through by Judge Gallo's magic that he's now like kind of wrapped up the whole realm in. Uh, Dora tries her best, but Lurian just won't get Lucian just won't get through, and he's become more and more unstable. He looks like a real. He looks like he's a junkie looking for his fix. To be honest with you, like he's a he looks very mess. itchy. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Uh, so she has to leave him behind because she deserves to know who she is. Uh, and when she vanishes, Lucian falls for a long, long time. And I got I to gotta give this book one big piece of credit, Chris. She doesn't say, I'll come back for you. That's true. She makes no no promises. She has to do nope. her thing. Lucian, so long, sucker. You know what I mean? Sucks to be you. Uh, and that's, I was like that. And that's in keeping with her character, I think. You know what I mean? It was like, sure. I, think, I think there might be an impulse to do that to make her seem nice. But she's not, that's not who she is. And, you know, that's, a, I think we're. Moving past Lucian now is what this uh, what's going I think on so, in this yeah. book. Uh, so anyway, as Lucian falls, like I say, he falls for a long, long time. We learn he was once a raven himself. He was promoted to be a librarian, but that doesn't keep him from hitting the ground super hard. Like smash his body is dashed to uh, a sack of bones, basically. Uh, there, Daniel Dream, that's the one in the white outfit with the white hair, is waiting for him. Lucian thinks everything's going to be okay now, but Daniel's just there to say goodbye. He says he's the one causing the imbalance in the dreaming, and the longer he stays, the worse it gets, so he needs to leave. And also, Daniel essentially tells Lucian he's pathetic and probably won't see him again, you know? <laughs> kind of kind of burns him a little bit, I think, you know what I mean? I guess yeah. he sort of tells it like it is, but he's like, oh, you never really you never really got it, did you, buddy? You know what I mean? You were always just a sycophant or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but he is proud of Lucian, and then he leaves, kind of literally walks like into the sky on, you know, uh, like a Care Bear type thing, and then Lucian... Uh, he looks real dead to us, right, Chris? Yeah, uh, he he looks he looks like he ain't gonna recover from this. I, this one. I know this is the dreaming, and you know the wacky things could happen, but he looks pretty bad to me. So uh, I do think we are, you know, this is that this is our new stage of dreaming. We're wiping away some of the old and uh, ushering in the new. And I'll just say, f- for my part, my and because of my familiarity familiarity with uh, the original Sandman, I like this issue quite a lot. But um, what, what do you think of it, Chris? Well, without that uh, familiarity with yeah. the original lore, uh, a lot of the uh, equilibrium bits uh, were kind of lost on me. Mm-hmm. Um, for what it was as a story, it was kind of uh, it was just another chapter for me. It really the significance of everything was just not there. And I, I don't say that I, like I'm not against that in a way, because I, I do appreciate that this book is uh, really paying off. To loyal readers, to loyal fans from the long ago, um, but uh, you know we are at the at the fifth issue of the new volume, mm. so 
I should I should have a little bit of an attachment by now, I think, yeah. and I don't. What it is, I think, is that for me, I, there's a, you know, the, enti- the entire beginning of the original Sandman is about that that Sam, that Morpheus is what we'll, I've been calling him as kind of the original yeah. black-bodied Sandman. The one who uh, kind of looks like Neil Gaiman. <clears throat> one of the more, look, looks more yeah. like Neil Gaiman, and then Daniel <laughs> looks like, I don't know, some blonde kid. But uh, it looks like the little prince, actually. You ever read that book? He but, does, uh, yes. Uh, so the original Morpheus, he had been uh, kind of bound by a ritual and kept out of the dreaming for, uh, even says it in there, like 70-something years, you know, almost 80 <laughs> years. And in that time, the dreaming got very hectic. So when he comes back, the first thing Dream has to do is put things right. So this happening, this this dis- this destruction of the Dream, of the realm is familiar to me and readers of it. You know what I mean? And I think we understand the import of what that means when the steward of the dreaming is not there, when the helm is not there, things get crazy, obviously, but that has not been imbued in this, in this series so far. You know what I mean? And, you know, I don't think you've been, you know, like we see Daniel at at the very end and that's really a, Oh, snap moment. But it's not because you only saw him once. You, you don't even know that guy. You know what I mean? Like, you only yeah. saw him once before. You don't know who he is, what he yeah, I does. Saw him, I saw him in metal for a page or we two. We saw him there. That's right. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, but I mean, but as far as this series goes, you don't yeah. you know. So, yeah, okay. You, you you Obviously, you realize it's bad that he's not in the he dreaming. Is, but, but I, yeah. So what is that? So now he's, what does this mean? So uh, that hasn't been properly uh, imparted in, in this five issues I think and I think I think that by the fifth issue you may not feel the same way that I do or on someone that's read the other one but you should sure. have the same reactions to the same moments in the, in this yeah. story and you're not and uh I think that's a failing of it you know frankly that's all that's really all I have to say about it I'm not going to like belabor the issue sure, uh sure. it's uh, we both thought the art looked a little hurried Uneven. in yeah. parts and the fact there are two artists two colorers colorists Probably tells some of that story, and you know it happens, but it's all, it's all within the same. It all looks right. Same you know tonal. I mean? It's fine. Yeah. Um, and I liked it a lot. I really, I had a good time with it. I felt like this was a good setup for a final, uh, you know, confrontation, showdown. a showdown. Yeah. Hopefully, it, it is primarily between characters that have been introduced in this series. You know, Dora and Gallows. So. Hopefully that'll work for you. Uh, Hopefully, <laughs> all the way. If, but if Dora, if Dora loses a little bit of her mother panicness, <laughs> I, I mean, the cursing was cute at first. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Oh, but it was just like every damn bubble. She is angry. She is angry. Oh, it was just enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like if, the, if she's gonna curse that much, just let it fly. Just let him go. You know, just like uh, <laughs> don't don't cover him up so much. But anyway. Um, I, on the site, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it now. I gave it an eight out of ten. Where do you think you'd be with this? Seven. Yeah, I think that, that's more than fair. Quite frankly, I think even if you went a little lower, I, I think that was fine. Just uh, considering it, but I, I think seven's good. You know, it, it, I think this book's had still had some good moments. Not a ton of action. No, you know, no, not really. But, you know, this Vertigo is not a series you're looking for. Uh, I was going to say, was there a whole lot of action in the original? There's, there's seeds, you know, there are seeds, hmm. but no, it's, it's not, it's not a punch them up. You know, it's not that kind of, sure. it's more of an ethereal. I mean, you do get that, that uh, moment when Dora remembers her memories and we kind of get an ethereal two page spread of, you know, Morpheus and all that her stuff. Her being spoken to. So yeah. that, that's the kind of art you expect in a vertigo book of, <laughs> you know, floating <laughs> heads and uh Ditko backgrounds. That's the kind of thing we need. So, um, <laughs> 
yeah, I dug it, and I'm looking forward to that next issue next week. We have every reason to believe we will be sitting and reading House of Whispers number five, and I hey. sure hope that book does. You notice that uh, earlier in this series, in The Dreaming, they kind of referenced the House of Whispers. You'd see it in the background. Yeah. Not so much anymore. Not so much. No. Nope. They're not no. talking about it anymore. Because <laughs> yeah, you figure they'd be all tied up in this whole gallows sure. taking over thing, oh right? I mean, it's, it seems like the Dreaming has been cataclysmically changed you know what i mean it's it's like <laughs> this is this is not what this is not the place we saw in the first issue this is a uh severely messed up place so uh so I, i'm guessing that uh, the house of whispers is probably going to get out of the dreaming pretty soon right because uh, so, maybe yeah. it's all maybe the whole the whole run of house of whispers is in like in between issues one and two of this so. i have a feeling that's that's good i mean I don't know if they'll ever actually address that, but I think that'll be the implication that it's a... Uh, It'd be wise not to. <laughs> right, exactly. It's just like, let the people draw their own conclusions is sometimes yeah. the best course. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that's all we got from this week, Chris. Got anything else for him? Nah, it'll do it. Well, the next time, folks, I want you to keep it uh, dreamy. See ya. Hey, yo, you feel that shit? Yeah, it feels good. Well, it's that thumping well, shit. Well, I'm soaking, too. All right, I'm here with Brandon, and we're going to be doing the finale of Injustice versus Masters of the Universe. It is issue six. Now, this came out uh, last week, week, and we were tired. I remember when a lot of books last week. Yeah, a lot of books, and also uh, we ended up recording. Me and Eric ended up recording to almost midnight, and we, you know, behind the scenes, me and you record if we have to do this book or whatever book we're doing. We do have to do it on Saturday night because I then I start to edit stuff, so we just didn't have the time. And I figured out we'll we'll put it on this week. Man, Chip, I got like two emails from what the (laughs) heck? Why didn't you and Brandon talk about the the injustice? It's the finale. (laughs) So I I said, now the funny thing about it is I, what also I do is I get done with Eric and then I read the book and then we talk about it. So since we didn't do it last week, I didn't even read it. So I couldn't even tell him like, well, I thought it was down or uh, there was no other reason except we didn't have time. I only read it because I had to review it for the the site. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying, well, we didn't even have time. It wasn't any sort of any alternative motive or anything and then i said we planned on doing it now in the meantime me and you also have our marvel podcast to do and this book is preventing that for going on tonight everything up. i actually really thought that we were going to get everything done because we i ended up finishing somewhat early with eric and reggie we i i actually changed around our whole way that we're recording now to kind of make it possible for me and you to do more on saturday night i get tired yeah. It's I was going to say, I was over at my buddy's lounge. I ate so much food, yeah. uh, I couldn't fall asleep yeah, in the middle yeah. of this section. Yeah, <laughs> I, I realized that, you know, Saturday night is tough after doing a lot of things. Plus, everybody else, you just think, like, what you have planned. Boy, Saturday night, me and my wife are going to the movies. Or Saturday night, I'm going out to dinner. And it's Saturday yeah. night, we're going to record three hours of a podcast. Yeah. And so well, I, I work an off week at work, so I do Tuesday, Saturday shift. Yeah, and yeah. I'm up at five in the morning on Saturdays to get to work, too. Yeah, so, so you tired I'm, sunday I'm night Sun- I, i'm pretty much to the point where the marvel is gonna have to be sunday night it's yeah, just gonna have to sunday be That's uh, fine. but yeah with that saturday I, would be the surprise for everybody yes and, and with that i've also been recording now tonight since 5 30 tonight yeah. now it is it's almost 11 o'clock so i'm getting i'm getting sick of this there running recordings. out of words yeah really well i i'm not gonna run out completely 
though I don't really know exactly how I felt about this issue. And it is, yeah. like I said, Injustice vs. Master Universe. Yeah. yeah, number six, written by Tim Seeley, art by Freddie E. Williams II, Jerry, uh, Jeremy Caldwell, and Andrew Dollhouse on colors, Wes Abbott on letters. And yeah, this is a weird deal. And I said before we started, uh, for a finale, this really felt like a filler. It felt like added on filler. You have a See, lot I, in this. I, I thought it felt maybe not necessarily like filler, but just super rushed to squeeze in well, every there, possible I, conclusion. There is that. that. They, I just, the filler part in. to me is the, you know, you have the narration of, and then they went here and Moss Man and Swamp Thing planted a flower on all the yeah. graves. I mean, there's a <laughs> lot of that sort of tie up because, like you said, before we started here, you don't really know why the bad guys are still fighting. All yeah, of their leaders are pretty much dead or missing. You know, and people are missing or dead. Uh, even to the point where at the end, because through this, you don't really have anything happen- happening on Apocalypse. But yet one of the things that ties up at the end is there's a power vacuum on Apocalypse. Well, of course there is, because everybody's been killed that that had anything to do in this book. Now, now Darkseid's a baby again. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you, you just you have all this. So this issue... Pretty much the the big moments are while people are still kind of fighting. You have Kara ripping people apart and things like that. The big thing is Prince Adam and Superman because yeah. Superman and depowered pre- Prince Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so it's the depowered Prince Adam and the overpowered. Yeah, I mean people make jokes that Superman is not a great character because he's so boring because he can pretty much throw you into the sun, break it, whatever. This is that times fifty. Yeah. So what, he's got almost an infinity gauntlet and yeah. he man's power sword charged up with the power of Shazam, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, 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 like, it's, it is. It's like a, uh, Superman he's got the power here. sword charged up with the power of Shazam. Also, like you said, pretty much the infinity gauntlet. What when you see him with that gauntlet on, it made me laugh. Plus, he has the anti life equation. He has everything yes, going everything. on. Uh it made me wish that if i know that we're probably in our lifetime may not ever see another amalgam type thing another you know dc versus marvel whatever when you look at this though it gives me some hope that if we did it could be a book like this like i don't think we're going to get a full out in continuity crossover but boy if they could have just an event that would just be a side book like this one because seeing Superman with that gauntlet, it does look like he has the Infinity Gauntlet yeah. on, and it kind of got me excited. Except this one panel, he's flying away; it's suddenly missing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, it. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what I mean, though. But seeing him, how cool would it be to have a crossover, you know, side event type thing like this with where you have the, you oh, know, yeah, Thanos would, versus Superman? Because stuff. I'll be, I, I was out of comics when. Or too young for yeah uh, when they had that. when they did the the original DC yes. Marvel thing so you know I, I would definitely be, uh, be totally so, interested just in imagine that out I mean did. when people get excited about certain books like even the stuff like Young Justice this week people are all excited oh Young Justice back John you know you have the Green Lantern come out oh my just imagine if you had the DC versus Marvel again yeah. and then and, and well, they could, could that would be a good way to get people excited oh my for God, all these they, events they're so yeah. exhausted yeah with. they you are know what I'm saying? and and they're they're having problems where you know you keep getting these reports about how you know sales are down and and really you could you could argue either side of the deal like why would marvel want to do that or why would dc want to do that but boy it'd be so cool and i'm telling you that one issue would sell like 
700,000 copies. It'd be unbelievable. And, and, you know, and it'd be so, and just, I'm telling you, while we were, while I was reading this before we started recording, that's all I could think of with that Infinity Gauntlet looking deal. Uh, But yeah, Superman is way, way overpowered. uh, And he has grabbed Prince Adam to basically say, hey, Let's go look at all of these different multiverses. He's able now to just access everything uh, in the universe because, you know, they're even at the nexus of all realities. I mean, he is doing all the things. And as you see, you even see, uh, you know, Skeletor over in the distance. Dead. He's, yeah, dead. Maybe. So, yeah, yeah. They just say at the end, he He's disappeared. Just a bag of bones. Can you really kill him? I yeah, mean, really. Gosh. I mean, yeah, really. So they go and, uh, they go off to kind of see Superman wants to go off and change the reality or at least yeah. see the different Get realities. Lois and his son back. Yeah, and, and, and the, the whole deal from the very beginning of Injustice. They go to the planet. They do see Superman and Prince Adam see Superman go by them. Like, oh, there I am. That's where the fear toxin went. I went and killed my son. Jimmy ended up dying. I killed Lois. All these things. And so as you have, you know, the, the kind of ending of the other battles, you have this thing. And then where Superman even looks like he's crying at the one he is yeah. crying, uh, he sees different things. And you're led to believe this is kind of Tim Seeley's little wink, wink deal in my mind is you're led to believe that Superman will now see the realities without the regime and think, what have I done? You know, yeah. what have like, I done? Like, oh, I'm a piece of crap. Yeah, you know? and he sees, he does, you know, say, I saw worlds without the regime because Lois, my son, they lived. And, and you have to remember, a world without the regime means Lois and his son lived. The only yeah. reason they have the regime is because he died. But then sees, and it's like it becomes clear to him. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter no matter what yeah, happens. Just fated to they die. They end up dying anyway. Happens, so, yeah. again, Superman could take this as a, well, I guess it really Come didn't matter moment. about the, yeah. yeah, it doesn't it, matter it, if, if Joker killed him and didn't kill him. I didn't, it, it's always going to end. But he just basically is like, oh, well, I guess now that my brain's like Brainiac, like a computer, I know how to use this. I was ta-da-da-da. I'm going to do I'm going to kill you now, Prince Adam. I'm like, I know. what is going on it's here? It's a sudden weird turn. I didn't yeah. understand that. He almost, I thought almost he was corrupted by Skeletor because then it looks like he It does look like Skeletor. he turns into a Superman Skeletor. There's yeah. a lot of weird things in this issue that seem like they needed to be fleshed out a little. They are rushed. The art is not uh, – it's good art. Yes, but I still like there it. There seems to be – more pencil in the background yeah, and I, things like and that. And also I, I go through this and I swear to God we're missing four pages. There, there's parts where – It does where, feel like – You know that. what and I mean? Like the biggest, the biggest part where I got confused is coming up here shortly after, you know, uh, Adam goes to talk to Shazam, the wizard. The wizard, and, yeah, the um, wizard. You it's, know, right after that part he, he gets – what I wanted to see for like the last two issues, he gets that Shazam power, yep, but he gets the Shazam that's even power. come and gone in, in two or And it's funny panels. because as Superman's there and he's, he's got Prince Adam, he's like, uh, I'll use the spirit of Grayskull and the orb together, spread the anti-life equation throughout every universe. I'll make sure no one resists that everyone saves. So he's still going with this idea 
that he's the one who's going to save everyone. He yes. knows that. And, and spread it across the multiverse. Yeah, and now he's doing the whole multiverse. Yeah, thing, so know. he's going to make a regime that's going to spread out. All, all the these worlds are going to be better off according to him. Uh, and especially now, he's he's got so much power. And then he's like, I'll make sure no one ever resists that everyone's saved. I'm sorry that you have to die, Adam. You're a good <laughs> man. I'm like, I, I don't know that I get this. You know, one plus one equals two here. But then Adam just ends up, what it looks like is where he's transported to the Rock of Eternity. I thought maybe that's just a reality that he's also in because I, I don't know. He's at the Rock yeah. of Eternity there. I don't know how Shazam just decided. Yeah, I just don't like, know. I get, I get he's a magician. Yeah, yeah. I can't say that. A one. magician, but it's still he's there. The wizard's <laughs> there. Power, but yeah, it's weird. And he's there. Hey, you know, uh, we have all this and that. Skeletor had taken the power of of Shazam at one point. Then Superman got it from him. We, we've had a lot of ways the Shazam power has been passed. But the best is, is that. It is one of the cliches that we laugh about all the time, me and Eric especially, is, what do you mean? Where's the power of Shazam? But Prince Adam, it's always been inside you. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, so Shazam. And he turns you're, into Shazam. You're Shazam holder on yeah. attorney. And it you looks just did it. Awesome. He never said the word. Yeah, he just never said the word. He never had a reason. So then he yells Shazam. And now he's back with Superman who gets shot aside. And I get yep. it. Like he's within these. Re- but it's very quick. It's very still, much still not explained me, much. I'll uh, tell it, you this. It's it's kind of a nitpicky thing. But this is maybe an error comment. Like the power of Shazam can't be stronger still than. No, not all of Superman those. No. Still has going and for and him, that's you know? the thing. Like, are we playing with the idea? Because Superman does drop the sword then. Because the sword had the power Shazam in it. Is this Adam taking it back out, which causes a reaction? Because it does look like Superman's being shocked, but it, it, there's too much power in, in Superman normally. I mean, Shazam yeah. himself and Superman are going to battle it out. You have a Superman with an infinity gauntlet, yeah, like the anti-life six. equation, this, the power of a, a Skull. I mean, there, there's no, there's nothing to that. He would just squash him, but... We have to end. So Superman kind of gets, you know, ah, he gets shocked. Everything is going to hell and all these different deals. Now, the other thing going forward with this is the idea that suddenly, in my mind, they're making Kara such a bad butt to be yeah. a Marvel well, she, uh, she podcast feels very deal. Thrown in the last yes. couple. That's what I'm issues. saying. Like, she, she was she just really there. Didn't need to be included in this. Uh, and now she's the be all end all. She's the yeah. bad butt. And I think she's only she's the and, ace in the hole, and it didn't she really is. come off that and way. And I think yeah. that maybe she's there because she was a big part of Injustice too. And, yeah, and but uh, yeah, but it's still it felt a little weird. But then yeah, she should every, have been introduced yeah. earlier. Like, Everything's done then, though. It's over. I mean, it's it's done. This is the part that my biggest confusion was. Uh, super or Superman. He Man turns the tides on Superman. He's got him by the throat now, yeah. and then it looks like He Man just uh electrocutes him to death. But this is we find out later, and only because of they mention it later do I find out. Is that the black race black racer took him? And then that's you know a death thing even, but it's still it doesn't. But while what makes me laugh then is from here on. Basically, you're going to go through a bunch of panels with just people picking up things Fighting and throwing, and throwing them. them. Yes. <laughs> That's what it ends. I'm telling you, everything is end by – man chucks something. Yeah. Uh, Supergirl, Supergirl chucks, chucks something. something. She crashes through a ship and chucks it from the inside. 
I, and, and then you just Does have she people throw it to He-Man and yeah, does he I, catch it? I don't it? know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's so weird. And yeah, the transitions. Yeah, I've loved them. And I've is, loved the Iron Man. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I get confused. In I this think that they ending. were right. like you said. I said it was a lot of filler, but you're right. To me, the filler is the and then this. But at this point, they are rushing to an end. Yeah, and it's a shame uh, because this to I'll me. I'll tell you the panel that makes me laugh here, where He Man's petting Battle Cat, and there's the yeah. smiling skull in the yeah, back. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, I'm looking at that part with the one part Is with that, that Skeletor. I, even Skeletor's I don't know. Happy. Yeah, he's happy. They're all happy. Uh, you have. I love it when He Man has Superman by the neck. Superman is also going nuclear. He's ending up, you know, he's yeah. shooting his his he's heat visions flaring. going. Yeah, he's solar flaring and. His eyeballs look like they are bloodied out. Everything's going in. He's like, like you're he done, Superman. And he's like, yes, Adam. In in some of those other worlds, we became friends. <laughs> and then he just disappears. He does go solar flare where yeah. the the uh, gauntlet flies off of him. Everything, you, you have, everything flies off. How in the heck is he going anywhere from that? I mean, he goes nuclear. But, yeah, you think he's dead. Which is yeah. fine also. I this is so. Yeah. So then you, you have everything going on and just He-Man chucking things. Somewhere, and then it's done. It's over. The, the, it's over. And then that's where everybody gathers. And you have uh, Adam say, listen, Dark Side Skeletor have been defeated. Castle Grayskull is saved. Woof. Uh, he says this. And, uh, you know, woof. Batman. And, yeah. And Batman's like, Superman, is he? And that's where we got the thing where Adam yeah, goes, a, bla- a black racer. He took Superman's hand and offered a re- reunion with his family. When did he see this? I yes. think he's lying. I think he is lying. Because he's like. <laughs> he doesn't want to admit he made. He committed. He, he killed him. Yeah, he can't go back. He's like, I'm He-Man. Head, yeah. I'm not allowed to kill Superman, even if he was bad. I don't know where he gets this. And like you said, in the background, you got some skull. Just floating that. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, he's like, listen, your world's fine. Get a go back. And said, that's the best. Your world is free. And so is Clark Kent. And I'm like, you're getting back to kind of suggesting you killed him. He meant stop it. You, you already made the life. Nobody's Clark Kent's free. But then the, you have this whole deal. And so the wounded were treated. The dead gathered. The victory. And you have a swamp thing. And moss men planted a tree on the grave of each thing. And, and you do have this, like, not a victory lap, but a catch up of what's going on in my favorite. Seems to be because everybody is going, but the problem is Wonder Woman is still bad. They, there's not a lot of the bad guys and gals that who kind of survived and yeah. didn't get redeemed. Wonder Woman is Evelyn and her new roommate Diana of Themyscira do not get along. That's all it says. They're in prison. Yeah. Oh, whatever. There's that. I, I also like it too as the, uh, the other – Skeletor the, is putting a well somewhere. I don't know. Just – Kept yeah. eye on by Zatanna. Did, did you think of Man at Arms being kind of the the uh, Masters of the Universe version of Batman? Like they say at the beginning. Yeah, where they, they made that comparison it's so very weird. early on. I didn't think. I never think that. Did do no. you think that no, that's he's, the case? He's not the because he's not the main hero. Batman's no. the main hero. He's yeah. a sidekick or, or like they the really tech tried guy. to push it and they did it again. Because yes, yeah, yeah. Cyborg's like he, he's hey. more. I don't know who, who's the guy that makes all Batman's tech. That would that would yeah. be Man Lucius. At Arms. It'd be Lucius <laughs> yeah. Fox. Yeah. That's Man Lucius. at Arms. Yeah, I, I, it just didn't seem. Maybe it's because of the tech that that. But I, I love it. It's like Cyborg is there. Hey Batman, you got to get a load of this guy. You guys get along. You're just the same. I'm like I, I don't see that. I, I really 
really didn't. It threw me off. They were trying to make too many connections there, yeah. but I do the like man that. Man at Arms doesn't go traveling the night with, you know, sidekick no. superheroes. His no. daughter's actually more BA than he is. Yeah, really. Yeah, that is true. So, yeah, they're like, hey, Skeletor's body disappeared from the bells. We saw him laying there dead yes. and disappeared. What, he fall off that little piece of cliff he was on? And they're like, Satan and the sorceress keep vigil over the multiverse should he reappear. And that, to me, was... If anything, in this whole entire series issue, that's the key if we're going to continue. That's the only thing. I don't think we will. I think that this is over now, but we'll see. And then Batman... And, you know, Batman and went back to Earth. He gathered up these heroes again. It looks like there's other heroes, new, new people new bats, taking yeah. place, and, and they're going to remake the world again. And, and that's what also made me laugh is this definitely this ending to me way more centering on the Masters of the Universe type things than the Injustice because yeah, yeah. it's just like – yeah, they went back and rebuilt. You, you don't really see much of it. They're just no. there. Oh, they even give you almost a little more what happens on Dark Side than Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't really yeah. tie up much of injustice. Basically, you end up with Superman's gone, the regime's done, they rebuilt the world, and that's it. But you do have a Queen Marvel. You have Regina Taylor, the bearer of power of Shazam. Out of, uh, it was, you know, there you go, whatever. Uh, and you go <laughs> He-Man's then. He-Man's back to normal. Yeah, He-Man's back to normal. Like, oh, he's He-Man, the barbarian hero. He continues to help, uh, except when he's Prince Adam. And there's his mom. You know, she, she's not on spring break. There, he is. And it's okay. But the weirdest thing of besides the cliffhanger of Skeletor is apocalypse and i know that you have to do something because half of the apocalyptic new gods died here you you know the bad guys so you need something so the power vacuum that appeared in dark side's absence is filled by atrocitus atrocitus and hordak we got atrocitus and hordak yeah you have the hordak horde core and I'm like, okay, I mean, maybe you can continue with that as well if you want what, what to. What was the fake He-Man in the beginning, Fakor? Yeah, I think it was Fakor. And He's there off to yeah, the left yeah. of uh, Hordak. Yep, and then I, see I don't know, is it Cyborg Superman? It looks like Cyborg Superman. So you have a bunch of villains there with Atrocitus and Hordak. Very odd, very odd. But then you end with the uh cosmogonic equilibrium black racer so, and it's Zodak so weird. was dead I yeah it's zodak and metron but again here's the thing the MacGuffin of this whole series has become the black racer because yeah. he says the black racer saw me and thought he should spare me so basically anybody who you didn't want die ended up getting held hey hold my hand i'm the black racer off we go and you're saved so you have zodak and metron now zipping around on their chairs Trying to, you know, get the balance of good and evil going. Uh, and then that's how it ends. He's like, yeah. you know, together we race to ensure the return of balance between good and evil by searching out champions from each of the universes we are charged to observe. And we know now just where to look, the end. But, you know, they go off in their separate ways to look and things like that. So, yeah, you, you kind of can tie in with that as well, where all of a sudden you have Metron and Zodak come back oh my god we need you here or we're doing this but i'm telling you by the end of this and i did enjoy this miniseries and yeah, me and you too. have enjoyed this we like the teenage mutant ninja turtles deal with the, the batman i i i always like these these are fun like if, if we had some I, but i don't think i need 
this anymore. You know, no, no, the no. injustice and He-Man, I don't know that I want I would like to have a He-Man book back. Yeah. I'd like to have, you know, something like that, but I I don't even like we had Thundercats He-Man. Do you need a, a second part of that? Like no, I, I'm, I mean, I'm really kind of, I could take a break other than the only one I'm really clamoring for, like I said earlier would be He-Man Ninja Turtles. If they do that with yeah, that'd Williams, be cool. Yeah. I would be cool with that, but you yeah. know, other than but that, that'd I'd be like something He-Man a little different. To continue. Yeah, yeah, I'd like He-Man to continue. I really am getting a little tired of these cross. Like, I need something He-Man by himself before we cross over again. Yeah, in my they do mind, become formulatic after. Yeah, the and it, it would be one, it would know, be it's... cool to add like they have the Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles. It would be cool to maybe add a you know if you're going to do He-Man Transformers, maybe that might be a crossover that'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I need some. Something different. I yeah. need some some new blood, and that's why I'm telling you. By the end of this, I just kept thinking, boy, if Marvel and DC could just just do something like not, yeah, you know, they can't do something little though, and it wouldn't just be like something like this, I guess. But I, I need something a little different, though. Maybe what we need is something from the Marvel universe on our other podcast to cross over with some <laughs> other, uh, you know, properties. You know, Transformers. Yeah, we got Conan coming up. Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. So, but I don't know. I didn't think that this was the greatest finale. Uh, if I was going to give it a no, score, I like some of the earlier. Yeah, if I was going to give it a score, I'd still give it probably a seven, though. I, yeah, I, I think I, like I gave it a seven five in my. Yeah, idea. and I've always been about five uh, under, you know, a half a point under you for the most part with this. But overall, for the uh, the entire deal, I, I'd go seven five, maybe an eight overall, because I do like yeah, it. I, I, had I, some I would fun. recommend it, if, yeah, especially I, if you're a He-Man fan, you'll have fun. Yeah, I think I think eventually that Eric, if he got around to reading this, would have some fun with it. I'm sure he'd pick it, something with this last <laughs> issue. He'd have some stupid deal where he'd see some guy in the background and get all upset. But yeah, he's got the wrong color hand. Yeah, yeah, something like that. What a, what a jerk. But uh, no, I, I I liked it enough. So th- yeah. there's that. But yeah, that's we're done with this one. I was actually going to suggest, and we, again, we get tired. We're we're old men. Is what we yeah, are. But I was going to suggest there. that maybe if we wanted to continue something, because, you know, this is just me and you talking. Uh, maybe if that uh, the what's it called? The Outsiders book, not the uh, oh, yeah. the Young Justice Outsiders, that one. I If that ends up being OK, maybe we'll talk about that as well. But we'll see. But is that, that different than the. One that just came out this week. That's the digital. No, that's only the one, digital one. That's what okay, I'm saying. Yeah. If if we if we kept reading that digital one and it, it ended up being really good, maybe we'll talk about that a couple times or something. We'll see how that is, but we'll see. But that's it for this. Thank you for joining me, and we're gonna go off and finish up the podcast. So close, no matter how far. Ginger views come straight from the heart Forever trusting one as words Cause ginger views matter Jim never opens himself this way To his wife or his family Let's not forget Eric Shane Cause his reviews matter Trust I seek and I find in him I find 
Twice a week we get chill. Fatty. Open mind for fuck you find. There's no limitations. Cause Jim's reviews matter. Come on. How drunk is Eric Shea? Segregation Reggie. Segregation Reggie. Ah, uh, yes. Here we no, are, Eric. my pants are not half off tonight. They aren't. Uh, they, no, because you're positive they're only half on, Eric. <laughs> you're thinking of things with the positive, right? Is that what the you're doing? The positive. The positive is what you're doing. Oh, I, I hit a sound turn effect. I it didn't work. Message. Oh, my. Here we go. We have two more Failure. books left. Are we done? Are we done yet? Is Might this well on? I don't know. There you, you go. Kidding? I'm going to say that. I'm going to say oh, that. Run out of sound uh, effects now. You're just the sound books. effect guy. I'm the. I am the sound effect guy. Which wrong turn sound effect do you want to hear? Do you want to hear? Uh, I don't know. I want you to tell the me Wolf what he was Man. talking about behind the autoclave today. The Wolf Man. That's what he was saying. I don't know. He's over there. We couldn't hear him, and then he's like, "You know," and I'm then gets punch mad. You in your goddamn just, face. Uh, yeah, really. Don't do that, Eric Shea. <laughs> Uh, my my uncle's gonna give me fifty dollars. Then at one point he asked you a question, you responded. He got mad at you and then said, "Why are you asking him questions?" But he asked the question. It all, it all was spinning around. My head was spinning. Then at one point, hey, Rick, why don't you the, come the, to work every day? You see why? Yeah. You see then the, why. yeah. Then the the one deal was that uh, just the joke, which we don't even know. Like, man, you look more like your uncle than your dad. I think your uncle, because his uncle is giving him all this money for his birthday. That's and then he gets mad. Support. I'm sick of you saying that. I we just said it. We just came up with this. I mean, you, I guess you're already sick of it, but still. And I didn't even what come up doing? with it. This girl over here. I'm just jumping on the bandwagon. The yeah. Wolf Man. There you go. I, I I can do all of these. What else? Have fun. Kadoom. There you go. Edit that out. Kadoom. Do you hear me, Jim? Kadoom. There you go. I'm not a crazy bitch, Eric. That's pretty good, right? I I, I ended up, I'm going to channel my inner Jess and uh, see if I can remember it. I'm not a crazy bitch, Eric. You can do, you can say what you want and what you don't want, but I think that's inappropriate and I don't like it. You you hear me there, James? Stop it. Kadoom. Have some good times. Ba-ding. There you go. Is that what happened? Even Have the some wrong. good Ba-ding. times there. Ding ding. She got the trolley and left. <laughs> no, that was just a phone. It was an old time phone. Ding ding. Ding. You've you've reached Jess. I'm not a crazy bitch. Leave your message at the beep, and I'll, I'll make sure I get Eric to work on time. Beep. You, you know, know she's what lying. <laughs> no, I, I thought you, you know were what that say, is. You know That's she, a fantasy. I thought you were going to say that she knew uh, she was listening. Oh, it's a fantasy, is it? The plane, Eric. The plane. <laughs> not, not fantasy <laughs> we're, island. We were talking a lot of fantasy island this week, and uh, I, I'm done with that fantasy island. It's a monkey <laughs> paw. Don't ever go to fantasy island. It doesn't work out. Kind of like you're in Jess's relationship. Is that what's happening? Your relationship, you were set up by Tattoo and O'Rourke or Rourke? Oh, my, Eric. What is going on? Are we ready? I mean, we have uh, two books to end this. I'm not a big fan of either. So really, can we do a song instead, Eric? Is that? (laughs) Oh, you beat it to death. (laughs) Yes, I did. We're in a new section. New section, new jokes. No, no, no. There's no new Jimmy. There's that. And if there was, there'd be a song. 
and it go a little like no, I'm not going to hit it. Why? Why I was yes, bringing that, Eric? I had a reason why I had that song going, Eric. Because yeah. you're, I think that this book, this Deathstroke, with all of the you know things, the wacky ideas, the idea that we're tying things in from you know the first arc. It's starting to get beaten into the ground for me, just like that song. See, I made it work, Eric, because I am getting very wary of this book. I'm getting very tired of it to the point where I don't care anymore. I really don't. This was a book that we had, uh, you know, a roller coaster ride of emotions with because when we first started reading it, we didn't like it. We thought that it was way out there. Oh, you're not going to tie things in. Christopher Priest did tie things in. He's gone off the reservation since there. I, I don't know what's happening. Get back in that teepee, you son of a bitch, and tie things up. That, because when we're still going, no I know that's offensive. <laughs> you, you end up with a, a book that you're still doing callbacks to issue six. And please, it's too far down the line. We argue and, and we're talking about a Justice League book that we're infuriated because we don't have answers for 15 issues. We're at 39 here and we still really don't have very, you know, we have a lot of things that are grand scheme questions and mysteries that we don't know anything nah, about pretty and much I'm, at this on, point i'm just worried about what's going on in arkham asylum well i know but we're still dealing with willow yeah. and we're still dealing with you know does she even love husan the way like there's weird things that the are in no. here yeah i mean even th- we really Nobody the whimper husan. of an ending to the adeline story we're, we're waiting for maybe some repercussions to that as well I don't know. I you just know, out of I nowhere don't care. after the big mystery of who killed Jericho's fiance. Oh, it was Willow. Oh, oh. yeah, that, that's right, what I'm saying. On. And so I'm. I, and with this, we are talking in a book where Slade is in Arkham. He may be insane. He may be seeing things. He may be being duped. He may be drugged. All who this knows? stuff. Where all of this leads to, though, is I legitimately only want him. With with Dev in space fighting Plorians, that is fun. Especially, just think if we get rid of all the nonsense, the nonsense of the double speak, who's in charge, who's doing that, and all you What's had was second? a story where Deathstroke did go into space to fight the Plorians, ended up trying to get a hold of the Justice League, them saying, you're a nonsense, you're a villain, and him having to recruit all these villains that we see in the splash page to fight them. This seems like a lot of fun. This well, seems way like too something much that I can really get behind. Way less confusing. Christopher Freese doesn't like that route. Well, that's why I'm saying I'm kind of done with this route. Also, it looks like he's in there with a reverse flash. That don't make no sense in the continuity. So we'll Which see one? how this goes. It well, could be really. Zoom. Who knows? Well, who knows with him? Because all this stuff is a wraparound of a mystery that's, you know, uh, a kiss that may of or may enigma not be happening. that's shoved up as an, uh, you know, a pill up your butt. I don't know. That's called a suppository. That is. I know. (laughs) And you know what? I don't like those. I don't like them at all. I don't need that, Eric. Have you ever had a suppository? Yes. I'm I'm a grown man. Of course I've had a suppository. And then a lot of people that I don't think that everybody listening as a grown man has had a suppository. I've only had one. One time I've had one. It was because I forget I forget why I was sick. And I may not have I forget one too. I I, my suppository I might have had I may have taken a wrong turn. Yeah, I may have taken a wrong turn and ended up in an alley somewhere behind a 7-Eleven is where I got my hey, suppository. That's where I live. And yes, I realized that it was not a suppository. Now I realize it was a homeless guy's thumb. Mm. <laughs> well, I sucked my thumb. He paid me mm. for it, though. 
But yeah, with this, I'd rather make up jokes. So we than call talk the rule about of thumb. Issue. That's right, yeah, really. That's that's what you that came. That guy with. rules. You, with you his just thumb. you just came with that. Did you think that was coming in I hard? Just, I you think just that was lit, here. as mm. the kids say, huh? Hit the speed yeah, racer you music. Really, you really think <laughs> that that was something that you had to come with, Eric? I mean, really? Well, the homeless guy did. Yeah, well, he did. Really? Here we go. <laughs> You ready, Eric? You ready for this song now? It's a I'm new ready song. I need to get out of here. Speed up, Speedy. <laughs> it's the rule of thumb. There's a homeless guy with his thumb up Jim's ass. He's coming hard and he's gonna come in that alleyway. Eric's in the 7-Eleven getting a hot dog. He wishes that 7-Eleven didn't close. And there's Jess. She comes out dancing and he wants to slice her throat. He's fucking sick of her yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go, Jess. Go, Jessica. Go and pack Just your bags and get the go. fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go away, man. Just go. There you go. <laughs> Deathstroke number 39, written by Christopher Priest, with uh, art by Carlo Peglan, Fernando Passer, and Jason Paz, Jordi Tarragona, Wade Von Grawl Badger, Jeremy Cox, and D. Ron Bennett. Crazy? insane yeah those are some of the words that can describe this series ever since deathstroke found himself committed in arkham we've got alien invaders vr therapy sessions that may or may not be going on and we've got hugo strange possibly making reanimated corpses add all these ingredients together and you have a confusion bomb of mindfuck proportions on your hands thankful we have the supporting cast of characters in this book keeping things fresh and sane as they all start to converge on our favorite assassin did, did you reuse a quote from your review there you told me of how I proud did. you were of this That's a little bit Confusion bomb different. of mind fuck it's proportions. It's, it's, it's a little you different. You changed it up a little. That, I it. have to keep my set fresh, Jim. Come on. It's, it's almost as if there was a song based on that. But anyway, what are you we, doing? we have this whole thing. I'm no. telling you, I really don't have anything to talk about. I've already said it in song. Uh, you end up Did not you? knowing <laughs> what's going on with Slade. Is he in Arkham this whole Crazy? time? Insane? Is he being drugged to think something's going on? Is Dr. Destiny changing his perceptions? All of this. Well, that's what Hugo Strange is talking about. The whole idea that he can use Dr. Destiny to alter the perception yeah. of people throughout Arkham and stuff like that. But I don't even know if Dr. Hugo Strange Strange is real with what's going on. That's the I weird part because by the end, when we start having Jericho and Wintergreen show up to kind of bust pop out of jail like this or yeah. Arkham, yep. and it feels like it's real, but it really shouldn't be happening with everything else. Like you got Two Face get shot in the head, even though Two Face is across the goddamn world with Rose at this yep. point. I'm like, he, he, it's Which too in much a weird here. Deal, I think that's Slade. I don't know what's going on. I'm not. It's it's one of those things where this is a mystery of what's going on, right? Yeah. I couldn't even begin to tell you what the whole mystery is to them Glorious. wrap around to tell you what I think is right or wrong because everything is wrapped around each other and I don't care anymore. It seems as if this book has completely lost direction. And now because Christopher Priest was getting a lot of props for being this guy who, you know, tied things in later yeah. and really had a smart story and, and ended up a, a very non-comic booky story, the way he was wrapping around timing and, and things like that. I think that he is just basically throwing shit at us now just to see who will keep going with him. I, I really I don't care. You even like tie back into the whole sword, Willow's sword, where we saw that was we a very smart that, thing. Yeah. 
where you ended up having Deathstroke going into the Speed Force so he can go through time, go get the sword, come back. Blah, 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 blah. That was a really smart yeah, this ancient sword that's in the future that is then coated with this this material that can pierce his freaking you know gravity Inertron. sheath. Inertron, yeah, exactly. Inertron. That was very so, smart. And then bringing it back, so it's this ancient sword and with the name Rose carved on. Yeah. Now just throwing it out there, it's like okay, whatever. And then you see this psychiatrist who's there trying to help Slade, and like oh, you know, and even she's like, well, do you believe that? You know that whole deal. She ends up being hooked up with a meat hook, but that is a perception of Slade who then kills her to make like what what's Hugo Strange's end game? I'm telling you, this whole thing too, even when we go into the VR therapy session with the doctor and she's talking to Killer Shark, which is a fun little deal there. Yeah. But we yeah. That somehow wraps around where that seems to be just in Slade's head as he's writhing yeah. around on the floor of his goddamn cell yeah. where Hugo Strange is like you know, just saying, yeah, yeah, I don't know what the hell's wrong with it. It looks like I it's freaking know. the old Silent Hill after the alarm goes yeah. off. Do you yeah, understand what that crazy. is? But no, We have this whole thing. You know, the doctor was under Hugo's control. Now she's been given to Zaz, so she's just hung up on a meat hook. This seems to be through yeah. her shirt, though, so there's no real damage. Yeah, I know. And I know. Oh, my God, she's dead. Yes, but I'm guessing since the uh, Night of the Monster Men story arc we had, now Hugo Strange is the master of reanimating corpses because she's alive now, shoots Two-Face in the head while she's hanging there, and then Slade yeah, throws that's a knife the through is, her body. I, I don't think she was out. ever dead. Well, that's the thing. I don't is, think she was ever find dead. Out we could slade through the knife and all the blood. There's blood. Yes, Slade. She was alive the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, what the yeah, fuck I, are you, you doing? Know, yeah, that's the thing. They, you he was, killed they were her, just Slade. messing with Slade's mind just so she would I kill him. Don't as know if, the environment, as if though, Hugo because- Strange was uh, like had to make Destro kill somebody so he remembered he was a villain. That's well, exactly like, yup, and that's see, like, this is the why? last taste of your humanity because my like, yeah, his kids are still out and about. You can't say he has a human connection with this doctor who may or may not be real. I just, this, like I, I, this this the Cell that he's in. It doesn't seem real, even though we were no. just in a VR. I, that's and the, what I'm even saying. The idea, I, Two-Face gets shot in the face right here. Yeah. But no, he's halfway across the world with Rose right now. So like, yeah. and, I, and I then don't you know have, what you're saying. Like at the one point, you do have him in uh, space fighting the Plorians with Deb, and then he's talking to his son on a, a thing, on a, a bus, and he's telling the story, and then it, it's the whole thing. Yeah, it's Dev kind being of Black fun. Mask, I'm telling you. Our it's mask. kind of fun with that him fun. then yeah. saying, like, hey, because then his son's like, well, how could you be here now oh well the the zeta beam when you go back you're only gone for a second oh well why would you do this oh you know mind wipe it's like it's almost like conspiracy theory times 800 which makes it funny oh why didn't why do you remember it i have tinfoil in my underwear that, that's kind of okay you do see where you said you don't know if it's real or if it's it's the story that he's telling of the idea that slade did try to get right. a hold of the just league but the transmission ended up taking longer to get through space to earth than what they ended up coming back it's okay but i don't I'm know telling you, i on. don't even understand this whole this modified ronian technology with the zeta beam and how yeah, it works because i, I don't really we, care. we zeta out to the plorian home planet to fight this you know invading force and the zeta beam then can take you back to a few seconds after you left even though they spent two weeks there mind wipe you but then also no. the transmission doesn't get there in time, even though you spent well, two weeks. Well, the transmission weeks. wouldn't. I, I understand that because it's going through space as a normal transmission. You're ending up doing this Ranian thing that ends up taking you back but there. But that's the and, thing is I, I, I don't understand what the point is of this whole Justice League not getting it or even caring or how long it takes because then he still got the goddamn villains there well, he to ended fight up, this war. You know, yeah, he ended up teleporting the villains there to fight but the war. But nobody remembers and, and because, you know, the Zeta mind wipe. They're mind like, wiped. You're, you're yeah. just saying shit now, Christopher and you have that, uh, you know, you have a deal where you do still have Jericho. He wants to break Slade out, so he ends up controling uh, Solomon Grundy. 
part yeah. of this whole thing is Solomon Grunny just sitting there in a graveyard as well. yeah. Green and Jericho talk about he's sleeping. I got to make eye contact. We'll wake him up. We got to be subtle. And then chucking yeah. a gargoyle they at his head. chuck a gargoyle huh? on him. But the and whole thing where him. Jericho has the body of Solomon Grunny. I really like this whole thing. And he just breaks into Arkham to get his pop yeah. out. See, I'm telling you, this whole everything about the side characters in this book, I really enjoy. Even the stuff we're dealing with with uh, Rose and Two-Face. Yeah, I, That's I not the highlight, obviously, because there's not a lot yeah. going on over there. We're, we're going to get rid of Willow. But Jericho and Wintergreen, freaking Hussan and uh, – Deathmask there, uh, Dev. Yeah, they all end up I in like Arkham all that to break stuff, them making out. their way to Slade. So, because we got to go save Rose, Pop Two Face has him. Yeah, like, yeah. Two Face laying on the ground right there. What the hell are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what's going on? And then you, you know, you have Solomon Grundy, Jericho come in and like here, suit up, let's go. Like, hey, Pops, hey Jericho, what's going on? And you have Wintergreen there. Yeah, but all going on where then you have uh, Dev and Usan just break through because they were in a police car in a weird convoluted scene to get them there. They break into the gate go up and, hey anybody call an uber and oh yeah and, i've had enough I, I really if i was buying this book i i would not be buying it anymore i would have dropped it i just even if this ties in it's just too long now that's, that's where we that's, had the thing I'm with so christopher priest tied in better i don't see what care. the hell he's going to do to make any of this make any sense yeah. to me and that's my big thing going forward the whole thing because i do love the art every month in a month out the art looks the great art is but amazing I, I just, i'm done and Christopher I, Priest, even for all his weird machinations about what he wants to do with the series, he has created these characters. No, well, he hasn't created, but the way he writes yeah. these characters, these psychic, I really do care about the extended, like, you know, Wilson family and what's yeah, going I on. Don't. Destro I don't is the least anymore. interesting part about this because it's just confusing and maddening at times. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, for the overall progression of Jericho and, and Rose, they haven't done shit. They haven't done shit since it began. You had Rose with Willow. You still have that. You know, yeah. finally, Death, Death, uh, Two-Face like, we're going to leave Willow here. You're just going to be Rose. Jericho is really, you know, he had his Adeline die, the whole deal. No, Adeline's his mother. Know. I mean, yeah. Etienne. Uh, Etienne died, and, and pretty much since then, he's just spinning wheels. I just, I, and even that, Adeline was kind of interesting, but she's kind of left the book for and a while. And even the whole now. stroke squad we had with Defiance, like that was a yeah, bit I of like fun that. in my mind, I'm and it just kind now. of ended out of nowhere. What did you give this? 6.3 out of 10. Yeah, I'm 3 out of 10. And that's all art. And I'm telling you, that's I could even go a little higher, but I'm telling you, the story to me is a minus two now. I, I'm done. I, I'm completely lost interest. I started reading this book tonight. I'm just like, I fucking hate this book. I don't even not not like it. I fucking hate it. It's one of my least favorite books right now. And if you weren't reviewing it, if I was reviewing it now, <laughs> first off, I tell you, you're reviewing it. But yeah. also, I would have said we're fucking done with this, uh, you know, on the podcast. But because right. one of us does review it, we will continue with it. It better do something because i'm just done i i don't need these mysteries upon mysteries upon mysteries where all these other books you know we I, again i get mad when i don't get answers within 15 this is 39 fucking issues i i'm done i am completely done and now i'm depressed uh, where, where's my song here oh, where's the song we're gonna move on now to the last book of the night another book but at least it's done it's batman kings of fear and here's and the song for it eric this is what I think about no, both no. Deathstroke and this Kings of Fear. Damn right, hell to the no. I'm done. I'm done with this. There you go. I'm done with this stupid nonsense. Well, what, when, whoever came up with the idea of talking about this many books in a podcast. Batman Kings of Fear number six, written by Scott Peterson. Just imagine if Jeremy wasn't doing the Orlando Zone at points. I mean, I know that he's sick this week. Just Drive imagine we have insane. to talk about the unexpected this week. 
Uh, I'm about to jump off a bridge Warriors right now. Next week? Really? Yeah, really. Holy mo- And Marshka Manhunter this week. I know that there's some people out there thinking that's a perfect book. I'll tell you. I tells you, does I? I don't know. Does you? Batman Kings of Fear. I don't know. I don't even know what's going on. I'm going to start Kings doing a podcast. Anybody who thinks that Deathstroke is a good book, too, hey, come at me. And when you do, I'm going to now make the I'm going to make you do the podcast as if it's this Deathstroke book. And in the middle of the podcast, we're going to start talking about a book that's confused. not even in existence. Then I'm going to kill you, but you'll come back by the end. And then in the middle of it, well, I'll start singing a song. Yeah. Batman Kings of Fear number six, written by Scott Peterson. Art by Kelly Jones, Michelle Madsen, and Rob Lee. Kings of Fear is coming to a close with this issue. Instead of showing me that this was a miniseries that deserves six issues to tell a unique story, it showed me that it was full of cliches, stretched out to fill a trade, and will be forgotten by next Thursday. Tell me about why this is important for a final issue of Kings of Fear, Jim. There is none. You know what I think about it? Damn right. That's what I think about it. I think I just said deja vu. (sighs) All over again. Yeah. Here, you, you, I don't I don't know what's going on with this issue. <laughs> You're more here interested in the is, soundboard. Here is Kings of, Fear. Kings of Fear. This is a bullshit miniseries. It's such a bullshit miniseries that I'll forget it by Tuesday. There so you it go. turns out, Thank though, you. that there was actually fear toxin going on. It was not was. anything like we yeah. thought before. No, where I, it was like, I was it's wrong. It's all in Batman's mind. He yep, thinks no. he's under and, this whole thing, but no, and he's not. And with that, it makes it nonsense because by the end, it's basically – the whole idea, Scarecrow is going to psychoanalyze Batman. By the end of this, basically, he's like, hey, why are you doing this, Scarecrow? Well, you know, it's kind of a villain we thing. Do. Yeah. I'm Scarecrow. There's I'm scare bored. in the crow. Have I'd rather fire, not scare pretend crow. I'm a crow. Yeah. I'm going to scare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, make no sense. So Batman ends up punching Scarecrow and then basically says, yeah, I'm taking your ass to Arkham. So there. And then the Scarecrow's like, oh, no, you ended up having an epiphany. You you saw your greatest fear. What is it? Is it you afraid of your mommies? Are you afraid of that? Tell me. No, no, no. And he's not going to tell him. As Gordon busts in and says, hey, everybody freeze. Oh, my, Scarecrow, we're going to take him in. Now, we we have the thing where out of nowhere, and I know it's not out of nowhere, but you completely have left behind this hostage idea at various points of this Seriously, you know, well, whole series. You, you end up forgetting about him at points that he's mentioned. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Now, uh, here again, he's there. Oh, wait, there's this hostage. And in the weirdest progression since earlier in the podcast in Justice League, you have Batman say, hey, by the way, Scarecrow's hostage, Kenneth Ree, I'm taking him and Kenneth Ree back to Arkham. He was a hostage. By the way, Gordo, you probably can find an opening on the force for Ree. Yeah. Okay, well, that's weird oh, for a well, vigilante see, to just say. That's a weird say. favor to ask, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll yeah, and go, I, like, I wish Gordon said, okay, why? Yeah, did he go to you know school or I, something? I, I would actually What's his really qualifications? like Gordon to say why, too, because I want to know why he would have Gordon do this. Yes, and so you want to know why. Like, oh, that's okay. Oh, that's odd. Now, then he, he gets like, both here's Scarecrow. The whole thing. You know, here's the thing. It, it, it's like, Gordon, can you open up a part in the you know uh, in the police office? For, uh, I can't even say the word. Can you open uh, a opening for an the opening. police force for Ree over here? Oh, yeah. sure. Why? Because it turns out, Gordon, he's a bad guy, and I'm going to take him to Arkham. Yeah. Well, what the hell does yeah. that have to do with me having yeah, the police? I, 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 I like, don't he's like, know. I don't know. I think he's like, hey, by the way, Gordon, you might try to find an opening. <laughs> 
on the force for re he goes what kind of opening a cell. Nah, Boom. Nah. He's, he's doing stand-up. <laughs> because what happens Slides then is he takes the room. Re. Hey. <laughs> it's so funny. He, <laughs> he takes Re and Scarecrow off nah, to Arkham. Nah. In the meantime, you start what this issue is, the victory lap that is not earned at all in a nonsense series like this where Gordon's like, you know what, Batmans? I haven't really told you much, but you know what? I really loves you. And you do a lot for me. Thanks. You're not here, are you? Oh, no. Oh, I've never seen that before. Um, Yeah, I've never seen. The wraparound is the idea that Batman's afraid that Gotham might be better off without him because he creates his own villains? And I see people online going, oh, my, this is so new. Is Batman? Bullshit. Yeah, really. Nothing you see in this is anything new. Yeah, really. Because then, then you go, Re, who Batman just told Gordon, you might want to make him a cop. Why? They end up getting in the Batmobile to go to Arkham. And he's like, hey, you know, this Re goes, what's going to go on with me? What do you mean? You know, well, you know that I'm a bad guy. Yes, I know. Batman knows. So, so what was he talking about to Gordon? I because, do I, am I going to be the bad guys forever? That's up to you. Yeah. Are, are you going to take me to Arkham? Well, now I know. Yes. And knowing's half the it, battle, Jim. Is Scarecrow going to be in for me? Probably. There you go. That ends. Because basically they end up, I don't know why, what Re is, is a moron. Because when they get to Arkham. He's a victim of circumstance. He gets to Arkham. And that's the other thing, though. Because nobody, try to throw shade at me about this, too. Because then they're like, what did he do to you? Was it a family member that he held hostage? Was it a person, a a wife? How did you know? Nothing is never – yeah, nope. how did you – nothing's ever resolved. So then they get to Arkham. Why doesn't Ree take off? I'm going to – whoa, 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 run I, off, I run. Run off. I want to know what run. happened to Ree. I know because, well, at one point you see him still down in in the foyer or the courtyard. He doesn't go in because then Scarecrow gets drug in and you're waiting for this big reveal. The big thing that we're waiting for this whole six issues, he goes in and throws him in jail. That's it. That's what that Scarecrow's done. That's the end of that chapter. He, up, he puts him in an Arkham cell, and then Scarecrow says, "No, no. What did you learn? That's it. And now for the rest of the issue, from this cliches on top of cliches. He runs into a lady who's there. I guess oh, she's a my. doctor. Yeah, I, 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 a doctor. Yes, I, I say she's nurse, but the thing is, too, I like she, to think that she's also an inmate. Uh, she's also. A person who, you know, wants to have a kid with Scalpel Sanchez. She ends well, up she, dropping her case She deserves her, to be an Arkham Asylum because she wants to have yeah. a kid with Scalpel Sanchez. She, she ends up dropping her things. Oh, Batman, you don't remember me, but you saved me from a mugging. This goes on for seven pages. This is filler Hey, Batman, on top of it turns filler. out you are doing good in Gotham. Let me we tell you ended, for the next yeah, seven we pages ended, with yeah, Scalpel we ended Sanchez. Up, this whole thing was about Scarecrow. Who just gets shoved in a cell, and now we're talking to a lady who has to go on and on about how she was at a Kubrick film festival. Hello, Mister. That's your Kubrick. first mistake. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah. I was saying, the thing is, she would have been fine, but she went to this Kubrick film festival, not knowing anything about Kubrick. Goes in, starts watching 2001: A Space Odyssey, yeah. and walked out early. If she just would have stayed yeah, till the she, end, she, she wouldn't have been attacked. Yeah, really. It's like I don't know. There was a bunch of monkeys throwing around b- bones bow, and an, bow. an obelisk. It's just there. <laughs> and then she, she like said, and the, the other thing baby? is, she, I don't know. She went into an alley and started whistling, fucking singing in the rain, and it triggered somebody who was watching Clockwork Orange. They 
went nuts. But no, it's like, and then I met Scalpel Sanchez. You mean Scalpel Sanchez, the guy who always uses scalpels? That's him. He doesn't like the guns, though. All right. Hey, we had kids. You know what, lady? We got to talk about decision making here. He does and woodworking it goes, now. It goes Not a lot on of pay, and on. So it turns out I feel a lot of the freaking, like, you know, bill yeah. paying over in our family. She's like, I just want you to know that we appreciate you. And we go off. Then he's driving. He has to stop because a bunch of guys are around uh, using a crowbar to get into something. He scares them straight by yeah. jumping out of the, the Batmobile bending the and bending the crowbar. They run away. Then we go back to the uh, the Batcave where he says to Alfred, I don't, after yelling at him, I said, I'm fine, you asshole. Okay, well, and he's like, hey, listen. Every time you got to say I'm fine. Yeah, really. He's like, go make cucumber sandwiches. Do what you do. Know your role, buddy. Get out of here. Shit. But he says, uh, I don't know. Scarecrow showed me that maybe Gotham's better off without me and, and I make my own villains. And there's Alfred really? who, We're you know, this, I've never this seen this. Him? Yeah, I've never seen this of, I wish that you wouldn't be the Batmans. I always wish that. I'm like, is Michael Caine, did he show up? Because now you, it's every it, it's every cliche to end but this. But you know where, what? I think you're doing what? good, Master Bruce. Good yeah, night, sir. Yeah, you're sir. doing good. I, I don't really like that you're Batman, but you're doing good. The city's good. And then, of course, he gets the call at the end. Multiple escapees from Blackgate. Initial estimates are at least two dozen. Oh, no. Here I goes again. And he jumps in, and I'm like, really? Get out of town. Get out of town with this. And where I – please, and I'm telling you, I I respect, you know, Simon, you know, Hussein. Please tell me why at the end where – when they were trying to convince me, because I haven't liked this after the first issue. The first issue, I thought it was something different. It became a cliche of everything. We've seen these stories a million times. The idea was pushed on me, but Jim – that we Not haven't really seen Scarecrow, and uh, we've never seen Scarecrow analyzed. Blah, blah, blah. So how can you like this issue? Because it shows you that meant nothing. It's like, get in your cell, buddy boy. And now I'm going to go up and, what was your greatest fear? My greatest fear was that this actually was an eight-issue miniseries. Oh, That's my greatest fear. It's over. I am done. I, this is a book that if you bring this up to me within a week from now, I'll slap you, and oh, I will God. slap you through the computer. That's what I'll do. Is. If we're in the Slack chat and you say, but Jim, didn't you like Kings of Fear? You best duck. You're getting slapped is what you're getting through the computer, the, and I'll the make Kings it happen. Comedy. <laughs> I'll slap your ass. <laughs> I will do it. I, I, it just This is so annoying. And this book, where if you want to thank it for anything, this is thank definitely making over. me realize – that we are now going to look into these series before we start talking about them. I don't want to be caught in a six-issue nonsense like this. Nonsense. I do like Kelly Jones' art, but by this point— Darkness was that issue. Actually, not even a Etrick and a Ragman as well. I think this is worse. Only because people were saying this is good in yeah. period. But I, I like it's Kelly Jones' art insane. a lot. I'm a big Kelly Jones fan. Not a huge fan. fan with this. Not now. It's too much. I it can't is. keep saying, hey, the book stinks, but whoa, that art. I'm done with it all. You I'm can. done with I'm it just, all. You don't have to. You better duck, Aaron. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm on to I'm on these people. I'm going to slap their freaking asses. I'm going to slap that smile off your damn ass right now. I don't even know why your ass is smiling either. Yeah, I am smiling. Hey, just stop it. I'm telling you, that that's it's the new rule. 
I'm gonna. I'm now. I Don't better win the lottery. The I'm making up technology so I can slap people through the computer, and I'll Are do it. Are these your big I ideas? Will. Your technology? That is, that's my. That's my big idea. That's what happens. Is you're gonna get slapped. You're gonna get slapped in the face. What would you give this, Eric? I would give this eight three out of ten. It, it's it's no, a I bullshit get, conclusion. This because nothing's resolved. It's, just, it's the same cliche I nonsense. I don't even remember. I and don't I'm not even a huge fan of the art. Gave this. Yeah, I, I I better check. I I would like to give it a two. If I thought Deathstroke was a, a three, this might be a. Do we have negatives? Are we allowed to give negatives? Remember when I'm, some people put sure negatives on the roundup and it That's infuriates us. It infuriates <laughs> us so much when people end up doing that. I think somebody this week, one book, they gave a zero. You gave this a four point five out of ten. Okay, there you go. There you go. And I probably said I like the art because I, I don't know what Kings else to say. Batman ends with a whimper that tries to show the reader why Batman is so great, but does so in a way that has been done so many times already. I love Kelly Jones' art, but the story was stretched out, forgettable, and didn't take advantage of the unique premise it started out with. In other words, I didn't like it, and I can't recommend it. That is a damn good blur. Four you know point what? five out of ten. I'm reaching through the the, the screen now <laughs> no. and hugging you. Can I'm you hugging man. you, Eric. I'm gonna hug you. It's gonna feel a lot like a slap. That's just but how I'm I home hug. girl. <laughs> but I'm homegirl. Homegirl don't chase. Homegirl gets uh-uh. chased, Eric. That's what happens. But yeah, four point five. I, I could go lower. I, I was feeling nice. I was feeling nice. But that's it. Uh, is that your book of the week, Eric? Is that going to be your book not. of the week? Let's talk about our book of the week. All right, Eric. And what is your book of the week? My book of the week this week is Nightwing at a measly seven point five out of ten. Yeah, I'm gonna actually. I have a couple with sevens. I'm gonna pick Nightwing as my book of the week as well. I figured I'll just pick one of the plethora of sevens to be my book of the week. Eric Nightwing. There you go. A lot of people not liking that book, but here we I'm are to tell people. you that it's not the worst. That's like a, it's a backhanded compliment for a book of the week. I told you while we were doing this, I actually had it in the back of my head too of when I said if we didn't have a book that was over a certain score for a book of the week we'd quit i'm like oh this might be the one but it was only like if if our book of the week was under a six or a six then we quit but i think i actually said it'd have to be under a five that it would be because we've had a six i think you had one i think i've had a six point has to be like under a five if if the book of the week is a 4.5 then maybe we should be doing something else with our free time here is what we're going to talk about next week and two of these books will be on the patreon only spotlight obviously they have not been picked yet but but the badasses get to pick them up until Thursday. So if you want to be part of the picks or at least listen to two of these books that will be to be determined later, you go over to patreon.com slash weird sites. <laughs> the Patreon, the spotlights. <laughs> it's shining bright, Jimmy boys. Here are the books for next week, Eric. Catwoman right. number seven. Are you excited about that? A little bit. I want to see if it picks up. Okay. Detective Comics number 996. We're both excited about that. that. Getting towards that 1,000 as well. Electric Warriors number three. Uh, And I will tell you that. You got the Electric Warriors number three coming out. Jeremy was sick this week. I'm wondering if he's going to have a three-parter next week. If he will do the unexpected Martian Manhunter and Electric Warriors, he might lose his mind. We also have Hawkman number eight. Eric Shea there, one of our books of the year there. What are your books of the year? Yeah, you like it. It's one of your favorite books of what we get. I'm not saying it's your favorite, but you end up, your average, I think, of books anymore anyway is like a six. So you saying all right. That's one of your books of the, yeah. 
whatever. Yeah. Justice League Dark <laughs> number seven. You, you know, this week you gave us – I'd love to have – at one point I know that Repairman Jack was keeping track of what the book of the week was, but I don't think he was putting what the scores of those right. were. I would love to see your average score for your book of the week. It's probably a six. Justice League Dark number seven. I'm not looking forward to that at all. I don't need that yakety yak, Eric. I don't need to get yelled at in the it Slack chat by people. I already looked at it. It looks yakety yak. Red Hood Outlaw number 30. Oh, my. Eric's book of the year. Suicide Squad number 50. That is ending. So we'll be done with the Suicide Squad with this number But not the Suicide Squad Black Files. No, no. Unfortunately, that continues. Supergirl number 26. Uh, I want that to pick up a bit. Superman number 7. Who knows which book I'm talking about there. I get them all. They all go in my head. John Kent stuff going on. Yeah, you'll see what happened with John Kent, but it comes off a little weird in my mind. The Batman Who Laughs number 2. I've been looking forward to that second issue. The Flash, number 62. Oh, what things we'll learn this week, I wonder. Hey, Titans come on. We number- have the Flash dressed as a villain in Zambia. It sounds yes, like it could be fun. That sounds like fun. We did end up last uh, issue of Flash was on the Patreon. It was a Patreon-only spotlight, I believe, and we had some fun by the end of that issue. I uh, didn't like it overall, but Titans, number 33. Oh, my. Now that, well, we, now get, that we got now Mother Mayhem's backstory out of the way, now we can go forward. Oh, yeah. We, we, we could get going. I, I'm Buckle gonna, up, buckaroo. I'm going to load that one up. Just to see if that's the case, because I I don't know, Eric. I'm starting to worry about that book. Uh, and ending with Wonder Woman number 62 comes out. It's the end of G. Will Wilson's first arc. We're going to see what happens with Aries and Wonder Woman. Maybe whatever. I don't know. Whatever. I hope that that picks up. I really, like, you're really see Wonder hope Wonder that, Wonder that, Wonder that Wonder picks Wonder up. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Then she's like, eh, I can't go home. And I'm like, whatever. You're like, that's going to be. But that's it for the podcast. Now, I will tell everybody to stay tuned after the party's over sound effect because Lord Abby and Lord Andy, or Lady Abby and Lord Andy, will be uh, doing a segment of their own. So, yes, she is. I I don't know why I said Lord Abby, but hey, uh, that's because I'm a dummy. But yes, stay tuned and listen to what they have to say. And we're done here. What do you say, Eric Shea? Everyone have a great week. Keep it weird. Weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. In the lab, mixing it up with Spin Master Core. Is this on? It brings me some rhymes. Spin Master Core. Gangster rap. Spin Master Core, back in the lab. Keep it a little loose. Would you join me, please, and welcome to me? Spin Master Core. On the wheels of steel. I like stuff really hot. Oh, man, that is, that is very hot. If you're gonna talk trash, your mouth should be shut. I'm the elephant, give me a peanut. Well, my name is Jim and I'm an elephant. And if you don't like that, Hello, everyone, and happy new year. 2019. Yeah. It'll be a way better year than last year in comics. That's what they always say. Yeah.
Now we're reborning the rebirth to be reborn. And here we are again talking about... Comics. Not, well, yeah, comics. So I was going to say, not DC Comics. Not, well, kind of, but... Yeah, no. you're right. Kind of. So hey, it's Lord Andy and... Lady Abby. And welcome to our... Uh, this week in Gen 13 Gen history, 13. because everyone's been asking us, "What are you gonna do with Gen 13?" Exactly. I'm like, people, please calm we're down. On, we're on the edges of our seats. with the emails and, and the phone calls and the text messages, just and the stalking and the angry yeah. letters and exactly so, bomb threats. So, what do you think? Uh, what do you think 2019 is gonna hold for us, Abby? Mm, I think it'd be better than 2018. <laughs> There's gonna be some good uh, movies coming up, or theoretically. Well. Is there any Marvel? What's Miss uh, Miss Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. And um, um, I'm looking forward to Shazam, though. Yeah, I I am very excited about Shazam, but I'm really worried that they're gonna fuck it up. Mm. Because didn't they already have to like re-edit shit or something? Yeah, a bunch of stuff already. Who knows? But uh, that sucks. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about. My favorite comic book is my adolescence years. Don't know why. <laughs> Gen 13, which uh, is an original Image comic. Uh, yep. It came out pretty early in the Image days. This is the second Image comic that we've done. Uh, first was Sex Criminals, which mm-hmm. really Sex good. Sex Criminals. Yeah. <laughs> but this is Gen 13, and it's all like really hot chicks and like a ridiculously mm-hmm. roided out dude, a couple mm-hmm. of dudes, and um, it's really realistic. Oh yeah, it's absolutely realistic, just like all the art of Jim Lee and all the others. But this is not mm-hmm. a Jim Lee issue. But we're going to talk about it really quick. If you're not familiar with Gen Thirteen, they are uh, a superhero group from uh, the Image universe or Jim Lee's universe and uh, Wildstorm as well, because later became Wildstorm. So I guess this is our first Wildstorm comic that Correct. we're yes. that we're reviewing. Um, Mildstorm. Mildstorm. So that's Eric Shea's favorite comic uh, brand, publishing brand. But um, yeah, so originally came out uh, a long time ago. First appearance was in Wildcats Trilogy number one on June 1993. Their full their full appearance was in Death Ma- Death Mate Black. I think that was Say a that Jim again? Lee one. What is it? Death Mate Black. Death Mate. And I'm pretty sure that's a Jim Lee one too. That was September 1993. I said, created by Jim Lee, Brandon Choi, and J. Scott Campbell. They're all legends in their field. Uh, and their base is in La Jolla, California. And uh, let's see. Yeah, there's how many series now? Or volumes, excuse me. I think there's three volumes. Uh, the one that we're reviewing from is volume two. And that is, in fact, let me get you the date here. Excuse me as I look this up here. Yes, January. Oh, yeah, because it's this month in history so we're doing january, january obviously because there's some better ones out there but we're trying to find a good january well we had a couple januaries and there's like there's a shit a ton of februarys but yeah but, i think <clears> there's <throat> a lot more options with february so looking forward to that for valentine's day yeah Ooh. oh yeah that's a good idea uh-huh. so uh <laughs> and this is the only one where uh, of all the january ones we have where it's a uh, uh part one of a storyline because it would be kind of silly to jump into like part five or something so this is january 2002 so that was 17 years this is ago. our most recent comic that we've actually reviewed uh like, you and i yeah besides I think so. on the under the mattress thing yeah so we've done some other stuff for that most of the stuff that we do is it's pretty older yeah 80s yeah mm-hmm. well this is this is fun this is those nice. will be interesting you know this is the prime time of comics as Marvel, uh, you know, de- uh, declaring bankruptcy and, I was say. <laughs> and DC just putting out shit. Oh, the other cool thing, get this, Abby. There is an animated Gen 13 movie. Oh, God. And it features was it the voices. Was it on Pornhub or? Well, you can't find it in the X, States. X and X. It's only been released in Australia and Red Japan. Tube. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't know why. Grunge, which is one of the main characters here, was voiced by Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. 
Lynch was voiced by John D. Lancey. I'm supposed to recognize that name, but I know you'd be excited that Threshold was voiced by Mark Hamill. Ooh. The great Joker himself. That's or, pretty cool. He's also known for some uh, star movie. I mean, I'm not surprised. He's in like every single fucking animated DC anything. So Yeah. Like, almost. <laughs> but that wasn't even a DC... Uh, it was Buen- Buena Vista Pictures. Interesting. But uh, but it was shelved by the studio soon after Wildstorm was bought by DC Comics. Oh, oh darn. Oh, geez. It was never released in the United States. Limited video release in Europe and Australia. I'm sorry. So not, and that was in 2000. So we need to track that down. I'm sure you can get it on Amazon. It's probably... Or just Pornhub. So we were talking earlier about trying to pick out the... You think it would be on Pornhub? I can't get Pornhub on my phone. <laughs> my phone starts to catch fire. But, Probably. Um, if it exists, it's at least on the internet. It's got to be on the internet. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So we need to look that up after we this. We will find it. And I'll sample some shit. Super well. legally, of course, because we're unrecorded. Absolutely. We're going to pay whatever it costs to get mm-hmm. this material. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, piracy is a crime. It's oh, a federal crime. Gen 13 also showed up in one of your favorite areas, one of my favorite areas in D.C., in the New 52. Oh, yeah? They were... Briefly debuted in the epilogue of Supergirl issue number 33. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yep. Their membership consists of the original lineup. That's what I was going to talk about. The original lineup, which I think is mainly in here. Uh, just skimming through the pages, but I recognize we were talking uh, about... Your original lineup are tits, ass... <laughs> and eggs. Uh, under tit and... Oh, legs. they're really good at under tits. Oh, okay, that's like side tits. They're Gen 13. Side boobs. If you guys can name me a comic that is like the best... That should be a good genre. Upper tits, and, or, you know, what'd you call them? Under tits? There's under boobs, side under boobs. Under boobs, side boobs, uh, navel area where you're just like, you like you instantly are, yeah. Sorry, uh, Gen I, 13, nothing beats this. Nothing no. beats Gen 13. And uh, there's a couple little scenes in this one that we're going to do, which is, oh, yeah. I guess, uh, number 71. Pretty dummy. Very dummy. Dominatrix type stuff. Like Well, you should see the earlier shit. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I told you about the one where they're all tied up and naked, like the guy's like, I'm going to clone you or something. I don't know. But I'm just like, oh, I'm not reading any of this. I'm just uh, got to use the restroom really quick. <laughs> so um, some of the characters that I recognize So if we get here, several breaks throughout reading this, I apologize in advance. Yeah, it might be necessary. That's gross. Or we could leave it in and just see no, if we can push not. the boundaries of podcasting. Can we like not? That's, oh, come on. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> we got two, uh, uh, what do they call them, masseusers in here tonight masseurs? with us. Nude masseurs. masseurs. And they're going to rub us down masseurs? with oils while we read Gen 13. Messiahs, that's what it is. That's the Messiahs? Messiahs. Yeah, like a school of them. Mm-hmm. And they all just flock in and rub you down. A school just flocks in. Caitlin, Caitlin Fairchild, she's the redhead. She's the bigger booze we're talking about. Because we're saying, all right, which one do you want to read? And she's like, oh, I'll take the one with the big tits. And you take the one with the bigger tits. I'm like, that sounds good. It's all big tits. And what was it? Little big tits? Little big little tits. Big, yeah, little big tits. Which is our favorite country band. Yep. Little big tits from... Outer space? Outer space. <laughs> <laughs> We're reviewing little big tits and from outer space next it, week. So. And uh, <laughs> this week in little big tits and outer... Space history, but this is uh, Gen 13, and we're talking about Caitlin Fairchild. She's the redhead. It was once an ordinary girl. Caitlin's muscles spontaneously increased in density, granting her superhuman strength, agility, speed, and endurance. And she turned to a porn star. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she's really hot. That's another thing. Bobby Burnout Lane is the son of John Lynch, who's in Gen 13. He's their mentor, and he like helps them uh, find how you know develop their powers, like. Professor X. It is a ripoff of, of X-Men, for sure. Uh, I don't think that's the point. My favorite is Roxanne Freefall. Roxanne! Spalding. And 
I think a lot of comic fans know her just from like. Uh, Wait, her name's Roxanne Spaulding. Mm-hmm. Was he just looking around the room like uh, <laughs> basketball Ro- and Roxanne police Spal- album? Yep, like <laughs> she's free fall and she's my favorite. I free fall. See, I, I'm just I, gonna name all these songs. I think, like, I think he was just listening to all these music things. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, color or not color? That one almost kind of. You gotta have to do color just for the purple, just the purple. Yeah, color. but uh, ooh. Then there's, oh, well, anyways, free fall. So, is... uh, what's your tattoo mean, bro? Oh, it's just a chick that I jerked off to when I was like 12. <laughs> it's all good, bro. And then like... they'll probably high five me. They're like, hell yeah, bro, let's kick ass, dude. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> but she has a power of like gravity, so she can like float and make things float. float. Sometimes she can make things heavy. I really had to man. I bet she can. And then there's Sarah Rainmaker. I think she's like Storm. I don't that's know. that's not a euphemism. Uh, yeah, exactly. She may be rain a lot. Uh, then there's Persevere Udman Grunge Chang. You can tell this is from 1993. The guy's name is Grunge. And he's looks grungy. He's got the parted hair, long hair, the five o'clock shadow. He's listening to a walker in this one. Um, and he's like really strong. And then there's John Lynch. <laughs> and he's strong. <laughs> the team mentors. And Robert Burnout Lane, Lynch is the leader of Team Seven, wait, wait. close friendship, friend, friend, His name stuff. is Robert Lane? No, Robert Lynch. John Lynch and Robert Burnout Lane. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Bob Robert, Lane. Bob Lane. Lane. Mm-hmm. So, like, related to Lois Lane? Oh, no. She's probably related to so he's Mary a bitch. Lane. <laughs> of our alternate universe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then there's some other ones. I don't know if they're in here or not. Doesn't care. Doesn't matter. It will, none of this will matter. Because it's nobody, just going to be an amazing Nobody comic. cares about the ca- like characters, okay? Like, if you're reading this... Comic book for the character development. Uh, you should probably read a different one. So, without further ado, let's get down to Image, or excuse me, Wildstorms Gen 13, issue 71 from volume 2, January 2002. It's called Think Like a Gun, part 104. Think Like a Gun. Oh, yeah, let's talk about the cover really quick, Abs. You got the oh, copy Jesus. over there. All right, well, there's tips. There's, there's tits. And She's a some... naked robot chick. With fangs, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have any eyes. Um, well, her hair cuts over her eyes, and she's naked, but she's, she has her hands very artistically over her Boobs. breasticles, and protruding uh, from her hands are are a bunch of knives that have reflections of different comic book characters in aghasted faces. <gasps> it, yeah, it looks like surprised. Aquaman, doesn't it? Yeah, but Aquaman does not make an appearance. Except that those look like flames. Versus oh, that's Firestorm. Uh, excuse me, that's Burnout. Because his he's, name is Burnout. He's always burning out. Because he's Burnout. So, he's and yeah, I mean, it's a. I like the cover. This is an era on um, Volume Two uh, around the seventies because I, I own a few of these. They're all like uh, very manga styled um, yep. covers, which I don't really like that much. But uh, thankfully, most of the insides of these issues have traditional. Uh, pretty damn good art, if you ask me. But, yeah, they're good art uh, for sure. That's that's the. I do have some Gen Thirteen issues where they, they kind of lacked on that, and but most of Gen Thirteen, all the volumes, the art is it's. Fun I don't know about tasteful, but it's oh, it's not tasteful at all. No, nope, no it's, but it's but good. It's a uh, <laughs> but yeah, it is very good. good details on the nips. Oh yeah, so. there's nipples in every single page, mm-hmm. popping just just trying to pop through. So just mm-hmm. like everything else. All right, so it opens up page one, panel one, a, a thing of meat slaps down on a cashier's Shrek. thing because we're in a, a, a grocery store, and it's <laughs> Roxanne, my favorite, uh, free fall, and she's talking on the phone, 
And you were confused because she's like, why is she asking all these questions? But the writing, I believe they're doing this because she's doing the Valley Girl action. So Apparently. if you would have loved to do that, don't wouldn't you? Just to give me a little free fall. Would you? <laughs> but so it's, the beat slaps down. <laughs> me? We got like Bo freaking Coop beef going on here, Bobby. Tell Anna we've got her grilling needs covered, okay? Need any more veggies for pita poster girl Sarah? No? Oh, man, Grunge says in the background on his cell phone. Me and Grunge will be along in a few minutes, okay? I can fly us over to the house if time's all, like, critical. This is gonna suck. Don't think so. I was kidding, okay? Don't want to get the neighborhood tripping, of course. You're so, like, no fun, Bobby. Oh, my god. Yo, one of the peeps, rocks. Just heard on the radio that Jala might have a rolling blackout on the way. This comic book is really good so far. Yeah, and I forgot to say, it's written by Adam Warren. Pencils are by Ed Benes, which I recognize that name. That's a big name, Cox. Uh, Vince Russell is on inks. Darlene Royer and Randy Moyer for Wildstorm FX uh, Colors. Uh, Jenna Garcia lettering with the question marks. And Jeff Marietti, editor, if that's how you say his name. There we so, are. we're four panels in, and Abby's about to have a stroke. That's really read through it, so. That's fabulous. So now we're back at the hangout, you know, and all the hot chicks are, are just like cooking and drinking with boobs. Tits, tits. fucking tits, tits everywhere, tits everywhere. Tits. And I think Burnout's the guy sitting there at the table. Uh, you have to, yeah, or yep, I think LG or whatever that is. His fucking goatee pisses me off, bro. It's the nineties. You see it? It's like the little like vertical line that goes mm-hmm. straight down the middle of your chin. Not even like any mustache, just a total like, creeper. Oh god, total creeper. It's gross. Yeah. It's like, what is, what is that on your chin? Like, it so, look, oh, God, I just want to fucking cut it off. Well, when you're hanging out with all these hot chicks all the time, you don't know that, like, you don't, you know, you look like a douche because they're, you're surrounded by hot chicks. I you're guess. obviously doing something right. I don't know. If you say so. And now we're back at the Gen 13 headquarters, and we've ran through this page like four times. Now we can't get the writing <laughs> out, and it's so bad. It's really so, bad. Oh, t- in two run says uh, burnout, and he's sitting on the cell phone. There's music playing in the background like that, and then there's vegetables being cut up and being flown around by Anna, their maid, who's the cyborg from the front cover, and she's an assassin who's also sent to protect and serve them in their headquarters. And she's cutting up a lot of shit, and she goes, "Try and watch Anna get her emerald on, <laughs> mecha style, Lady Rocks." Emerald, huh? In terms of food television, I'm much more fond of Iron Chef, says Anna. <laughs> Pun intended. Kind of figure that, Anna. Uh, Mo vitals the way, according to Roxy, along with rolling blackout, apparently. What the? F- How do these people communicate with each other? I have no clue. I don't even know. <laughs> ah, notice my restraint. I'm not commenting pointedly on energy issues. Notice my great admiration for your restraint, Sarah. Smells scrumptious, Anna. <sighs> Anna Stara. Like, oh my god. Like, Why, thank you, Caitlin. Oh god. Thermal Can we have any more generic ass fucking white girl names? Please, just let's throw in one more. Just throw in one fucking more, like, please. Think, where's a Kate? But, uh, Jesus. Gotta need a Megan. We need a Megan. Thermal olfactory sensors indicate the first course is almost ready. Slice, 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 and all these, like, hamburger things go flying. Whoa. My. Yikes. 
And, oh, don't worry about that silly rolling blackout, by the way. So when I rebuilt the safe house, I made certain to rig up an independent power supply, you see. In fact, I salvaged a mini tomahawk, tacahawk, tacamac reactor tits? from a... <laughs> exactly. Where are the turrets? A down international operations gunship offshore. We fully have a megawatt of peak power available. Half a megawatt? Good lord, Anna. Are you powering a certain level particular accelerator or something? That's almost enough to drive Bobby's stereo system. Just for that, Sarah, uh, no more Veruca salt for you. What the fuck is Veruca salt? Some kind of hippie thing? Of course, if a blackout does strike the neighborhood, says Anna, the house's holographic camouflage will disguise our uh, empowered state, like it always does. Wow, very impressive. Anna, so Meanwhile, one of the first them. four pages on super intrigue. Mm-hmm. This is like really good. This is like this is a like you know, this is the shit. This is the shit. This is so, the shit. more like shit. So now we're you know everyone's sitting around the table still watching her uh, chop up shit. I'm looking at the tits personally. I'm not. There's I just, like, like not said, even good panels for tits. There's yeah, like there's just the nipples. Panels. Yeah, you're right, but. They're pretty, you know. They're just pretty, well drawn. Pretty, pretty, but uh, pretty. a generator salvage from an IO ship, huh? Note her ethic of recycling, Sarah. <sighs> yes, highly virtuous of you, Anna. Hey, that reminds me," says the other guy. "I know we got a high-level, well, leave you alone pass for all international operations before it broke up, but I'm still kind of surprised that some like disgruntled IO ex employees haven't looked for us here." Bobby has a point there. Gee, thanks, Sarah. This isn't the most inconspicuous of safe houses. After all, an identical building rebuilt in the same location as the previous house I.O. destroyed. Hey, Anna, didn't you say all that kinds of I.O. splinter groups are active in Southern California? None of them have Oh, um, they're in SoCal. By... This yeah, I told you that. They're based in... Uh, Javoida, you know, La Jola. Oh, La Jola, man. Okay, go ahead. Oh, by the way, her shirt says show right <laughs> underneath the tits. On her fucking tits. So, so, like, the letter's like, just show us tits. Yeah, seriously. Right. And it's just like, show. This is <laughs> the show. Tits. Here it is. Oh, of course. They have in Caitlin, says Anna, any number of former I.O. operatives, including members of crews like Smelly Mecca and Antisocial Gearhead Disorder. That sounds great. Which is an awesome band name. I was going to say. Remember this house. Actually pretty legit. <laughs> hey guys, can we change our band to Antisocial Gearhead Disorder? Like Any, anytime those sillies have tried anything, however, I've dealt with them harshly. That's not silly. Very harshly, in fact, as she's chopping up all these vegetables in her super fucked How up weird T-1000 hands. How harshly was it, Anna? Because it is basically T-1000. She's just got all the Things coming out of her hands. All the swords and knives and chop things. I've killed enough of them to send a clear message to the XIO community at large. More than enough to make the point, I must admit. But once one starts righteously exterminating aggressors, it's remarkably hard to stop. You know to see enemies driven before you screaming and terrified and dying and so on. And everyone's just kind of staring at her. She's chopping up these vegetables. Whoa. And they're like, what? Whoa. I'm dying? Of course, I'm probably nursing a tinsy grunge from the time that I.O. troops shot me up and forced me to detonate the house. But hey, catharsis Catharsis is catharsis. Catharsis Even if my emotions are being purged after software analogs, right? But while I'm unburdening myself, here I should be for a little more forthcoming, shouldn't I? I think she has some fucking psychological issues I as think... a robot. <laughs> I'm definitely tripping now. My skin is crawling. Anna, jeez. Because there really are a number of things about myself I haven't told you. Oh, no, shit! Like you're a fucking robot? Nobody knew! Come and be creeped out, man. 
I knew I had a bad feeling about this. <laughs> Such as, oh, oh no, oh no, and now her eyeball pops <laughs> up into like a cyborg eye. And it looks like Terminator 2. I was going to say, more. it definitely looks like Terminator 2. And then all the, all the it looks like the... Here's the good the, side tit shot. You see the emergency... Yeah, side tit there. And then there's uh, the doors are slamming down. It's the emergency... I think she's locking them into the house. Yeah. What is? What the heck is going I'm gonna on? I'm going to rape you all with my hands. Yak! Well, that's what she says. And then, boom! This giant machine gun breaks out of the ceiling. Where are you at? Are you there? Show me your tits or you're going to fucking die. <laughs> and she's like... A minigun in the kitchen? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, no, you're right. Not That's liking a dude. this. That's a dude. A minigun in the kitchen? Not liking this. Bobby, Sarah, Caitlin, I'm sorry. I am so very sorry. It's <laughs> all my fault. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, son of a bitch. Because they're all blacked out. So what, what do you oh, think fuck, he's saying? Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Or oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Oh, shit, oh, fuck, oh, shit. And then, uh, 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 Anna... So, like, it looks like Anna's losing control of her own body. And like I said, there's guns and lasers and knives. I will and, and terminate you off. And please, put the hardware away. Please, you're scaring us, Anna. <laughs> if you know what I mean. She's like, y'all ready for a gun show? And they weren't <laughs> ready. Much. They weren't ready. Huh? Oh, that's the next page. Oh, God. Like, Look the at back that of, ass shot. Look at that ass that shot. That ass shot. And then what is the back of her, of the show tits? Big. <laughs> big show Oh, my God. Tits. That's great. Big tit show? Big tit or show. Or big, big ass show? <laughs> and... Big ass. But what show I'm confused tits. about is the way her leg's coming off. Oh, At the bit. bottom of that panel. Oh, that's another girl's leg. Oh, that's See, weird. So, yeah, she's a little tanner. That's I saw that too. I'm like, what, did she break her ankle? Yeah, like, no. that's weird art. That's um, the brunette's leg. But dude, that chick's foot's way too fat. Uh, I like it. I like the pump you she's like wearing. the fat feet? No. Is that, what, is that what your thing is? No. That's what you read the comic for? I mean, the fat, the fat feet. I'd like to be comics with Big fat tits feet. and fat feet. <laughs> big feet. I built an emergency escape route out of here, like, before. Use it now. Huh? And the door... But look at her ass! Her ass is phenomenal! Dead ass do. The house's defensive arsenal won't, won't hold them off for long. Escape route this way. Hurry, Andale, Vite, Andale, Vite, Vite. But they are not after you. They? Just like last time? Oh, no, that was my part. That's all right. Fine, be that way. So if you flee the house, they won't pursue. Anna, what are you talking about? Is an IO splinter group attacking us? What are they even talking about IO? That's uh, the international um, opposition. Uh, opposition, yep. Perfect. I think it's like IO. It's like the people who, I think... Originally, we were in charge of that. Another ass shot. Nothing so easily dealt with, I'm afraid. Get out of here now, Caitlin, please. But. No, literally, there's a butt on the screen. There's <laughs> a butt and a butt. I love it. That's a nice butt, but that's not as nice as panel, like, four. It's pretty big butt. <laughs> so, okay. now, we're, now we're back outside, and uh, we've got uh, Roxanne, and we've got uh, Grunge. 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 And they're like walking to the place. Oh my god, look at those bodies in that shot. And the next panel on the rubber. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's kind of scary sometimes. <laughs> but she is kind of hot, you know? Robot. I mean, that's oh a dude. That's just god. a dude. That's any dude. You know, the that's robot's so like pretty fucking hot. But, you, know? you know, it's like not a thing, but like it's hot, man. <laughs> <laughs> Though the way her head comes apart is kind of a turnoff, disturbing. Oh my god. <laughs> Ew, Mackin on Anna, you pervert. Oh, just so you know, Anna, 
<laughs> so you know, Abby. I will fucking such, punch you in the goddamn room. You're in the room. I'm gonna throw her. you <laughs> across the goddamn room. Calm down, Lois. I fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those are fighting words. I'm sorry. I I'm gonna light this fucking thing on fire. <laughs> the comic you'd be doing all of us no, a big your favor. Face. But, but uh, Roxanne and and it has a big crush on grunge. That's the other thing. So it's like Why? a long running joke, you know, or not joke, but just a plot. And she gets jealous of all the other girls because they're super hot too. And grunge is always just like, oh, ass and tits, bro. Fuck the robot. So, anyways, don't know why it's. And you're saying, ooh, Mackin, you know. <clears throat> Just for that, I should rip you limb from limb with a title stress. Uh, I'm just quoting what was Twisted Horn Dog Bobby said, babe. Really? Damn, so the reception's out. They're back in the basement. Yeah, so now we got three people walking down. We got the brunette. We got Caitlin. And wait, I think the brunette is uh, Rainstorm or whatever her name is. I don't know. And then they got Burnout. He's walking down. So they're going down the escape route. And there's all this like lighting and stuff. Go, go with like oil uh, arrows painting, uh, pointing down. Painting, pointing. Pointing down. Damn, cellular reception's out. Can't get through to Roxy and Grunge. Oh, no. Keep trying, Bobby. They're walking <laughs> right into this mess. Gosh, what the heck is going on up there? Motorcycle. Brushes through the. It's Ghost Rider. Oh, just kidding. It does kind of look like no, no, but just some chick Spider Man on a on a motorcycle. But with tits. Spider Man. Oh yeah, I see in your copy got more tits. And then there's tits. There's nipples right there. Square. And now, oh, now we're getting into the choking and stuff. So, and now Caitlin is is running after this guy, a chick in a motorcycle, and she grabs him by the throat. She goes, "This is for ruining dinner." Oh, I don't know who the heck you are, but huh? And and Anna, it's is it Anna? That's Anna. That's Anna, and she's choking out Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's a. Mm, I mean, another <laughs> Anna, and then look at that ass shot. Oh that's my an god, that's an ass oh shot. Oh my god, those jean shorts are just hanging on for dear life. Mm-hmm. Like we're just this little covering piece of just the right just pieces. The just to not be labeled porn. You gotta give it like. They got, they're really good at shading, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. They suggest so much. Mm-hmm. Here's the why vagina. Are you, why are you here? You've come for Anna, haven't you? Why? Oh, wait. So, she's looking for Anna? I don't know. I don't fucking... Who you fucking think I know cares? what I'm, like... Let's just get through this fucking that's shit. My apologies, I... meat. Oh, it must be terribly, terribly shocking. Oh, now she's shocking. It is Anna. Yeah, it's Anna. Since she's... she's... This is one of my favorite panels. Uh, you gotta get, are you trying to do the maze in the ad? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's pretty cool art. Oh, this is the best panel yeah, ever. Yeah, this, this is the best panel. This is the best panel. And she's like all arched over, total under boob. Total uh, under boob. Awesome navel and like yeah, leg shot. And, and, and she's high. vibrating and the actual uh, panel is like, vibrating. See, like, too, you so know, like cool. the, the muscles, like her ab muscles, oh, yeah. like going it's, down. It's, yeah, it's pretty sexy. It's a very sexy panel, yeah. for sure. And her lips are all like, and yeah, yep. it's, yeah. So she's electrically electrocuting her by her throat, and she's vibrating on the ground, and and uh, and she's holding her down, and like electric rays are flying through her. Mmm, tasty. Save your half an invigorating megawatt of peak of power. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, megawatt. Fry meat. Fry. She's choking. Oh, looks like your hair is catching fire. Oh no. Go to the next page. Did you hear that? Sounded like a scream. No, it sounded like a go go go. Yo, cat, you up there, cat? And oh, more underboob. Whoa, yeah, underboob. Wow, and even less clothing. Boob. Yeah, because some of the clothes got burnt off in the electricity. Oh no. Oh fuck! It says the blacked out line again. So yeah, 
They're, they're just putting a blank, actual black line. Like, just give me the balls and swear, you know? But, Caitlin? Oh, look, more meat. So Anna sees them at the bottom of the stairs of the, uh, you know, uh, escape like route that she Christmas had opened tree. for them. And she does kind of look like a Christmas tree there. Because she's got all those lights hanging out of her. Yeah, you're right. All slow and fe- fleshy and wet. All oh, slow yeah. and fleshy and wet. Yeah, that's a man's I'm, writing right there. <laughs> I'm generally sickened that my sister would consort with your repulsive ilk, lowering, lowering the localized partial pressure in your body. Say that three times over. <laughs> so, Caitlin is lowering the localized partial pressure in your body, supercharging their thermal yield. Thermal yield. I'm on it. So, By uh, the way, I don't think this chick has any like shirts on. Because she looks topless, for sure. Yeah, she's... I think you're right. I don't she's know how topless. that even happened, but apparently she's topless now because his hand is just right over her tits. <laughs> and now uh, Firestorm right. is shooting out some fire, like, message from the meat. Blank you! Fuck you! Eat a cock! So mm-hmm. he's... Zoo, and he shoots, like, fire stuff out Scream! of his fist. So he's bringing up the air radio pressure system of the thingy and all that. Like you said, and make sure it's down. Screw so they... you, that's my fucking part. I'm sorry. Screw. No, what? You said screw you, it's down? No, screw. Okay. Make sure it's down. Yes, yes, it is, but good. Teamwork, baby. Yeah. It's horrible grammar. But good. Teamwork, baby. Good. Yeah. Him, him, baby. Hey, yeah. Anna, sir, what? Yeah. So, Anna nice. has sisters. Huh? Huh? Holographic decoy, silly meat. Oh, fuck! Holographic decoy! They they burnt up a decoy. God damn it. But they were fooled. And now, outside, we have uh, Grunge and Roxy are still, like, coming back from the grocery store. All I'm saying is I sure won't want to throw down with Anna, you know? I mean, if you know. She just popped some guns and blades and molly wire and fucked and seriously messed you up. Be really unpretty. Come on, Grunge. She loves us. She told me that herself the other day. And then back at the home, she's like, got, ooh, yeah, she's got her all bound up the... Oh, yeah, they're really into the whole bondage thing. Yes. For sure. So your character is getting totally tied up with a Wonder Woman-looking freaking thing. Mm -hmm. But it's yellow, and it's glowing, and it's got her all just, you know, just, ugh. And uh, everyone, all the guys tied up, too. And uh, Anna's just saying, even think of struggling... And I'll julian you into wet little morsels. Ooh, you promise? Mm, my sister's little pet mammals. N- n- no, please. You might make useful hostages, but I'd only need one of you, most likely. I'll go with the male. Isn't life unfair? Goodbye, meat. D- 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 don't. <laughs> Sister! So there's another Anna! And that Jesus. Anna is shooting that Anna! Well, and there's tits! And then there's tits. Because, like you know, like, they just... Oh, yeah, like, there's a suit just, just randomly burst it out of her full... Like, first, this panel, it's a full fucking suit. Next panel, guess what? There's, like, just covering her tits for no fucking reason. Well, that's because that's the oh, that's the original Anna. She's oh, trying to protect geez. the other ones from the clone Annas. Whatever. So she got burnt up, and her tits are a lot more uh, out, you know? It's got the this symbiote same. bathing suit thing going on. Yep. And then... What is she saying? She's doing basically we got a barcode in her dialogue box. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So instead of like zero one one zero zero one one, she's just going barcode. And then they're like, Anna barcode. And then what's that supposed to mean? Barcode. Of course Anna Oh, that's you. So now we're back outside. Barcode Anna. 
is uh, leaping the assassin, from so, yeah. fucking street lamps. Yeah, so she's on a street lamp oh, and she's overlooking uh, Grunge and uh, uh, Roxanne as they're returning from the grocery store still. And uh, <clears throat> Roxanne says, "Course, Anna did kind of qualify the whole love thing, though." Barcode. Said her software analogs of human emotions might be, like, off or something. Huh. I know is... All I know is I'm sure that my PS2 loves me. Uh, know what I'm saying? F- <laughs> Barcode. Barcode. God, that's the best writing. Oh, God! <laughs> this is the next panel where there's, like, her mouth turns into this oh, fucking yeah. that's weird, weird like a sink train my thing. mouth hole. Yeah, that's fucking weird. And there's like tentacles coming out of it, electrical tentacles. And she's up top on the street lamp and it looks like she's just so, Tentic- totally side Mouth out. tentacling her arm? Like, what the fuck? No, that's how I get off. It's, oh, I'm sure. So what's that supposed to mean, says Roxanne. Whoa, cue the rolling blackout. And now the lights go on. I don't know, she's a fucking Christmas tree again. Because she's, yeah, she just brightens up everything and, oh, what happens here though? What happens here? Come on. Oh, well, that's you. Oh, I already did that part. No, you didn't say, come on, Rox, let's go looting. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on, Rox, let's go looting. Shut up, Grinch. <laughs> oh, because there was a blackout, so they're going to go looting, because they're a superhero team that loots during blackouts. I gotcha. Scree! Scratch! Then, ah! So one of the Annas, we're not sure which one. Oh, the the, the original Anna, because she's got even less tits uh, covered now. Mm-hmm. And, and she's getting shocked by the uh, power outage and the blackout somehow. But the other Anna's not attached to that, because she's just saying, savor this focused electromagnetic paw sister. Crack! No, no, Anna! And then Roxanne and, and uh, Grunge are walking back to the house. They're jumping back and forth from scene to scene. You didn't know about the house's cloaking stuff? With those hollow fields and audio dampening and stuff, we could cavort all, like, naked and jet active on the lawn, and the neighbors Fuck. never know. Yeah. Oh, my. I just got a boner. Oh, Jesus. Can you oh, not? Oh, sounds sweet. <sighs> huh. So all the hell could be breaking loose under the house's cloaking field? Oh, my God. Stop it. Stop it. <sighs> oh, my God. You're just going to... You don't need to... To, to tell the story when we're reading the story. Yeah, and it's yeah. not funny, you know? Yeah, it's just it's just bad. Huh. So all hell could be breaking loose under the house's cloaking mm-hmm. field. And you wouldn't know it till you stepped inside or something, right? Huh? What? And then they... Here are my tits and here's a nipple that's super hard right in front of this thing while I'm seeing the things that are happening. And then she goes, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. those are some hard nips. Hard nipples. I like the hard nipples, baby bear. <laughs> and the grunge is like. Dead ass shot, though. So boom, blah, boom, all this stuff is blowing up. Oh, shit. The house. And then uh, 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 grunge is just like, oh, fuck. Looks like all did break loose. Hell, what? did break loose. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. She's got. The, she's like floating. Roxanne's floating just so you can see her ass in this does. shot. Yeah, her ass crack. Otherwise, so grunge would be in the way. So. His fucking a track. What is he listening to? He's listening to like a fucking. He's got. He's got a cassette. He's a, that's a Walkman in yeah. two thousand two. Yeah. What? That's not. No, it would not be a Walkman. It'd be a Discman. That doesn't even look like a Discman. I know it's a Walkman. Yeah. They're like that's how out of touch these writers are. Like, oh, they got Walkmans, right? Them kids. Hey, look, rocks! A whole load of Annas, and there's a whole, a whole load shit of, hot load of Annas. Walking out with original Anna and just just a 
barely enough cover the tits. Barely. I think the shadows are actually covering her vagina. Mm-hmm. And she's shocking her and... Roxanne, grunge, And run here's away. my nipple. Now I'm holding my sister's head, which is really weird. Yeah, it's, it's very um, seductive, or what, what do you call it? Weird. Uh, Dominatrix-y type. Yep. Roxanne, grunge, run away, or they'll hurt you. Yo. No, no repoing my, our damn Anna. Know what I'm saying? Let her go now. Unless you want a gen-active ass-kicking. Ass-kicking. Bit of an emulated denser metal meat. Glurk! Oh, fuck! She just punched me and, like, tore up my fucking insides. Oh, fuck me! Grunge! There's a bunch of people and, uh, Roxanne. Hi-yah! Hadouken! Yeah, it looks like hi-yah! That's what it looks like. Hi-yah! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hi-yah! And then Shrek! And then, uh, 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 a She looks fall. like a storm, so... Yeah, it's shooting out, like... That's beams what it looks of gravity like. and stuff. Here's, um... Gravity brings. And it makes them all like go, <laughs> boosh, 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 and, like get beat up. And so all the Annas are down. Which she, I don't know how. And she's standing she over. Some rings yeah, just some rings and shit. Oh, she fucking Sonic? No. Yeah, she collects them and they give her the. She, now she's standing over Grunge. Grunge! How, how bad did she hurt you, baby? Really fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best line. It is, out of the it's blanked out. Comic. <laughs> Real fucking bad. Like, yeah. oh my god. That's how I would describe huh? it. No, no, no way. And then she's up again. The Anna's up again. And she, she, she punches Roxy across the face with like a rifled out fist thing that flies across. Look out, Rox! <laughs> no! Um, not bad. All the Anders are watching, uh, Roxanne's down on the ground and Grunge's now over her. Oh, While he's shit. really drooling. He's yeah, like he's drooling. drooling right now. He's drooling because he's not bleeding. Mm-hmm. He's just a he's mouth just breather. He's drooling. So sorry, Rox. You okay? Mm-hmm. I am sorry. Decent reflexes for a wet-nerved mammal. If you know what I mean. Kirk, you fucking fuck you. No, thanks. I don't do animals. Oh! Goodbye now. Ugh! Meat. And that's how it ends! That was so the last that's part scene. one. The uh, last... A thrilling, amazing comic book. Oh my god. What happens next? I don't know. More tits? Okay, well, I know. I'm just glad that we had all those tits and asses. And that wasn't even, like, a good one for that stuff. Uh-huh. So we just suffered through a really bad story, and not, not as much ass and legs and tits. There was and, that one scene. Yeah, that was pretty That was pretty hot. hot. That was about it. Yeah, but... The rest is just like, why the fuck am I reading And we apologize for, like, fucking up the dialogue, but we weren't fucking up the dialogue. Uh-huh. It was just written like that. It was yeah, just, it was you're like, what is this word going on now? You know, and you're and like, like, what do you want? You know, <laughs> like Valley Girls. So that was 17 years ago. Oh, God. I'm so uh, the art, like I said, I think is fantastic. It's stupid, but it's fantastic. Art, it's good. I mean, okay, I wouldn't say fan. It, it's it's good, but it's you know, it's not like groundbreaking. Mm, no, but I mean, it's just the, the the details are right in the right places. If you know true. what I mean, it's true. Uh, and and the, the characters are all well endowed. Endowed, yeah, for sure. Uh, the story was, I get what they were trying to do, but it was so uh, yeah. painfully bad. And written out, like, and I know images is kind of, I've always written for, like, more mature audiences, but this is written for, like, a fucking eight-year-old. So I really I, hope not. Well, 
yeah, the, it's not drawn for an eight-year-old, but the story is written for a fucking eight-year-old. Yeah, I think an eight-year-old so, would even have problems. They'd be like, what's going on? Oh, yeah, they would not have any idea. They'd be like, yeah. right, someday I'm going to grow up and like these chicks. But, yeah. yeah exactly. I, <laughs> so, that was your introduction to Gen 13, lady. Wow. That makes me not want to read Did it I win more, you over? Or... You're like, I want to read every volume now? Nope. I think we should do, like, three more issues just for this special. You can. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Reviewing this, this was once oh, again God. Wildstorm. So this is not even the original, you know, like the really good Gen thirteen, which you need Jesus. to read. So this is the edited cut. Like this is what they, <laughs> this is what they came out with. It was selling for two after however many. You know what's not too? Think about this. You're talking about like how many ever, whatever, whatever. I'm looking at the price two fifty seventeen years ago. I could get it's porn you, for free for cheaper than that. <laughs> well, it would be, be better yeah, written porn. I'm just saying. At least you know it what would the be fuck better written porn. On. Yes, it would. But no, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm a mailman. Comics are going for like two ninety nine, three ninety nine now. Your package. Seventeen years ago, this is kind of expensive for what we got. But we got a brilliant piece of <laughs> literature and art. I'm going to go yep. with. I'm don't give me that look. A very judging face right now. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to break it up in categories. Art, I go with like. And an like eight point five seven like seven point nine eight. I'm gonna go eight with an art, but I'm gonna go story uh, three. Uh, um, and then uh, editing, uh, you know, one. So four plus eight is twelve divided by three. Is what's the average there? Four. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'm gonna give it a flat four, three point eight four because I I could jerk off that. four point two <laughs> four point two. Bro. You can jerk off to a sponge, so that's not a fucking thing. <laughs> no, I jerk off onto the sponge uh, no. while God, reading Gen 13. Oh, That's too much It is too much. Ew. So, with that, what would you give it? Ugh. Would you jerk off to a sponge on it? No. Uh, would that's you? nasty. <laughs> so, we were all, like, talking dirty. We were just listening to... Uh, that's gross. Uh, Jim has issues with his wife, and they got really detailed on the fleshlight that they're... <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> We're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Don't give him this comic. because no. Oh, up. my God. Yes, Jim, do not give your young no. sons this comic. Mm-mm. Or maybe you should. Yeah. No, or absolutely not, because <laughs> it's not even written well. It's like, no, it's not. if you're going to give him something, at least have like a well-written pornography. So what's your score? <sighs> a two. A two? All right. We average that. Six divided by two is three. So our average right now would be a three. So Abby and Andy Comics gives Gen 13 issue 71 from... January 2002, a three on average. You gave it a two. I'll, I'll give you the credit. I don't want everyone thinking you gave it a three. So that was from Wildstorm. Not Image anymore. Um, she just kind of like nudged can, it away from herself. You can take this, that. <laughs> I'm going to put this back in the, in the this is going to be worth some money. So I'm going to put this sucker back <laughs> in the worth about sleeve, three cents <laughs> in recycling. <laughs> so... Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us for that that awful, awful. I just hope oh, that everyone man. was like really bored what a way work to start the fucking or falling year. asleep. Yeah, you welcome to 2019. This is a super positive. You thought last year's year. comics were shitty, uh, you know? So. <laughs> Uh, can we just? I like the fucking 1970s and 1980s. Yeah, I think we're going to stick with that shit because at least that's at least like entertaining yeah, and, and like right, even if it's badly written, it's what? still funny. Oh, like, that was just, there was just no insulting. comedy. Yeah, it was, it was just, just like, you're uh, like, oh, fuck you. $2.50. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather just fucking read a fucking porno yeah. magazine. Yeah, at that point. But you have to understand we couldn't get and access as a 13-year-old Andy. Valid. You're not getting access to uh, uh, that, so you'd have to Valid. settle for Gen it, 13. You get it where you take it, and, but, yeah, no, nope. So, thank you for joining us. Uh, 
Tune in next week. We're going to do three issues of Gen 13. Oh, no. But, no um, that's that's when he's going to do the podcast by himself. That's true. You're going out of town, so I'm just going to sit alone in the dark reading Gen 13 <gasps> and just and film all of it and I'm send it to you. Be like, what do you think of this? Uh, so, um, there's going to be a lot of sponges. So... <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, everyone. A quick shout out to say to the Kid Fresh crew, whoop, whoop. everybody on Slack chat, to, of course, Weird Science DC Comics, Weird Science Marvel Comics. Thank you to Jim and Eric for making all of this possible. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you. We're always happy to be part of the GFC family and hopefully entertaining you guys because we're entertaining ourselves yes. in many different ways, if you know what I mean. We're oh, reading God. 1013. <laughs> But thank you so much for joining us. Look forward to uh, inserting our voices into your ear holes soon again. Yes, I'm um, looking forward to next month's issue. Yes, and most importantly, though, happy New Year, everyone. I hope happy everyone has a wonderful year this year. Uh, a good year, a healthy year. Yes. Uh, a safe year. And hopefully we get some good uh, entertainment in the process, too. So yes. uh, our love out to everyone in the Good Fresh crew. And, uh, and yeah, just keep your ear holes wet because we're coming back. Play with this toy. Play with this toy.